Sports.com show. Sports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, the OGK Dub, Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary Q&A segment brought to you by BTOsports.com. There's no possible way I'll ever do Mathis, though. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah! Welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Welcome, everybody, live on a Monday night just outside the lines, Den. This is the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you for listening. we got a great show lined up for you, but first of all, thanks to BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Worth Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, Black Ops Moto, and Vivint. Thanks, uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. we got a great show lined up, lots of guests, lots of excitement. And uh, with me to uh, break everything down and, and uh, hang out and uh, give us all his opinion, the Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? What's crapping in? How are you? I'm good. Looking good, bud. I don't like the uh, nine minutes to six entries. Those That has been marked down. That has been taken into account. Uh, I made it. It was a long, long day at work, and uh, I'm here, though. You know what I don't know what I don't appreciate about you? You tweeting me saying, I have no style. Who is the guy with no sleeve to say cargo shorts <laughs> yeah, around? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're on me for my cargo shorts and my flip-flops. You don't have sleeves, that guy. Like It's a lose-lose deal, man. Neither of you are right. <laughs> and you're not either. And you're yeah, not either. Hey, yeah, I am. That voice producing the show. Hey, callers, yes, sir. Holding everything down. You look good. You do. The red and white. Red and white. Tits Legendary Killing Tits. It. Thank you for producing the show. You're welcome. Just, you know. It's great. I'm going to do my job. Yeah, it's awesome. Good, then shut up and do it. We Let's got, go. We got issues for Tits next season. Is he out? He's claiming school is going to prevent him from getting here Early. around the time he needs to. Up, oh, clippy, clippy, flippy, clippy. Producer get cut loose. <laughs> well, who can we get? Do you think maybe like it's a, very a hobo? easy, a hobo, or very, a very easy. All we gotta do is right. go on Craigslist, do do a little intern wanted street. radio show. We, I'm sure we could go to UNLV, mm-hmm. go right. go down there maybe and get, get someone. Maybe get a hot producer. No mm-hmm. problem. Right. Nice yeah. having you, Tits. Tits, thank you for the Starbucks. <laughs> he brought me Starbucks, bro. Yeah, I saw that. I'm sitting yeah. in my car on the phone, and he walks by with two Star Cups. Yeah. I'm all, he's all. Hey, and I don't know what his deal is, bro. But out of the blue, in my email inbox, comes an email saying, Tits Legendary has given you a $20 gift card for Starbucks. Dude, he thinks trying to butter you up. Right? <laughs> What's the deal? I'm finishing the year strong. Just, Dude, you know, I don't think note. you can make like a couple of weeks and forget the other 50. Yeah. <laughs> You're we'll doing see. good though we'll so far. See. Hey, um, who do, can't you like change your school schedule? Like, Don't they have classes earlier in the day? No. Trust me, I would not want to take a class at 4 o'clock, but you know, what do hey, you do? L- Let's let's talk to you about what are you going to school for? Like, what more do you need in life but this freaking radio show, dude? Yeah, bro. <laughs> What's know, more? If, what if could I be could, more if important? If I could get just a small raise, I could probably live off of just the income from this show. Maybe you. And then yeah, I maybe. Would, I would, I hey, me to too. To me too. Stop yeah. taking yeah. Uh, electronics equipment as payment. <laughs> maybe that's step one. <laughs> yeah. So my the money can go my to your children. Your and child. my wife don't need to eat. Oh, that, you know, they can Jesus, fend for themselves. Dude. I gotta look out hey, for number one. Trey Kennard, Mike Healy, Michael Lieb on the show tonight. Great guests in studio. We got an in studio guest, Watson. Yeah, Thomas. Uh, Tom, Tom Ficker from Enfab. What's up, man? 
Well, first it's Victor. Victor, pull your pull I'm your Victor. pull your mic too. There and more, more, more. There we go. So you want me sticking in my mouth? <laughs> That's good. Hey, people. People don't know, know Thomas's name. You just got to know. Like, I don't even know his last name. I just know Thomas from NFAB. NFAB. Yeah. Uh, give us a little bit of right, background. That's NFAB. Hey, NFAB. What is NFAB? Uh, you've, you've been a big supporter of the sport uh, for many years now, and uh, you're in town for SEMA, and cool that you wanted to come hang out. But uh, talk a little bit about NFAB. Uh, NFAB is, uh, we basically manufacture, you know, to keep it simple, steps and grill guards and and uh, pre-runners, kind of niche um, tubular products for trucks. Mm-hmm. You know, all the different have like 400 different models of uh, steps, and uh, we have, you know, again, light bars, pre runners. I manufacture for a number of other, you know, people, some other people in my industry. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I've been a big supporter of motocross and raced my, you know, entire life right. and grew up loving dirt bikes and, and big trucks and all that, and been fortunate enough to kind of make a living. Yeah. Um, doing the things I've been passionate about, you know, throughout my whole life. So, you know, this is a kind of another stage for me. NFAB's about 10 years in the making. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we trying to go to market a little different. You know, I mean, a lot of people, um, you know, are looking to upgrade their trucks. And, and I've said it before, you know, that everybody with a dirt bike has a pickup truck. So that's why, because I have a passion for dirt bikes, that's why I'm trying mm-hmm. to, you know, Basically, build a brand within this industry. Uh, based out of Houston? And based out of Houston. Sponsored Jessica Patterson for years. Sponsored the Star Racing Team last year or the year before? Uh, 2010. 2010, Star Racing, big big supporter of them. Yeah. Um, what, who am I missing? The Ty Lube Team at Monster Energy Cup, a one race I mean, deal. I did, right. I did Moto Triple X. I've did done, you do Triple X? I didn't know I that. I did Moto Triple yeah. X. I did... Uh, oh, Alan, Bra- Alan Brown's all, long, like, big long, Thomas fan. Long, long, this well, is, uh, how I first came to NFAB... Uh-huh. And this could be a touchy subject. Get me wrong. But <laughs> I, I seen a going. siren and lights and, and on the news with an NFAB truck. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's not I, a sore subject. Uh, was you that know, your truck? It was not my truck. It was not my truck. It was a truck, um, again. I did not know this. I've done trucks for people like Josh Grant. Josh yeah. Grant's, you know, was when he was like uh, 14 years old, come to my house and stay and ride in, mm-hmm. in Texas. Texas got some good yep. riding, you know. Three it's palms. hot and three palms. You know, so they'd come there and hang out, him right. and some other uh, some other riders. So, you know, I've done some truck stuff with him. And then Stuart, I knew, was into cars and yeah. trucks. And I don't know how it came came about, but uh, he wanted to, you know, fix up his Tundra. I have I do a lot of uh, manufacturing for Toyota. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, you can buy in, in the central and southern Florida and all that. You can go buy and get InFab products actually on your Toyota from the dealership. You know, they, they're what they call port install programs. So... Um, to get more awareness to Toyota with what I'm doing, James was they Toyota gave James a truck, mm-hmm. and I took it, lifted it up, it and all. tricked it out. I mean, and you know, with James, you got to go over the top, so it's got 40 inch tires and 15 right. inches of lift, and I put these really trick LED lights on it, and oh. uh, he loved it. You know, I mean, he loved the truck. I had a show in. In, uh, you didn't Florida. put the you didn't put the blue lights in though. No, no, the that was that was that was on, that, that was on, on him. The, or, the blue and yeah. red ones. <laughs> yeah, the blue and red ones. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, no, it's cool, man. That you, you're you're like I said, you're a big sport of the sport, and and without I know for a fact that without you, Jessica Patterson, maybe wouldn't be able to get to the races. So you've been a big fan of that of Jessica and helping her out, and that's cool. And you know, getting involved with Star and now maybe Alan Brown for the race. Uh, that's that's awesome, man. It's well, cool. Jessica was sponsored by Honda Houston, which is obviously. Yeah. A local dealer that uh, has been supporting the amateur side of, you know, which, 
um, for decades. You know, it's it's a great deal. Sean Martin. Sean Martin yeah. and Dave and those guys over there. So, uh, you know, Jessica and A would come there and stay, and I kind of got to know them. And, oh, cool. And, you know, they're – Yeah, Naveen was building their motors and all that. And, yeah, yeah. They, they had a program going, and Jessica yeah. – that I think was pretty successful, and Jessica – was on there. So that's how I kind of got to know him. And Eddie Ray, I remember seeing him because I was a vet racer, mm -hmm. you know, an expert vet racer in Texas. And I know Eddie Ray and Earl May, I kept, you know, those two guys were the guys in Florida. Yeah. And I always wanted to race those guys because they were, they were, you know, you see them at all the big amateur races. So, um, and I just, when I finally met Eddie Ray and got to know him, he's, you know, they're, they, those two guys, guys meaning Jessica and Eddie, they're either racing practicing yeah or at a race i've never seen anything like it i mean they are totally about this sport and nothing else. i agree um you know and if they're not at a race or doing anything doing it they're talking about it yeah uh, they're talking about i was it. checking out your website uh i feel like you have a massive hole in edfab and i've got a way to make you a lot of money why after the, the six ridge it's lines free sold a year? <laughs> ridge lines, bro. There's nothing on there. The crux. There's a massive. I, I only build oh, stuff a, for real trucks. That's kind of a car. Okay, the door is the door is down there. The door downstairs no, to the a, left. That's the door. not even a truck. That's a just, car just, with just a open the door. It's, it's unlocked. Yeah. It's unlocked. You just go it's, right it's through. It's a little bit big. Yeah. El Camino. Yeah. Isn't that like a front wheel drive thing? Dude, Doesn't it got independent rear suspension? Hey, you know what? Hey, take, your, take your stupid dodge. tundra. Hey, take your stupid and tundra and try to put something in the trunk. <laughs> try to put groceries in the trunk. You won't do it. Front your groceries will go all over your bed when you brake and accelerate. I've got a trunk. All right, let's go. Again, it's a car. JT, a JT, JT what's junk up? junk in your trunk, too. <laughs> JT, what's up? What's up, boys? How are you? I'm good. We, we, got, good. we got Thomas from NFAB hanging in studio. Um, I hey, JT. I got my new I got my new Racer X in the in the in the mail today, and I got to see the photo of the dudes high fiving you on the track yeah. on your last lap. And dude, believe it or not, I know all three of those dudes. Really? I know all three of them. <laughs> I definitely they're, believe it. They're from <laughs> they're from they're from, the, they're from Thousand Oaks, and the only reason I I even like started to look at them That's because we made this joke that they always wear visors. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, there's always this thing. The guys. Oh, is that from the Steve Edwards? Was that Steve Edwards? In his it's not. Ed, I don't. I'm not sure if Edwards in it, but it, in that's his. That's his clan. Oh my god, that's funny. They're trying to pour beer down. Pour beer down. Yep. That's oh for sure. That's them then. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was pretty awesome because they're trying to pour beer down my throat, and the whole time I'm I'm like wanting to do it, but I'm scared. Like, I don't know. I didn't want to, you know, piss Davey Coombs off or whatever. Who knows? You know, I don't know how he's going to react to it. So then. Right after that moto, I go tell him about it, and I'm laughing about it, and he's, like, like making fun of me for not doing it, and I'm just like, oh, I'm yeah. like, an idiot. Only if you could turn back time. As, as, as the great Cher once said. That one Cher would say, if I could turn back <laughs> time. Uh, JT, how's the new gig? Boise, Idaho, fly racing. Uh, Bull in riding in a freaking button-up. in a. <laughs> yeah, riding. How's, how's your new deal, dude? Well, the bull riding, yeah, that was whatever. But, man, I mean, honestly, it's awesome here. Uh, it's a little bit cold. Today was. Oh yeah, yeah. The phone service out there sucks too. Yeah, no he says it's cold now. It's it's October. I know, right? Until it's freaking January. Uh, hey Watson. Um, what? What's the big news this week for you? What, what, do, you, what, what do you mean? What's the big news this week? What do we What do we got to talk about? I have no idea. Well, it appears your team has made a choice for the second rider. Yes, we have. Josh Hill, uh, Kyle Chisholm. They yep. both rode. Uh, they tried out for you, and it appears that you. Have I wouldn't your say. Team. I wouldn't say. Uh, I wouldn't say it was really a tryout. We it were just your letting. Your team has gone with Josh Hill. Yes, we have. 
Talk about that. What's there to talk about? It's uh, we signed Josh Hill when he was injured. We we put some money into him, um, and you know we we believe in him, and we believe in you know that he uh, has you know the capability. Everyone doesn't. Um, Josh Hill's twenty two years old. Um, people are counting him out. Um, he's had he he had a major setback. He was ready. To, I shouldn't say he was a hundred percent at Anaheim one. He was right. probably. This year, Anaheim won this yeah, year. He yeah, wasn't, he wasn't up to where he should have been, and then he fell, and he got run over, and he broke his leg. That had nothing to do with the past injury. Uh, and then he came back, and he was riding for Supercross, and he had a, another crash where he broke his elbow. And uh, he came back, and he rode a couple, like a month before Washougal. That was his first race in a couple of years. And uh, he's been back, you know, getting ready to go. And, you know, he came out and rode, and, and Kyle Chisholm looked really good on the bike. He bonded well with the team, and... Uh, you know, uh, some things happened, and, you know, the track went away, and we wanted to give them a fair share, so they came back out. And, you know, we'd, we it was a really, 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 really tough decision to make. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, when you look at the results through the years, and you can't compare, you know, off two years to a guy that's really only raced two years in the Supercross class, it's hard. Okay. You know, Chisholm had a year with Sam Manuel, and then he had a couple up-and-down years. And last year, he had a good year. He got 11th in the series. Right. Um, but, you know, if you really look at it, you know, we feel, and we made a decision collectively, that, you know, on Josh Hill's, if Josh Hill's back to where he needs to be, he should be, you know, if, if you took him back to three or four years ago, or two years ago, where he was, he should be a top five guy right now if he doesn't get hurt right. and he keeps riding. But if you... JT. JT. Yo. What's wrong with your phone? What's wrong with your phone? Your, your phone's jacked up, bro. Having problems? Technical difficulties? Yeah. All right. Continue on. So what I'm trying to get at is Josh has the potential to do good. And even if he doesn't come back, on his worst day, if he's healthy, he's going to be right around where Chisholm is on his best day. That's the way we felt. I mean, nothing against Josh. Who made Josh, that choice? Who do you, was all it, of us all, made it collectively. Yeah. It wasn't... It was a really, really hard decision to make. It wasn't his um, dad. We had a lot of money invested in Josh Hill. And, you know, we were like, what happens if we let him go and he goes to another team and kills it? Because he's mm -hmm. healthy. Anything could happen. I mean, whoever who we riot could go out and get hurt. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you, yeah you never know. Um, you know, we had our, the first guy that we wanted to get and we got him. And it was, it was a toss-up. I mean, all those guys are in the same boat, if you ask me. They're all, you know, 8th through 15th place guys. I mean... If you take him, or you take Bob Canari, or you take Phil Nicoletti, or right. you take Weston right. Pike, someone's always going to bitch, oh, you should have taken this guy, you should have taken that guy. You know what? We'll talk about it at the end of the year, and what, we'll see what, what happens. What do you think, JT? Oh, uh, man, I can see both sides of it. I think uh, right now, as it stands, I think that Kyle Chisholm is a better rider. Um, and, and that's only, you know, that's not really fair to Hill because he's been hurt, and he's got a lot of issues, you know? Um but I, I can also see Kenny's side where, man, they, they've got a lot of money wrapped up in Josh Hill. So yeah, but to, I, not, okay. to not see that through, if you think that, he, if you think that he's going to progress and, and give you results, to not see that through is kind of a waste of money at this point. So um, yeah, I can see both sides of it. It's just uh, at, at is, this point, you just kind of have to go with what feels right and go with what's going to, you know. The thing is, when, we, really. when, when they both went out and rode, uh, you know, Chisholm was solid. There's nothing, can't take anything away from him. He was solid. But 
when Hill went out there, he was kind of, you know, a little ragged the first day, but the second day he was solid, and you, you saw the potential that he had. He had those bursts of speed, you know, just things he was combos he was putting together, and you could see it in him. You can see that he still has what it takes, and it's just going to be for him to get ready. And you know, we all thought with you know with Ricky mentoring him and and getting up, you know, working with him that you know there's a chance. And you know what? We are from Vegas, and we do take gambles. So it's <laughs> <laughs> the best way to put it. We're taking a gamble, um, and hey, it might come back, and 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 we might be look like idiots. But hey, everyone loves an underdog. And that's a great story. And you know what? L- let me ask you a question. If Josh Hill gets eighth or uh, Kyle Chisholm gets eighth, who's getting more press? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Could be a wash. Oh, it could be a wash. So you're, a guy coming back that was going to get his leg cut off two years ago comes back and gets uh, eighth. You know how it goes in our sport. Nobody's, nobody's Listen, scared. I mean, no matter how Hill does, I don't think you guys are going to look stupid for helping him. That's how I look at it. Now Chisholm had an angry tweet after he he since deleted it. Did you see it? Yeah, I, I saw it. I mean, I understand. I understand his feelings too. He he wants you know he wants that spot. You know, uh, I can understand his side of it. He doesn't care about Josh Hill. That's right. not his concern. His concern is trying to further his racing career and be, put himself in the best situation he can. And, you know, maybe he feels like he's more deserving of it, but, you know, that's well, just how the world works let's, sometimes. Let's get to the bottom of this. And, Kenny, I don't know how much you – Chisholm was faster. He was. Okay. He was faster the first day. When the second – and the hill went out, the, the, the sprinklers broke, and the right. track was completely not watered hard packed, and hill was about a second off of him up that day. Yeah. The next day – when the the wad, the track was good, or when we went back, the mm-hmm. like four days later, find the wad, the sprinklers were fixed. Hill went out and rode, and he was about three to four tenths slower than Chisholm on a different day. The track was yeah. a little different, hard but to, he hard showed. To right. And this is nothing to do with Josh not getting the ride. Josh was supposed to come up. He was testing. And Kyle and I, was supposed to. Come Kyle up. was sorry. Kyle was testing with Jeff Ford Racing, and he couldn't. They wouldn't let him come up to ride the bike, so he never came up and rode the second day. So we had to make a decision, and that had yeah, but nothing. That, but that had nothing to do with it. No, it had right, nothing to right. do with it. But what I'm trying to get at is that meant a lot to me too. That it shows a lot of class on his part, where he all he had his word, and he wasn't going to leave. Yeah, and he wasn't going to say, hey. And and that meant a lot to me too. There was a lot of there's a lot of things that people don't know. Josh Hill said, "You know what? I need to get better." And went out and bought a Suzuki as soon as he left the track that day to go ride to get comfortable on the bike to go out and do it because he's riding a different bike and he hasn't been riding. I mean, that was only the fifth time the guy rode since Washougal because he didn't he you know he didn't have a bike. Is is he 100 percent healthy? Yes. Range of motion, nerve problems. No, range of motion. He'll never have full range of motion. But we went out and he had a full. He had. He's fine to ride a dirt bike. We went and had a full physical. He got released from a doctor, a a neutral doctor, and they said he is ready to go. He has no nagging injuries. He doesn't have anything wrong with him. You know what I mean? Physically, right now. Honestly, my opinion on it, and that that means nothing. Is I, I really don't feel like the relationship you guys have with Josh Hill. I really don't feel like you guys owe any explanations to anyone. Uh, I agree. You know, like Chisholm's going to be mad, and me and Chisholm are really good friends. And you know, I get it. I understand why he's mad. But you know, 
that doesn't, you know, that can't affect your decision. You guys are trying to make the best decision for you and your race team, and the, the previous investments you've made, and it all has to make sense. So I think it's, a, you know, I, I, I really don't big, feel like you have to justify it. I think it's a big gamble that, like their team last year, where we talked about how much of a gamble it was last year, and it didn't work mostly because of injuries. I think it's a big gamble, but if Josh Hill can get back to where he was, there's no question he's faster than Kyle. He's won a Supercross. He was leading the Supercross points before, at one point before injuring his ribs. Even even if he doesn't get and back to where you, he though, was, because Thomas was going to give your team two hundred thousand dollars if you had Chisholm on. He was going to announce it tonight. It was too bad. Oh well, it, we'll it, go it, get it somewhere else then. Because Thomas you know was what? prepared to do it, but you went with Hill. That's fine. So goodbye, NFAB money. That's bye okay. Bye. We'll go. We'll go double that. We'll no, go that's, get a, more. that's a little out of my league. And- <laughs> I mean, I I've, had, I've had those meetings with Watson before. Right, right. Hey, you know they, what, they're, though? The they're bo- above my uh, level of support. The bottom line is here with Chisholm, you know. The bottom line is this. I know everything. Not really. I, I've seen this tweet, and I was, I was bummed that he was bummed. You know what I mean? Because I thought, you know. and I He's talked a friend to of him. the show. He's a friend of the show, Tiff. I, I called, I called yeah, Josh because I was tired of texting back and forth. And I called, and we talked, and it was a good co- talk. And I just said, hey, dude, we gave you an opportunity. I'm sorry that you feel like we wasted your time. I'm sorry that you feel this you way. You called Kyle. You said you called Josh. I'm sorry. I called Kyle Chisholm. <laughs> You're confusing the, the, the listeners. Get and I, I, I just told him, sorry you think we wasted your time. But you right. know what? It was a really tough decision. And it sounded like to me through – I never called him and told him that he didn't have the ride because I dealt with his agent the whole time. And it seems like there was – also Josh Hill's agent, by the way, Jimmy Button. Not anymore. Oh, no? No. Oh. No, so there was like a little, there was a little mix See, I up there. The WMG thing helped heal out. So there was a little mix up there, but we got it worked out, and I didn't want Josh to be bummed because you know what? I didn't want him to start, you know. Don't you want Kyle bridge. to be bummed. So, yeah, what sorry. is with Kyle Chisholm, <laughs> Josh Hill? I don't know the difference. They're all, they're all, they're all eight, they're all eight, they're all eight through. Uh, so when does Canari get to match up against Hill now for the ultimate decision? No. JT. Mathis. How's the gig? How's the job? I know it's we awesome, got to let you go it's right awesome. away, but we got cut off before. Uh, and we're going to have Mike yeah, Healy on right away. But the gig's good. It's, it's, I mean, you're now going to tell us how. You're going to come back on the show to promote uh, a BBMX uh, thing, btosports.com team. But uh, for now, you like it? Yeah, I'm pumped. Um, it's just uh, kind of new. Like, I'm trying to learn. You know, computer software and all this stuff for, you know, how our, you know, distributor network works and all that stuff. But um, picking it up pretty quick, and everybody here has been amazing to me. Um, you know, a lot of them already knew who I was just from being, you know, sponsored by Fly for so long. And uh, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's awesome. The, the weather's not really cold yet. Today it was like 70. So, <laughs> And you're um, saying it's cold? You said earlier before you got cut up it was cold. Yeah, it was cold this weekend, but it, it warmed back up today, so... Just wait. Uh, I have a, <laughs> what's that? Just wait. Oh, I know it's going to be cold for sure. Um, just the only the only really kind of tough thing is I haven't really been able to ride near as much as I would like. So I saw the um, entry list for German Supercrosses. Some heavy hitters, yeah. bro. Heavy yeah, hitters. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be uh, Mike and Jeff Alessi. I'm kind of bummed on that. Bobby so. Canari, Teddy Mayer, Tyler Medaglia. Yeah, it's pretty much the same guys that go every year, Steve. So some big um, haters. Yeah, the same guys that have yeah, gone every big year. Big time, like solid triples. You're talking about Canari, Alessi, just solid triples all day long. Yeah, like you're like the same guys that have been going, is what you're saying. Yep. 
Awesome yeah, guys. Okay. Big competition. Yeah. That's that's breaking news. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, just you know, wish I could ride more. So I don't know how the racing is going to go, but you know, mm-hmm. that's really not the main priority anymore. You know, kind of uh, getting assimilated here and up to speed on you know the next chapter is kind of my priority. So yeah, it kind of it's kind of hard when the, the job right. gets away the riding, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's that that's that's what happens uh when you're not a professional racer anymore the, the job gets away the riding yeah it definitely is so kind of uh i don't know i rode today didn't feel too bad just not really worried about it. you know if I, how the race goes if i do good i do good if i do bad you know that's you know kind of whatever it is what it is and i kind of made that choice when i decided to move here you know my priority shifted so well have fun with it and see how it, see how it goes watson was gonna throw you in the shootout mix but unfortunately you know you took the fly job so yeah um, i don't think that was going to happen and i probably wouldn't have been able to get off work to do it anyway (laughs) (laughs) hey what's up with tits he got me a starbucks gift card he brought me a starbucks today to the studio what what do you feel about you think he's turning a corner a little bit in his enthusiasm for the show Uh, i don't know tits is tits i don't i've never really seen any emotion out of him whatsoever he's like a blank he's like a he's like a blank canvas yeah he is, yes. He is um, very Mormon. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, you know how Kenny, you know how uh, oh, dear. Carmichael and Hanson won't do the show? But, you know, they'll talk yes, to you. I'm, about, a, I'm somewhat aware of that. They're, they're buddies with you, Kenny, but they're not buddies with me. Like, yep. they won't do it. Yep. Which is okay, um, but whatever. It's Kenny's boss. Here's, here's the deal, Watson. Steve Cox won't do the show because of you. That's funny. He told me today, I'll come on as long as Watson isn't on. And I said, he's going to be on. He said, sorry, have a good show. I well, think I think if, I, if Cox came on, Watson wouldn't come on either. So I think it's probably mutual. <laughs> I have no problem with you. I, 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 I thought no you guys, I didn't realize it was that equal. I, I that's news to me, too. And if he wants to be like that, that's fine. So we've lost a guest because of you. So well, perfect. That's a, that's did a, you guys get into it? I thought you guys a, were cool. You guys had that bet and everything. I thought we were too, but that's a that's a shock. That's a heavy hitter in the industry not to have on the show. Thank you. I, I, I Thank you. Consider that a loss not being able Thank to you. get him on the show. Yep. I'm here because of Watson. Yeah. I'm a Watson fan. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, no, I'm a big Watson fan. No, no. And also too, you got to stop your buddies from calling in the voicemails. Love we, this guy right here. We got we got a voicemail. Your number one fan. I'm gonna play it later, but. Like my, prob- my, bu- my you probably sat there and said, hey, hey call the show. Yeah, that's hey, what I got time hey, for. Hey, J.H., J.H., call the show. <laughs> lots See, that's why. About, lots of talk about J.H. this hey, week. That's, that's why they, Ricky won't come on the show. Because he, he has no sense of humor. And, he and, can't, and all he these can't guys, they himself. just don't like the little jabs you take. You can't laugh at yourself? Like you can't. You, you just you, take jabs. J.T., do I take jabs? All right. So, I, so, I'm going to answer for him and say yes, but... It's all for the good of the show. And I'm the first one to take a jab at myself. That's true. Exactly. I will agree uh, JT, thanks for coming on. We'll call you back. Yeah, all right. All right. See you later. Uh, hey, Dustin. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, JT got your shirt. Um, oh, he did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess he, he hung up, but he got your shirt. He told me uh, a little while ago. Tits sent it out to him. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so he said he was going to send me out of Jersey. I didn't know if I guess. I know oh, he did? Busy with moving to Idaho and everything. Man. I was just uh, that motherfucker. To- call- <laughs> He's going to be back on. Call in then. Uh, if you can stick around. If not, we'll remind him. Uh, yeah, if I can give uh, Yeah, what time do you think he might be back on? He's going to be coming back on 7.30-ish, 8 o'clock-ish. Oh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll be listening. What's the matter, Tits? Is that not a good time for you? <laughs> no. Whatever I thought, works I for I had an email that it was around 8.30, but I may have misremembered is all. 
That's why I didn't say anything. No, Michael leaves at 8.30. Oh, all right. Are you producing the show or not? Are you produ- what are you producing over there? Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, Dustin. All right. All right, hey, let's get our next guest. Let's get our first guest on the line, Mike it. Healy. Uh, we're going to have him on. Um, r- real interesting story in the new Racer X on Mike Healy. And I have no clue how Kenny Watson knows him or lined this up, but it, Kenny did, and kudos to that. And just when you think, Thomas, that Watson can't possibly know everybody in the industry. I thought he did know everybody. He pulls he pulls Mike Healy out and says, hey, Mike Healy wants to come on the show. And I'm just like, Healy left for Europe when Kenny was probably 15 years old. Never came back until, you know, years and years later. So, good job, Watson. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, so Steve Cox won't come on the show. Hey, one of the... One of the things that kind of rose this week, and maybe we'll get to in a little bit, Brett Metcalf looks like he's going to go to Valley for a 450 Outdoors only. Saw that. Yeah. What you, what's your thoughts on that? Travis Baker going to ride the the West Coast 250. I thought the Valley guy was done, but. On Yamaha's. Yamaha's, yeah. Yamaha's helping out Sanner, 1110 Mods, too. For East Coast. Uh, yeah, I guess I East, think Coast. It is East Coast. Yeah. Alex Martin, and they're looking for somebody else. What do you? Th- what's your thoughts on Meddy? I think Meddy's. I. I. It'll be interesting to see how he adjusts the bike. I think the bike's fast. Why but, do you think uh, it's fast? Hello. Yeah, I'm asking you a question. Hi, Kenny. What? Me. Why do I think it's fast? Yeah. Because well, they are fast. Yamahas are fast. Yeah. I just don't know if they can handle. All right. What's the matter? Voicemail. Oh. Oh. Okay. All yeah. What am I guest? Oh, good job, Watson. Just when Following I was crazy through. Here doesn't happen right on, right on anyways thomas hey um let's talk a little bit so for next year can you tell us anything are you looking will you be back behind jessica's program will you be with a team do you have anything to tell us new that way in uh, fab developments well in regarding jessica you know I'll, I'll support jessica until she's done racing okay you know some form right. or fashion at different levels or yep. whatever yep. Whatever I need to do to, you know, cause she's yeah. at the she's at the end of her career. You might she might have a couple more years in her, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, like I said before, they're racers and they want to go racing, and, and and you know, Nfabs wants to be a part of that program. So, but what what I want to do is is take you know my um, recognition as far as within this industry, the next level, and try to you know find the right fit for Nfab with. You know, another large team, and right. and uh, as Kenny will tell you, I've talked to a lot of different teams and tried to put uh, you know right. deals together what, in the past. And what's it like dealing with? Like, okay, you've got the money. You want to sponsor your pro- your team. I got some money. Some money. I got. I got okay, a budget you got that some I got money. work within. Yeah. But what's it? I mean, it's no secret that besides Watson's team, just about every other team struggles to get sponsorship. So what? What's it like? I mean, is it is it kind of people undercutting each other? Is it harsh out there? Is, no, is it's, it a lot it's, of... Uh, like, let's just, all I can speak for is where InFab and I'm at. Uh-huh. And and that place is basically where I'm too big to be small and too small to be big. You know, the money it takes for, for Kenny to go racing is millions of dollars a year. Right. You know, to put together a program with all the different technicians and engine builders and suspension guys to be competitive and... and you know, unfortunately, if you try to get involved with some of the teams that are there to go racing, but they're in the back of the pits, you're just you're not going to get anything for that dollar. It's, so, it's tough, so what yeah. do you do? It's very tough for because I do have money that I want to spend. What about radio I, shows? 
I mean, let's face it. I mean, the much better hey, than teams. Uh, I think you've put X Grand brand goggles on the map. I didn't know what X Brand was until until listen to this radio show. Hey, Choice, Rich, Choice, you hear that? Choice of Kyle Chisholm. What? What? Can you turn my headphones yeah. up? I can. I can't even hear myself. Anymore. So anyway, you know, I I am. Um, yeah. Uh, is that better? Yes. Okay. I'm definitely talking to yeah. a lot radio of people shows, and trying bro. to put some something together. Watson, where you're at. you are the king of sponsorship of B two B, and you've brought in a lot. What? Now, obviously, besides writing. Uh, RCH racing a big check. What would you do if you were Thomas? Where should he put his money? That's a good what question. What should he do? Who should he look at? I think what he would needs, you do? I think he needs to go to a program where he can see a ROI, a return on his investment. Oh, here we go. I think that he needs... Loctite, I mean, Loctite cardboard cutouts, bro. No. Well, what he does is he makes aftermarket right. products. Right. So... Truck products. Get, truck products. Ridgeline. So, not Ridgeline products. So any team that he goes to, he could do... If it's a branded well team, he could go t- and sell that product. If it's right. a JGR team, if it's a Hart Huntington team, RCH, if it's a, a Valley team, and but he you can do show a Valley the truck in the pits. Is that a problem? Well, not you if can you, a Tundra, but I do like like I don't know if you guys are aware, but like the red Supercross Tundra. Yeah, that's yours. Yeah, yep. I do. I do those yeah. for Toyota. I am building a Tacoma for Toyota right now. I'm heavily involved with that side of it, but I think you need to be involved in if you want to be. In racing, you need to be part of the team. Yeah, I've you know like like I sponsored Josh Grant and and uh, I don't know be known as the butt patch guy, but right. yeah, I don't know if you guys have yeah. seen it, but yeah. that's kind of my deal. I mean, where else are you going to put a yeah. Yeah. logo where you can see it every time wow. and, and it's not yeah. somebody's not asking you know right. big money for that particular spot because right. um, so it's that was the only spot I could really find. So, you know, so Josh Grant had them. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done these things in the past. I mean, it, you know, my sponsorship with these riders and trying to help riders dates all the way back to Raynard. You know, gave him some parts for his truck. Oh, and, wow. You yeah, know, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Then, so there's Jeff DeMint, you know, for many right. years because he was a local so guy. So you're all about activation, Watson. Like, you, you he needs to go with the team. That's going to give back to him that, in that, some way. That, that's what I think. I mean, he's doing this for a reason, to get his yeah. product out there. To build a brand. Yeah. And that's what you're he, going to get. He's just not some billionaire guy that just wants to throw his money in the industry and get nothing out of it. He's right. trying to build a brand. You know who, besides you guys, you know who does a good job with that stuff? Mike Genova's team. They have little displays set out. They have a huge hospitality. They, they do do They look like they, they do give do back to, to JT to uh, their stands, you know, motor concept stands and, and pits. I, I, That's one I, team that does. I, I agree. Watson's team does too. I, I agree 100%. Right. I yeah, agree 100%. But what the differences they do is they it's hard for them to show a return to their to their sponsors. How do they show how do they show JT how many people are buying JT gear? They yeah. It's hard they to quantify, can, yeah. They well, can. Yeah. But, but we've come how, up with how some, would you quantify how would you do it then? Well, we uh, I really can't let the cat out of the oh, bag, okay. but we've right. come up with a new technology this year Whoa. that we're going to be able Blame. to trace uh, every product sold and to go back from Dodge, Suzuki, Fox, Shift, you know, right. everything. Um, I mean, how you know, it's there's got to be a shift because I'm sure there's more people like me out there that want to be involved. That I'm sure there's some people that have brand. come in and gotten burned and then left. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure there has to there. Well, has dude, to. there's. I mean, the old way to do it was, hey, here here's the TV package. I have this guy, and your sticker is going to be seen by this many people. Great. Dude, a sticker on a motorcycle does zero. Yeah. Exactly. It's supercross in the pits and the activation really is seventy percent of it. Outdoors, if you're an enthusiast, you're there. 
Right. You know, you see it. But other than that, it's it's supercross is it really has where to it's be at. it has to be an activation. I mean that's what sponsorship has been about and it's marketing and activation. You have to activate and then you have to market it behind it. And it usually takes a couple of years for it to catch up. So you haven't really said what he should do. Yes, I did. Opinion. I said he needs to get with a team that could activate and market his brand and just not him giving money and then put a sticker on their bike. Sensibility of teams out there that can? <laughs> they're out there. Are they out there? Yeah, they're yeah, out no, there. I, uh, and, and hey, case in point of the Monster Energy Cup, I got I teamed up with Alan. I wanted to help Swanepoel. Yep. Because Swanepoel's he's a good, hardworking kid and mm-hmm. and uh, nice and and I got a relationship with him with Star and met his dad and, yep. and liked the family. So you know, half of it for me is just like Jessica. I wanted to help him. So I said, hey, you know, we kind of got together. He need he just came off an injury. He need to get out there and show us. So we got a four fifty. I actually bought one for Jessica so she could ride, and then uh-huh. she got hurt. So he ended up riding that 450. Alan Brown, you know, we got with yeah. Alan because Alan's a, f- a friend of mine, and, and uh, we've talked, you know, sponsorships for years and years. Yep. He's one that's trying to think outside the box. So he might be the guy. Yeah. So he needs to keep thinking. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, n-fab. Check him out on the website.com. Um, but you don't sell direct to the public. you got to go to the distributor. Your local tire and wheel shop will be able to We help have you. distribution truck, like yeah. any local. It any, could be a trailer supply place. It could be an off-road shop. It yeah. could be an aftermarket shop. Yeah. I mean, you can even go to Pet Boys in some places. And, and, and so. And how's SEMA for you? Is it a big deal for you? Is it a big chance for you? Is it or is it? SEMA is basically where you debut your 2013 goods. You know, you bring. You know, like I got uh-huh. two haulers over there in the parking lot and. Trucks that we fixed up, and you know, and you pay to be part of it. Uh, you pay big time, right? So, but it's worth it. It's a, it's the biggest show in the country, right? I think it's it, I think it's worth it, but it's one of those deals where if you're going to be part of that industry, you got to be there. Yeah, everybody from all over the world comes. This is your one chance this to try it. to 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 get with the people, the Dodges and the Jeeps and the you know all the different people, and and uh, right. it's yeah, so it's necessary. If you're not there. They're wondering why you're not there, and then all your, your competition's going. Oh, yeah, going, yeah, 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 you're, you're going right. out of business or whatever, which right. is, you know, so it's um, it's almost a have to. How's your guest coming, Watson? I don't know, Steve. It's not good. Well, it's obviously up my game a little bit with him not being here. Coming so in good. nine minutes, nine minutes, you know, only nine minutes to the top of the show. His first guest not panning out. Look at Tits. He's fuming. Um, let's read some emails. All right, here we go. Uh, a lot of emails this week. Lot, not so many voicemails, but lots of emails. Uh, Mitch. Mitch says, uh, I agree with you, Mathis. This year's Monster Energy Cup was much better than last year. Plexiglass wall ride when the starts combined would be great. Oh, a plexiglass wall would be bad. Um, the third moto was so exciting with the anticipation of Barsha needing to take the Joker lane, knowing that Tomac was closing in and had already taken it. Mitch. I agree. Monster Cup was good, right, Thomas? Well, I watched it. Uh, I was trying to get ready for SEMA, oh, you know, so okay. I couldn't be there. But right. uh, I wanted to be there, obviously, with with uh, all the stuff that I did, you know, right. for Infab to yeah. to. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought as far as an event and all that they did, I th- I thought they hit it out of the park right, on TV. Right. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Oh, wrong number. Oh, all right. Um, Mitch Mitchell sent this in, Steve. What the fuck up was with what the fuck was up with Nick the last show? Huge fan, but he was about as intriguing as Stillwell. P.S. Did Ricky demote Kent to truck driver? Mitchell. Uh, yeah, Nick was down, but I thought he rebounded pretty good by the end. I thought he was uh, really mellow to start with. Started slow. Right. Uh, next email from Michael. 
Hey, Mathis, I meant to call in last night during the Barsha segment. I did not hear you guys touch upon the comments Villapoto made towards Barsha in a, during an interview on TV. He was saying how Barsha rides with no respect towards the other riders, and he won't be able to get away with that in the premier class. I have to disagree with him. I think Barsha has a very competitive and aggressive style, but it makes for exciting racing. He shows his respect after the race when congratulating each other. Do you think the veteran 450 riders feel as though they deserve too much room and shouldn't be bagging bars anymore? Was wondering why you guys felt about that interview. Thanks. This is only my second time listening to the show, and I love it. From Michael. Yeah, did you see that interview? I don't know if you watched it on TV. Uh, Villapoto was like saying, I, he's, you know, he needs to calm down. That stuff's not going to work in the big class. Kind of kind of gnarly for you know for something somebody that hasn't raced yet in his class. Like, he was surprising. But that's what, what he's supposed to do, right? Well, I just thought. Wait, Bam Bam said that? Villapoto said it about Bam Bam. You know, no, I ain't taking. I'm not taking anything away from Justin Barsha. That guy rode awesome, but um, everyone has to remember that wasn't. That's not the same track that those guys are going to race. Mm-hmm. There was no whoops. It was ten laps, and it's going to be good. Right. Um, he's going to be up there. What about Villapoto saying that he's too aggressive and that shit won't work in the four? Is that just like a? Well, dude, that's what's coming. I mean, that... These these kids are coming up. Right. That's what right. it needs, huh? That's what the sport needs. I think Wilson, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at it, it's just the same thing with, you know, when Ricky came into McGrath and then Chad came in on Ricky, you know, then James came in on yeah. Chad. I mean, they're just going faster. They're more aggressive, and that's what right. they got to do. Right. And I think that's what's going. I think the sport does need it. I think, I think right. it's going to make it more interesting. And I got news for you. What? I, I, I really do not believe that last year was a fluke with everyone getting hurt. I think there's going to be a lot of injuries this year because those guys are definitely pushing the envelope. And they will. Yeah, well, I ho- let's hope not because it wasn't good. But Me too. Yeah. I hope to. I don't right. want to see anybody get hurt. But those guys are going to take chances and, and ride the way they're riding at the Monster Cup um, when they get to the first race. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Manny. If I'm one of those guys, I hold her back. Hey, can I say that uh, Barsha has infab parts on his Toyota Tundra? Of course. You, what do you mean? You already did. You just said it. Yeah. We got we to gotta send and I got to work it in there somewhere. After this show. You can send me a bill. Uh, I'll stack it up with all the other ones. <laughs> Manny uh, says, hey, so the last show you guys had a team manager personally asked Mathis for help on a lights rider, but none of you guys listed anyone good. Jimmy D. Jimmy Dakotas. Yep. Come on, guys. Small dude that rips, and he was never given the opportunity to show Geico his potential with a knee injury. I enjoy listening to you guys. Keep it up, Manny. What about just what about Jimmy Dakotas? I don't know much about I don't know kid. much about a kid either. Um, he hasn't really done that much to, to you know. What has he done? Uh, that's a good question. He's been injured. He's, yeah, I think the year before he was, uh, you know, just outside the top ten ish, ten ish guy, you know, around there on a on a on a, on a Geico bike. So, um, Dave sent this email in. Thanks for the great show. I've only woken up to it in the last six months since you left me hanging for the charity truck ride along. I don't know what that means. Loving Kenny and his attitude and that Route sixty six hat comment stole the show for me. You're such an ass with that guy. <laughs> the Finnish guy is back all pumped on his Route 66 hat. <laughs> guy was, from Finland came and he had a Route uh, 66 funny. hat on. I go, I didn't know anyone bought those. Things. I always wondered who bought <laughs> that. stopped at a truck stop in between yeah, here and I always wondered who bought that Arizona. shit, Watson says, <laughs> yeah. and now I know. Well, they have a, but you got to stop at any truck stop, which we, you know, we just drove two trucks from uh, Texas. There's there's a. And fab trucks? Were they in fab trucks? Did you want to hear a funny dollars. story? Yesterday I was playing poker at the, at the Red Rock, and this dude sitting across from me had. Like some freaking like Las Vegas hat on, yeah. And and I look at him, I'm all, 
where are you from, Europe? <laughs> and he goes, Germany, why? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, the hat kind of gave it away. Oh, shocker. So I'm trying to, like, I'm just rapping to the guy. He was a cool guy. And then we're rapping, and the guy freaking busts me out for 200 bucks. Makes me walk. I don't even know what that means, bust me He knocked out. me out. Oh. He took my 200 bucks. All so I know. you actually gamble in this town? Not too much. Um, all I know is the Giants came through for me big time. I told you they would. Yeah, they did. Uh, okay, so Dave says, uh, that was pissed funny. Loved it. Looking forward to A1. Hope you can come through with another ride-along offer and hoping it's Kenny's team as I think I might even outrank him and join the long list of bosses he has over him. The ride-along. Oh, yeah, yeah, the the thing that we did. I was wondering what he was talking about. It was a guy from England that rode with your team for two weeks. We Craig. You give the money to Partridge. Uh... Man, his chin is going to be full, but I think he has a face for it, although I still don't know how he squeezes all that head ears and all that under that H&H hats. Faithful new listener from Oz, signing out later, Bucko. P.S. You live in the land of great opportunities, so why, oh, why would you choose to drive a Ridgeline, palm it off and grab an F truck, and really fly your colors? Well, Bucko, suck it. <laughs> bad night for Ridgeline owners tonight. Yeah. Ridgeline's a great truck. It's a Honda. How can you go bad with a Honda? That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. I know everything. Okay, so we're not going to have... Um, I guess not. Okay. I called him and his goes... Mike Healy's not going to come on? He's over it, I guess. He, um, I, I mean, I'll show you the Texas. If he... I, I believe you, buddy. I believe you, little buddy. If <laughs> we, buddy. If we... If we comes back on, you can get him on at another time during the show, but not next because we're coming up with Trey Kennard. Next. Um, what about Chad Sanders' team? 1110 mods on a Yamaha. It's awesome. Blos is not eligible for lights. He was all over that. Blos is not eligible. Who else can he get? Well, I heard, Lieb, no, I heard he was... Jimmy Dakotas. I heard they were doing one guy with Alex Martin. They're definitely doing Alex Martin, but they're looking for another guy. They're doing it out of the box truck, too. That's what's sweet. They're still keeping the box truck? Yep. Love it. Yeah, that's awesome. They're going to be a factory-supported team out of a box truck. Say, how's that awesome? What? How do you get other sponsors if, you know... I know a lot of these rigs don't have a lot of stuff in them. Right. Yeah, I know they're you know, empty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which you guys have talked about on the show. But with a box truck, I mean, doesn't that limit their ability to? Um, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's not my problem. I think I think it's no? so cool. <laughs> you, I, they don't even put anything really on the side either. You think it's cool because it's old school. You lived out of box yeah, truck. Yeah, because I you're right. Decades? I drove I drove a box truck for uh, seven or eight years on the circuit. Yeah, tuning many privateers to top finishes. Top so you're saying these uh, mechanics now are kind of. Because you get to fly uh, the races? Yeah. Or? Pussies? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Exactly. I didn't want to say yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they don't come like, like me and Kenny no, back in the old I days. No, I have a lot of respect for the old guys, yeah. Kenny? Or Berlute. Berlute. Talk about a guy that's done it all. Tony Berluti on Watson's team. Hey, is uh, Kenny G coming back? I was wondering about that today. No. Looks like those, it looks like Muffin, Velocity 3 Racing, is coming along. So is, is that still? They are. Is that I Kenny G's deal? Yeah, he's part okay. of it. All right. So. He's part owner of it or yeah, something. Yeah, they're going to have an announcement probably in a week of bikes and maybe riders, I don't know. Mm, good for them. I uh, um, wish them the best. BTOSports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, our own Jason Thomas now working at Fly Racing. Tech One Designs, thank you Tech One for the graphics for uh, Swisscore, uh, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, Black Ops Moto. Kenny, have you got your Black Ops Moto yet for your team? Yep. You should, you should try it out. Um, more horsepower? Better spark, better throttle response. I'll help Josh Hill out on the track. Thanks, everybody, for uh, for listening. We've still got Trey Kennard coming up next. Thomas from NFAB is going to stick in probably for the whole show. 
We got Michael Lieb coming up. He's in Holland. We're going to call him in Holland. He's over there racing. He really wanted to come on tonight. And uh, Mike Healy may or may not be on. We're not really sure yet. But um, hey, if you've been having trouble with the uh, Pulpamex app, uh, just go to the app store on an iPhone and get the new update. And uh, close it out of your box uh, by double-clicking the home screen. That wasn't me. What was that? Was that you? That was my daughter. Oh, that was weird. Sorry. Um, Let me turn that I off. I thought that was you. Nope. I should know better than you be interactive during the show. No. I'm. Uh, get the new Pulpamex app. It'll work better. We're working on a droid. It's going to be a couple days for the droid. Uh, we're going to take a commercial break right now. And then we're going to come back with Trey Kennard. Thanks for listening to the Pulpamex show presented by BTOsports.com. This is Mark Pellegrino. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, and you're hearing Kenny Watson with the little man's disease and that other idiot. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, STEVE, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting whole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radiators, braces and more works connection is the company that is killing it in northern california and proud to be a sponsor of the pulp mx show as a matter of fact enter pulp mx upon checkout and save 20 percent off your order producing helmets since 1948 agv merged with dynes in 2007 birthing a renewed commitment to top of the line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. 
The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top writers like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the xbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, Geico Honda, number 20. I use free gun underwear. You guys should get some too. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X-Game star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing, Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? 
Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you. bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. What it takes. So tell me why can't this be love? Tits. Why can't this be love? Why can't it be love? Welcome back. Coming at you on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. From 19, from 1986, album of the year, Van Halen 5150. Living in the past. Really? Living in the past? <laughs> That's funny because I don't I don't call it that at all. I call it living when times were good. Yeah. Yeah. Coming at you. What's up, Watson? Are you mad about your guest falling through? The one time you get a guest for the show and he, and he falls through? Right, one time, is, huh? What, is, that, is that why you're upset? One time? One time no, guest? No, not one time, but... No, you know what? I'm kind of worried about the dude because that's not... He's pretty much... You know, he says he's going to do something. He usually does it, but I hope he's all right. Yeah, we got some emails and some tweets about him coming on, too, that people wanted to uh, express their, um, their gratitude towards Mike, so... You think in any way he found out that Tits is the producer and that and then he bailed because of that? It's I don't probably, know. That's probably it. Um, hey, we're gonna come up with Trey Kennard right away. Muscle Milk Honda, Honda Muscle Milk, Trey Kennard. Thomas from NFAB is gonna hang out. Um, 
I think for the show. I, I hope so. For the show? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, Nothing else is doing Vegas. Right? Yeah, I know, huh? Pull that mic up a little bit closer. You no, he's talking about you coming into the show like you're going to sponsor the no, show. No, I meant here tonight. If he's not, let's kick him out right now. Let me tell you, he, he's gotten free plugs and made fun of Ridge Well, let's lines. do this. And made fun of Ridge Lines. Why? Not good. He can stay as long as he keep, take, makes fun of that car. Well, my buddy uh, Donnie, you know, little D or whatever, is yep. always giving stuff away. Let's give away a set of bars. All right, let's do it. You know that. what I mean? Let's give away Renfalls? Yeah, Renfall yeah. bars. Uh, uh, I, can go, I can go down to the local store and buy some and send them to the guy. Um, <laughs> some fat bars. Let's, let's, you know, okay. As long as they don't have a red line, we probably have a part <laughs> for them. Now, pardon my ignorance. Those are steps. You looked at my website, didn't you? Yeah. Did you? Didn't you? Didn't you do some pre-game stuff? And I saw an original line. I saw an original line shit, and that was it. So I was, that out. was it, I X'd out of it because I realized that you're obviously not a real company. Yeah. Because if I don't sell Ridgeline stuff, then uh, right. I need to. I need to go find something else to do. I got some wheels from from David for my Ridgeline. Dave's a good guy. Hook me up. Yeah, insole. They look good. His his son's uh, waiting on tires for him still though. Waiting on tires. Ah, you know, you play your cards right. I might be able to get you some tires. I got some connections. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, uh, who's this? So you guys think of a good question. Okay. We'll give away uh, a set of Infeb bars. Um, okay, all right, let's do it. For yeah. any kind of truck, for any sort of... Any kind of truck. Also, again, but pardon, my, pardon my ignorance. They're steps. They are steps. They're steps, yeah, okay, right. I guess, yeah, should we, yeah. In steps, right? Because you yes. make a lot of different parts. Right, they can yeah, get on right. the website and yeah, okay. we'll bar, it's a bar steps. that goes right underneath. I say the bars. Door. You know what? My life's about bars. Yeah. So I think everybody knows Indoors what I'm talking and out, about. Right. Yeah, it's like you know, so steps are what uh, we build, but we also have light bars and other things. But I think right. the steps are okay. what we sell. Eighty percent of what we let's, sell are uh, steps. Let's uh, let's do something. Yeah, let's do a contest or something. Um, are you gonna get our guest on? Can you can you please? Yes. Or are you doing the other thing? I was trying, but I can do it real quick. Yeah, do the other thing after you get the guest on. Because we said the guest is set. We're late already. We're already late, and he's a factory rider. And he's very volatile, probably due to uh, hang up on us anytime. Hey, we're going to have Trey Kennard on. We're going to have Michael Lieb's going to come on. JT's coming back on to uh, talk about this cool BBMX, BTOsports.com VIP program, Kenny, which uh, I know you're a fan of. And uh, we're just hanging out here in the studio in Las Vegas. Um, Monster Energy Cup just happened. We need to talk about our show schedule, Watson. If we're coming in next week, the week after I'm in Bercy, so we can't do that one. We got to figure it out. I meant to talk to you before the show, but then yeah, you came I, in at nine I'm minutes. gonna we we might take a couple off because I'm gonna be uh, next week Monday. I can't come in. Oh, you can't. I have to go testing. Okay. And, and then, then next week I'm in the Bercy. week after that I'm gonna be right. mounted up. I got to have a surgery. I'm in Bercy. That's it. Okay. Well, we'll figure something out. Um, I, we, we if we were a professional show, we'd talk about this off the air, but we're not. Right. Hey, suck. our next guest uh, coming in as uh, one of the one of the uh, big guys this week this year in Supercross. Looking forward to seeing him out on the track again. None other than Honda Muscle Milks Trey Kennard. Trey, what's up, man? Not a lot. What's going on? Thanks for coming on the show, bro. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's it's been a little bit. It so has. It, it's been a long time, and uh, I was looking, and uh, yeah, it's been been forever. Yeah, I think uh, last time I was on was like right after I got hurt. Yeah. But, oh, you know what? What? Right after I got back from Africa, I think I was on. Was that it? Okay. That was that was it. Um, hey, so you're back, you're riding, you tested at the Supercross track in California all last week. Um, how's it going? It's good, man. I uh I'm I don't know, there's there's like two sides of me, you know, the the one that's like, man, just just pumped where I'm at and then you know, the other side that kinda wants to push, 
you know, keep pushing and pushing and pushing. But, um, man, I think we're, we're in a really good spot from, from where everything was to now is just, I don't know. You you kind of think about the progression. It's just been, um, it's been a huge year for me as far as, you know, coming back from, from something big and, you know, learning a lot and, um, it's been good. Uh, is it true that you're going to need a letter from Kenny before you start at Anaheim One to signify you're ready? Uh, you know, I um, <laughs> I'm hoping I get one because I'm getting a dirty look from Watson. Uh, well, dude, <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed because you went and raced before I had a chance to do it. When you went down there and, and sandbagged and took all the money from the privateers at that at the Whoa. that Tyler race. Oh man, dude! Did you donate the money at least to a good cause? Uh, y- yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, yeah. Hope you I don't even know to, what you're talking about. I hope, Trey, you gave it to the, I hope you gave it to the Africans, the kids in Africa. <laughs> no, Trey, actually, uh... Trey Ray? What? I gave it I gave it to the moose. Um, good good job, bud. I, we, I, we wrote him a pretty good check, too. That's awesome, yeah, dude. That's awesome. I mean, it wasn't much, but, right. um, I, you know, hope, it, hope the guy's doing well. So Every little bit counts, bud. Will you release Kennard for Anaheim, Kenny? Yes. Okay. Since he did that, yes, you're he's in. released. You're in, Kennard. You're in. Oof, man. You, you know what? Just a sigh of relief just hit me right now. You don't even know. I'm just grinning so big right and, now. And Care Bear, and Care Bear will be happy. Also, everybody will be happy. I don't think she's ever going to get over it, but it's all good. <laughs> I, still, I still got nothing but respect for that woman. Um, hey, I want to ask you, though. Like, So you have, you have some metal in your body from your back injury. Mm-hmm. Um, how is that? Does it affect you at all riding? And, and I mean, that, that's pretty gnarly. And obviously, we've seen Doug Henry come back and and be uh, and win a national championship and all that. But is it weird? Does it feel different? Is, any, is everything exactly the same as it was before? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. So far, so good. I mean, um, you know, in the beginning, it felt weird. You know, like just because it felt like there was something kind of there. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that that's the case, but. Um, just not getting used to it and then not getting used to those, um, those vertebrae not moving, you know, the disc not yeah. moving. And basically, you know, I can't tell much of a difference because the ver- the vertebrae that I broke and the ones that they fused, they don't actually move side to side or forward or backwards. So, uh-huh. um, basically the only movement that I've lost is up and down. Um, I've, you know, no restrictions as far as, um, completely twisting and everything like that. I've, I'm actually, right where I was before I got hurt. Um, it's just a matter of those vertebrae not, not going up and down. So, um, so far so good. I mean, I haven't had really any trouble. I mean, I've gotten sore here and there, but, um, I think with any injury, you're going to have that coming back, but, you know, especially a back as well. So, um, so far so good. You know, I haven't had any like pain, pain. If I have had any issues, it's been stuff I would have gotten, you know, kind of before that. And you didn't do any Supercross at home. You were doing outdoors. And then so your first day at Supercross, I guess, was at the Honda track? Is that? No, I rode like five days at home. Oh, did you? Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. Yeah, I rode outdoors up until uh, the, the Pro Challenge. I just went down there and really I just wanted to get a gate drop on anything. Right. So right. Um, um, went down there and there was a lot of guys down there. and That was good. And then came back, rode Supercross and went and tested last week. Right. Hey, Trey, have you taken a hit? Have you fallen yet? Have you taken a hit? And like you're like, that's out of the way. It was like... Pretty much like when Peyton Manning came back. They were right. waiting for that first hit just to go, yeah, I'm good, let's go. Right, right. right. <laughs> Have you had one of those yet where you just hit the ground and you're like, all right, I got that out of the way, I'm fine? I mean, right off the bat, you, you kind of are looking for that, you know? Like, oh, uh, man, like you're really <laughs> cautious, and then you're like, 
you kind of fall over and it's just like a progressive, you know, but, um, I've had a, a few scorpions where I've kind of like, what's that? Wash the front end and then the, my legs kind of almost want to touch your head kind of thing. Uh huh. Um, but no, so far, I mean, no, no problems. No right. issues. So. Um, uh, Hey, can you relay a message to me? For me? Can you relay it to your buddy, uh, um, Albertson, Jimmy Albertson. I appreciate the tweet. I just couldn't tweet him back. He shot yeah. me. He shot a pretty sweet tweet out. D- did he? What was it? Oh uh, no! It was just about the whole uh, controversy everyone's causing oh. over us hiring Hill and Watson screwed Chisholm. I don't know if you heard. We 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 tried him out like it was a tryout, and and your guy goes, "How about a tryout racing all year? That's a tryout." <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah well, this, Albertson got burned pretty good. Yeah, and, I heard um, that. I heard that. That motor concept. So, yeah. sure. There's a little bit of bitterness towards the whole tryout, tryout thing. Oh well. Well, how on a scale of one to ten, how bad was Kenny's decision to go with Hale, Trey? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, wait. Look at Honda. Honda picked up Trey just like that. He's he's been hurt two years. Oh, not two years, the, but yeah, the, yeah. The the cool thing with with Hill is just the story, you know, and, and I hope the best for Josh, you know, it's cool that, right. um, he has this opportunity. I, I think, you know, looking at it from like the hurt rider type of standpoint, I'm pumped for Josh because, you know, this might, you know, might not have been, but his last opportunity, you know, but, right. um, I, I know Kyle gets something good. So, um, I don't know. It, it's really not too much of my business, but, I'm, I am still for Josh, that's for sure. I will say this, too, and I've told Kenny this on the show. There's not too many teams out there who would probably pay Hill, I'm guessing, fifty grand over a couple of years to basically try to get healthy. In this sport, yeah. in this yeah. sport, you get hurt, you're done. And, and it's, it's commendable. Commend- it's, it's, uh, commendable. 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 <laughs> uh, of Kerry. Of, uh, and uh, Kenny to keep Josh uh, on the payroll and really against long odds and hope that he was going to get better. And now that he is, they they signed him up. I, I think that's that's noble. You know, look, it's Trey. You know how it is. These guys they forget about you once you get hurt. That's the price. Yeah, that's the way you guys and, and that's exactly why I said I was happy for Josh because right. um, it's just people are are generally you know so quick to forget about you. You know, to, yeah. I don't know to kind of change things. You know, based upon your health. So, right. I mean, Honda uh, did the same thing for Trey, pretty much. They could have, they could have said, "Oh, nope, we're not. We're well, bringing I mean, back Brayton, yeah, and had, you're had, done." They had Brayton, who did well. And yeah. I mean, they believe in Trey. They have money invested in Trey, and that's what they believe in, and that's what they went with. So I didn't hear everyone coming down on Eric Kehoe and talking crap on Honda. Uh, Kehoe doesn't have a weekly radio show, so no, that had nothing <laughs> to do with it. Uh, I didn't see. Yeah. I didn't see. Brayton going oh, on Twitter, tw- tweeting, tweeting, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks for wasting my time, you know. Ch- Chisholm wears X-Brown goggles, by the way. X-Brown goggles are a choice of champions everywhere. Um, <laughs> but, hey, Kyle's good, dude, and I, like I said earlier, man, I respect Kyle, and I want the best for him. I hope, you know, things work out for him, and, like, you never know what happens down the road. I mean, that's why yeah. you just don't burn a bridge in this industry, and uh, you got to keep it keep it. If legit. you have a question for Trey Kennard, 702-586-7857, call in and uh, ask Trey Kennard that burning question you've always uh had on your mind trey i want to this is uh obviously probably a sensitive subject and i hope care bear is not listening but she probably is so but i'm gonna ask it anyways um lots of people talk about uh 
you know, you riding <coughs> differently. The way you ride has gotten you hurt. And, and I'm not saying that I'm just internet chatter. Do you adjust your riding to try? We, we know you've had two, inj- two injury-filled years. Do you adjust your riding at all? Do you think about it? Are you exactly the same as you were when you were winning Supercrosses? Or is it a change in your mentality slash riding style at all? Yeah, I think uh, I, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, the documentary called uh, Senna of, of Ayrton Senna, the Formula One driver. I have, yes. Yeah, in there he talk, kind of talks about um, you know they ask him the question you know he crashed more than any other Formula One driver this that and his question or and his answer was you know once you quit taking that that hole that chance that opportunity that mm-hmm. that's when you become no longer a racer a racing car driver and right. and that's how I feel too you know I feel that. Um, the, the time that I stopped, um, really riding how I feel I'm capable of riding and, and riding to my full potential, that's, that's the point when I need to stop. Um, but having said that too, I think there's a little bit of maturity that needs to, to happen. And I feel that, um, that is happening. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. doing my best to, right. um, to pick my battles, I guess is, is probably the right. best way to put it. And, and, um, and even saying that, your crash at LA really had nothing to do with you. It, it, you were avoiding. You were doing a smart thing, you know. Um, so it wasn't anything really that you could have done wrong. Yeah, and, and that's that's the the thing, you know. Is at LA, I wasn't really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was kind of trying to ride like everyone was kind of want me to ride, and, <laughs> and right, and, right. And, and you know, it got me in trouble, but. You know that's the thing is I'm just going to go off my instinct, you know, and 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 ri- when you're riding like that, that's when things are working, you know. But yeah. when you start to think and second guess and and try to to get away from your gut instinct, I think that's when things um, go bad. And two, I don't think that that me as a racer, I don't think I can perform that way. And um, you know, if I'm not in this thing to try to to win races or try to be up front, it's hard for me to. You, to to be a racer. So do you think Care Bear got mad at me for asking that? No, I think you're good. Okay. I mean sweet. I don't know. It has been a question that's been asked to me several times, even right. um at the WPS self meeting. I I got asked that same question and <laughs> right. you I mean, know, it's, it's kinda I don't know, I can I can get frustrated about it or I can just right. you know, kind of Answer be okay with right. it and You know what's crazy? Uh you know, Kyle no, Partridge what's, what's Kyle Partridge had a, a pretty a spinal cord injury too. And he had, uh, I might be wrong, I want to say one and two or two and three fused. And I was really skeptical, and I'm like, dude, why do you want to keep racing? Why do you want to keep doing this where there's that chance something could happen? And if it's a 1% chance or a 3% chance, it doesn't matter. There's still that chance. And he said, you know what? It's the chance that I know that it, it could happen, but this is what I do, and I have to respect that, just like I have to respect what you say. You know what? If this is what they do, this is what you do, like yeah. in the, like Aaron Senna. You know what I mean? And I think you know you're in a different category than a lot of people because you have the you have won races and you can do it. But for a guy like Kyle Partridge, that I I don't want to say he that he's you know not going to win or not make main events, but I think he has potential to do okay. It's it's really hard, I think, for a kid like that. To go do anything else but race his dirt bike because that's all he knows, right, right. and that's you yeah. know what I mean. And and I I have to give it was a really really hard decision for us to to just you know to do what do we help him? Do we don't help him? Do we you know what I mean? And do you screw over Canari, right? Yeah, but I I I think that's 
an awesome, you know, theory that you have with that Aaron Senev documentary because I watched that too, and, I, and uh, it, it totally makes sense. Let's go to some calls here for Trey. Jeff, what's up, man? You're on the line with uh, the Trey Kennard. Hey, Trey, what's up? Uh, just wanted to say thanks. Um, 2010 at Redbud, you tossed your jersey. Excuse me, your jersey out into the crowd, uh, and you caught it. Ended up re- wrestling a guy for it. Yeah, and <laughs> we <laughs> ended up pretty much slicing it in half. I just wanted to say thanks for uh, taking the time after the race to sign it. I greatly appreciate it, and been a huge fan, and can't wait to see you see you back out there, 2013. Uh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. That means a ton. That was uh, a special day for sure for myself. What day was it? What what, what race? Uh, Red Bud 2010. Oh, that's your. Yeah. That's what started the momentum. You wrote. Yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah. Um, that was uh, the first race win in the outdoors. Was that it? You're, was that the first one you ever got? I didn't realize. I yeah. thought maybe you'd won one before, but no. Okay, yeah, yeah. That that started your season rolling. Um, that was it. Jeff, thanks, man. Thank you. All right, next call for Trey Kennard, Brian. Uh, Brian, what's up? Thanks for listening. Uh, what's your question for the Trey Kennard? Hey, good evening, guys. How are you? Good. How are you, man? Good. Uh, Trey, you may or may not remember me. I'm the blind guy that you met at the Atlanta track walk in Loretta's. So, uh, you may or may not remember me, but, um, anyway, with the teammates that you have, that you've had in the past and with, with Justin being your teammate this year, uh, cause you've had a lot of teammates. Which one do you feel that you clicked with the best when, when you were there? I mean, was it Blake or Josh or one of those guys? Good like, question. Good question. Man, I I, uh, I remember you for sure. That was uh, yeah, I think Atlanta 2010, and then I saw you this year at Loretta. So well, track walking. That was exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think um, actually, Jeff. I think I've met you. No, Brian. Brian, I've met you, haven't I? Uh, no, I sent you a Facebook message and thought I was going to meet you, but I never did. I'm, I'm friends with Weech, so he okay. might he might have said something. Yeah. Who knows? Well, but I, who I, knows what he would no, said? Yeah, no but, offense, but a, a blind guy, uh, Atlanta, seems to ring a bell with me. So yeah, yeah, that's me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's a pretty tough question. Um, and I think what I'm here for. My my my, my, uh, my favorite teammates ever is, is probably Brayton. Um, yeah, I don't know. We just we just kind of hit it off. And uh, yeah, because like knowing you, I mean, obviously I don't know you as well as I do just uh, as well as I do Justin Barsha, but. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of thinking. Wow, that's quite an that's quite an uh, a mix and quite a yeah um, quite a tandem. Just two different personalities. I mean, both of you guys have been great to me, but uh, you know, I didn't know kind of what maybe personality wise. You know, both you and and Blake being um, pretty strong in your in your faith and very uh, vocal about it. I wasn't sure if you know, if you and Josh Grant. Maybe I wasn't sure, hmm. but Brayton, good yeah. question, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. No, I, I I get along great with Blake as well. But um, sure, I, I'd say and, and Josh Grant too. Even in the beginning, we kind of had uh, a little bit of struggles, but even in 2011, <laughs> we, we hit it off really well. And um, but I yeah. think I think Brayton just we have very similar um, kind of demeanors, and I don't know, just yeah. a, just a really good and, guy. Uh, so. Brian, when, when when did you go blind? Have you always been blind? I wish I had some cool story to tell you. Like, yeah, in 1996, I lit my eye out with a firecracker, but I don't. I was actually born that way because uh, I have a condition um, that most, a lot of people don't have. It's actually a one-in-a-million condition uh, called optic nerve hypoplasia, and I won't okay. go into the yeah, medical yeah. for that. But, so, you, yeah, you've never, yeah. never had sight. Wow, that's uh, still a nope. fan. 
One in a million. One in a million. Dude, I'd go buy a lottery ticket if I were you. Uh, one in a million. Put some in the past. I mean, I say it's one in a million because it's it's a very, very, very rare uh, form of blindness, and it's uh, well, it's a pretty uh, it's pretty radical deal. So well, it's cool. At least you can listen to Halen and stuff like that's you know you can't that's, see. That's him, right. But, yeah. How are you a fan of moto? And you, you like, yeah, dude, exactly. so, hey, did you ever see that dude ride the motocross bike that was blind with Mickey Diamond? That was pretty crazy, I, right? Yeah, I got a text from a guy named Kyle Keelan, and, and he said, dude, you got to check this out. And uh, and I did, and, you know, I mean, it. Like I got to walk the Atlanta track in, in 2010 because the biggest thing is I want to be able to see when, like especially when the webcast was going back right. back in the day, I want to see what these, or I want to be able to hear what these guys are going through and be able to feel it. Like I want to I know how big whoops are, how big a triple is, you know, not being able to get on a dirt bike, and but being able to imagine, okay, um, this triple is this high, or the whoops are this uh, this length, or mm-hmm. you know, I really right, didn't right. understand what a timing section was. Right. Um, but I got a good idea of all that um, from, walking from that. And, walk, yeah. You know, my biggest thing with moto is it's all it's all sound based. Now, I I love all the sports and love the camaraderie of of the stick and ball sports, but the different thing is. It's totally based on sound, and I think with Moto too, um, Moto is so trust based because being blind and also being a person of faith, um, trust is so key in the fact that you are not only trusting you and yourself, you're trusting uh, your your abilities versus your opponent's abilities, all while being in the air. So mm-hmm. I think it's so much more of a trust sport than anything else I can imagine. And it just really, really fascinates me. I wow. love it. Well, hey, man, thanks for calling in. Too bad, we, too bad Moto doesn't have ride-along like NASCAR. That'd be pretty sick, huh? Right, <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, Trey, go take a lap hey, with, 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 with uh, Brian on the back. Put a side hack on it or something sweet. Car, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always joked that I wanted to ride with uh, with Barsha, but that's like a suicide mission, so maybe that won't happen. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Hey, Thanks you know what we could do for him, though? We could do that thing like Pastrana does. Take him down to Pastrana's and let him do a backflip into the foam pit. Oh, jeez. Oh, hey, get that set up. You um, like that? You like that? Thanks, Brian, That's for calling. Awesome. Thanks, Brian, for calling in. Um, Trey, uh, you, you know this question is coming. You knew it was going to happen at some point. Um, How's Timmy? <laughs> <laughs> he was out in California last week working he, he with did. you extensively. Yeah, he was he was doing good. He actually didn't get a uh, plane ride out there. He just kind of levitated there. Um, How do he look? How do he look? Like is he is he fit? Is he still still keeping his figure? He, he's pretty fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he hadn't crashed over the dark side yet. Looks like he could be podium speed, probably. I'd say, I'd say second, second or second or first. He's right up there. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say third though. I mean, he's got third yeah, covered. Right, right. No, that's he, about standard for his career. <laughs> <laughs> uh no but you're working with him again he's uh he's helping you out and uh i guess talk about that a little bit yeah no uh kind of back in the in the swing of things with timmy which is good um he went and did some testing for um sam Manuel for six months or so mm-hmm. um, he's actually back on board last year um just yeah. kind of you know the injury and stuff right. kind of slowed things down but uh, no, it's good. It's it's awesome. I'm really really happy with the thing, way things are working. Um, we're still kind of working with Dean Dean Gulch yeah. from CPS. Uh, so Shui. It's, it's cool to have uh, that that scientific side of things, and then 
you know, that kind of middle ground with Timmy. They kind of can communicate to Dean and then as well can help me writing. So, um, I'm pumped. It's good to have him at the test too, because he sees things that uh, maybe I can't feel or maybe I don't notice. And then he can kind of throw in um, what he's thinking. So I'm pumped, man. I'm excited to, to get to the racetrack again and get to kind of utilize them there too. How is the uh, how's the 2013 bike? Well, obviously, you're going to say you love it because you know you do probably. But what does it do good? What what do you really like about it? Uh, the the thing for me, that, like right off the bat, is just the ride position. Um, you you kind of hopped on the the 09 through 12, whatever it is, and I always felt kind of uncomfortable, like seat to handlebars mm-hmm. kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like a pocket actually now you can actually sit into, and bars don't feel so far away and, and kind of awkward and it, it feels like a normal motorcycle to me um right which is, which is good so that that was the thing right off the bat it got me but i think overall just the geometry of the thing it just it's central you know there's, right. there's not a, a lot of front and high stuff or big kicks or anything like that and mm-hmm. shit I, I you would love the yellow bike then Oh, oh boy! Oh yeah, Watson loved green last year and he red the year. the yellow and bike. red the year before, but now he loves yellow. It's really oh, weird how that man. works. Oh man, God! I thought the green bike was good, Kenny. Green bike is good, but now yellow though. The yellow is might be a little bit better. What about the red though? The red was good. The reds are good too. <laughs> hey, is uh, is Big B is Big B still uh, Trey's mechanic? Big B's still on, on board, man. I well, wouldn't have it without him. Well, Big B's got infep on his. Uh, Oh, hey, no, hey Thomas, Thomas, come up. Thomas the just throws the infab. Uh, uh, yeah, you're ridiculous. You're 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 out of hand. Um, th- th- but he has uh, Big B. Ha- is Big B does have some infab on his Tundra? Did he pay uh, for it? Sure. No, sure he did does. not. The Big B quite possibly it worked for more riders last year than any other mechanic in the history of the sport. Uh, Cole yeah. C- Cole Seely, Tommy Hahn, Trey Kennard. Help me out. Will Hahn. Will Hahn. Is there another one? Um, maybe can we say no? We can't. Okay, maybe that's it. But four, four and guys. Four, got him uh, in his truck every time he went to go yeah. help his rider. You're you're getting a bill. <laughs> you're definitely getting a bill. Uh, hey Trey, um, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Good luck with everything. I guess you're coming back out to Cali before the season at some point, right? To test some more. Yeah, I think I'm gonna come uh, right around Thanksgiving sometime, probably a little after. So. Wait, let's actually let's talk about Top Jimmy. What's Top Jimmy up to? How's he doing? How's that going? Um, he's good, man. The guy is always smiling. So that's he's always... on he's on red too. Yeah, yeah. He just he bought a new uh, 2013. So uh-huh. he he said it was the best bike he's ever ridden. So <laughs> wow. Uh, I mean, and he's not getting paid to say that. Right. So. Stamp it. Uh, yeah. And Greg, uh, his brother, you still your practice bike guy? Still all yep. working, yeah? Everything good there? Yep, still slaving away, man. I don't know how the guy does it, but right. he's there for duty every day. So Right on. Um, well, hey, man, looking forward to seeing you back on the track. I know like I know we're friends and, and all that. As a media guy, though, your story, can you come back to, to your winning level, is is really interesting and intriguing to me. Um, I, you know, obviously, if you do it, it it's going to be a phenomenal story because – you know, when you went out, you were one of the guys that on any night could win the race, win the whole damn thing. So, uh, can you, as a media guy, can you get back to that? Will you be able to get back to that? That's fascinating to me. And as your friend, I hope you do. It's going to be cool. So, thanks, man. I I, uh, I feel like uh, everything is in place 
But uh, I'm, I'm going to do my best. And that's, that's all I can ask for. And right. hopefully, um, you know, everything's pointing in the right direction. And, you know, at the end of the day that, uh, you know, I can kind of put God first and, and whatever it is. And, and um, I, I'm just thankful to be riding a motorcycle. I can tell you that. And uh, I tell you, uh, getting a win would, would kind of put icing on the cake. And Kenny will give you that release for A1, so we're all good there, too. You got my Perfect. blessing, my friend. I, I wish nothing but the best for you and success. <laughs> Thanks, man. You, you too, even though that people are mad at you right now. <laughs> hey, they're always mad. It's all right. <laughs> even though people are mad at you, it's okay, Kenny. <laughs> it's all right, It's Trey. like Trey's younger than all of us, but he seems older than us many times. Yeah. <laughs> he's so, he, he's he gets so it. wise. He's so wise. Uh, thanks, Trey. I appreciate it, man. And, uh, yeah, we'll be in touch. All right, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right, see ya. All right, you guys. This uh, is what happened. Honda Muscle Milk's Trey Kennard. Uh, thank you, Trey, for coming on. I I kind of uh, wanted to redeem myself from you know my one guest not coming on okay. and blasting it. So I had to call an old friend to come on the show tonight, unannounced. You can bring him in, Steve, and just ask him who his name. He's right. online five. He's online five right now. Excuse me while I rejig everybody else that was supposed to come on next. Just hit him up. You're going to enjoy this. Oh, I'm sure I will. Hey, welcome to the Pablo Mech Show. Who's this? This is Scotty Sheik. Scotty Sheik. Hey, George. Yeah. What's up, Scotty? Stevie's face just lit up. What's your oh. What's your middle name? George. Oh, George. It's late where George is. Dude. No. Actually, actually, I'm I'm watching a little bit of TV. I winded down. Um, I'm at Georgia practice facility. Oh boy! Whoa! Come back! Come oh, back! Oh boy! <laughs> getting ready! I'm getting ready. Get, getting ready for the mini O's. Wow, dude, you're serious yep. now again, Scott. You're uh, Shiki well, is back. I went to I went to Loretta's this year, and I and watched you. You got smoked. Man, it's like the guys are getting serious. Right. So what? So, uh, where's, what Iron Sheik needs to come out, dude. The Iron Sheik needs to it. come out. Hey, someone, that's someone it. tweeted me on Twitter that they seen you at English Town, and you had your, you had snot running out of your nose, and, no goggles and you were on screaming. Uh, no goggles on, I think too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What happened there, English Town? Goggle failure? Oh, I, no. Oh, oh, yeah. It was muddy. One that was on Sunday. No, I, I ended up winning like the plus twenty five. I did good. Oh, did did you but, uh, did you just want to thank your pregnant sister for coming out and your friend Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, what? So what's up, Shiki? You're gonna race uh, mini O's, and, and I mean, is this sort of yeah. like a mini comeback for you? A little bit? No, yeah, you know, I, I just I'm still racing full time, but I'm working with a lot of good kids and. Uh-huh. And that's what I'm mainly down here with one of the kids that I'm full time with, Hunter Hankel. We we're members here at GPF, and we'll stay, we'll spend the whole winter here, and mm-hmm. I'll train him, you know, the whole time. Plus, right. you know, I have a few other ones that I do help. You uh, know, and then part of the deal is, you know, I ride too, which is really beneficial. Oh, you still ride dizzy? Well, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. when you know, When's Watson coming to wrench? Like when do we get the super team back together? Oh, dizzy! Oh, he's 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 way too busy for me. Oh, God. he'll never forget his roots. Who me? You, although you didn't take him factory, Shiki. You didn't take him to the factory team. Hey, Shiki, you know what I was? My choice. Hey, 
hey, you know what I was thinking about? Do you remember the night when we were in Millville and we're in the room and you're all, I got to go. I'm like, where are you going? I got to meet with Roger. And I'm like, he's like, I'm going to go. I don't know what I'm going to do. I got this Honda deal and I got the Suzuki deal. And I don't know what I'm going to do. And I go, all right, well, just do the right thing. And you're all, okay, later, Dub. <laughs> Dude, I walk down the I, – I, I'm in the room for about a half hour. I walk out of the room to go downstairs, and Sheik's just standing in the hallway. And I look at Scott, and I'm like, what did you say? He goes, that guy told me if I didn't sign with Suzuki, I'll never be anything. And Scott was devastated. He goes, I couldn't believe he told me that. Who, Pat Alexander or, or – Roger. Roger. Oh. And I go, so what did you do? He goes – I didn't sign. <laughs> I wouldn't sign after he told me that. He goes, I'm riding for Honda, and I'm going to prove him wrong. Wow. You remember that, Cheeky? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, what Shake uh, was Devy, dude. He was so devastated. He was. Did, did Watts' name come up at all at Honda? And did you say, I want to keep him? Like, Did his name ever come yeah. up as, an, as a consideration? Yeah. Yeah, I actually did say something. And they said? They, they said no. They had somebody. And they had Bobby. Remember the road race guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the guy that put your. That's the guy that put your. Uh, remember your first race you went to? You came over and you call. It's metal to metal. I don't know what's going on. And you started the bike and it was vibrating. And he put he put the what do you do? Put the crank in bad or he he put it in with a hammer. Yeah, yeah. And it was all out of balance. Sheik was pissed. Yeah, I don't really remember, but I just know <laughs> there was a couple few things. But, you know, we all make mistakes, though. But it is what it is. Right, right. So, Shiki, how you doing, man? How's how's life? How's your family? How's your health? Is everything good? Oh, great, great. I got to go. I, I went bow hunting before I came down here, so I got my deer. Oh, and, boy. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just, I've been, man, I've been full-time racing again. Were you in the tree so, stand? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. boy, yes. Yeah, because uh, I know that you had some little health problems there, and I'm glad to see you overcome those. And I seen you in Loretta's, yeah. and you looked like you were in pretty good shape. And uh, yep. you were walking around Loretta's looking dizzy as usual, just walking around, just checking shit out. You know, I have to keep it going because if I don't, if I don't keep if I don't keep it going, I just uh, my body tightens up, and you know the age is starting to kick in. As long as that brain doesn't start tightening up, we're okay. No, I, they gave me they gave me medication for that. So. <laughs> well, oh, that's good. go figure. Nice to hear. Uh, yeah, you know what's cool? We were going to have Mike Healy on tonight, and uh, he was going to tell his story. I don't know if you. Um, I I read his I read his article, and I, I I I was awesome. I like. I was like I had no idea, and because because Mike, I that was one writer I I looked up to quite a bit. Because, um, you know, from when he went over Europe, and, and he just always stood out, you know, because of the rebel he was. But, um, Gunner. And then once he was, once he started training with kids out in Southern California, and I was out there practicing, I used to see him just about every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I got to talk with him, and we became, you know, a lot, you know, as friends. And, you know, I, I, uh, you know, he's a good guy. And, um, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was, uh, you know, and I was away for quite a while too. So, you know, reading that, um, you know, I never knew that he went through all that that he did. But um, right. it was it was a, a touching article for sure. Yeah, you know, you guys. I mean, it's kind of cool because 
in a, in a way, you guys went down the same road, and you guys both reeled it back in and 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 got a grip on it, where a lot of the guys, you know, haven't. And you know, that's you know, that shows a lot of character from you guys that you guys can do that. And you know, mass kudos. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't know what it's to overcome that, and you know, a lot of people don't know what you went through. And you know, I think it's pretty amazing that he could come out and tell his story like that and just let the you know everyone know this is what i did i'm standing up for what i did i'm not trying to hide from it and i want people to learn from what i did and i think that's awesome yeah yeah for sure um hey uh scott thanks for coming on man appreciate it hey scott no problem yeah thanks for calling me and you guys man awesome take care thank you very much hey scott have fun down there buddy say hi to your family for me okay Uh, all right, I'll talk to you soon, bud. All right, All right. take care. Thanks. See you, see you Okay, bud. <laughs> Scott Sheik, everybody, coming on. Uh, oh good, boy, good call, Watson, on that. Oh boy. Um, let's get uh, let's get JT on to talk about this uh, this BTOSports.com program. Uh, Eric Johnson emailed me and said he was going to call Mike and get him on, but uh, I don't know. Um, don't yeah, know what happened. he. I I don't know what happened. I mean, I hope that he's okay because uh, I talked to him earlier in the day. I know he said he had class at seven thirty to nine. So okay. he's uh, doing some going to going back to school and, and yeah. turning it around. Right, right. I mean, I, I've talked to I've been talking to him, you know, mm-hmm. just uh, about everything because me and him kind of crossed paths. Um, right, I would say at the beginning of what was going on with him, and I kind of um, was around him, mm-hmm. and I kind of you know seen it coming, and the people that were around, and I I, I bailed from that situation, and you know, Micah he got caught up in it, and you know, we talked about a lot of things, and. You know, I, I I just really hope that uh, people can respect what he is uh, has has done with his life, and you know everybody you know makes mistakes, and people have to you know move on, and I don't think people should be judging him for his past. I think they need to, you know, uh, let's try to get him on again. Yeah, yeah, yeah for does, sure. I think it'd be a out. good story. JT, yo, hey, what's up, bud? Hey, buddy. Uh, hey, um, one of the things we we want to talk about, we want to get you on and. Do some tweet at tits segment and talk about that a little bit. But uh, um, what's going on with this BTOSports.com team VIP package? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, um, for sure. It's something that I'm going to be – we've done it for a few years. Um, we just really haven't promoted it that, you know, a lot. Um, it's just kind of been a little under the radar and uh, it's been hit and miss on when, we, when we've done it. Um, but basically mm-hmm. – what the deal is, um, every Supercross, we have, uh, like you said, it's called the BBMX VIP Experience. So it'll probably be changed to the BTO Sports VIP Experience. But uh, anyway, we, we take up to four people a weekend. And uh, basically what we offer is they're really just part of the team. Like they, they have a team shirt. Um, you know, they're with the team all day. They do track walk with me. Um, you know, I'll take them around and uh, introduce them to... You know, guys that I, I have good relationships with, Chad and some other guys, and, um, you know, they hang out in the truck, watch team video. Um, you know, basically, they're, they're, it's like a one-day deal where you're a full member of the team. So kind of a unique kind of offer that I, I'm pretty sure only our team does it. And uh, so, um, you know, some of the details, it's it's uh, $500 a person, which, you know, gets you your pass, your picture, um, you know, Full access for everything all day, right. um, and we we offer some packages which I can get into if if they uh, you know on a per person basis if they want to contact me. But right. um, yeah, it's just a, it's a pretty cool thing. I, you know, I've I've watched uh, you know Carson has handled it the last few years, and 
just time wise, he really doesn't have that much time to do it. And, you know, I can kind of dedicate uh, myself to doing that because I don't really have any other, you know, duty at the track. So, right. um, it'll be a cool experience. You know, I'm, I'm excited about it. I've never really gotten to do it. And, um, you know, it'll be cool interaction with me with the fans. Uh, and yeah, talk about, a reason to be at the races, talk so. about what they get for 500 bucks. Well, yeah, you get, uh, like I said, you get a full, um, you know, you get your full access pass, which you can't buy. You know, you get on the, you get track walk, you get, uh, you know, team shirt, you get, um, full, you know, like hospitality at the race, dinner, dinner with the team. Um, we're doing goodie bags. Uh, BTO is going to supply us with some bags and we're going to, you know, get, uh, some sponsors to help us out with some promo items and stuff. So that'll be different, uh, every round. So I can't really promise you what they'll be. Um, we're going to do like a photo thing with the riders and, uh, I'll follow up with that and, and, get those, you know, printed and mailed out or whatever after the race, um, you know, posters. And, you know, I, I need to finalize stuff with chat, but I want to, you know, kind of walk that down to where I can, you know, basically skip the line and, uh, you know, maybe get like a couple of minutes FaceTime with them and, you know, say hi or whatever. So, right, right. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good deal. I don't really think you can kind of do that anywhere else in the sport. And, you know, cool, our yeah. sport's kind of unique where, you know, you're actually able to interact with the riders a little bit. And you're going to be spearheading this program. Are you going to be in a better mood than you were at the races when you raced? <laughs> yeah, well, I think uh, if anybody, you know, anybody that knows me can tell you if I'm not actually racing, I'm a totally different guy than I am True. on race day. And True. So, yeah, it's just kind of stressful for me at the races. I, I feel a lot of pressure on myself. And uh, when I'm not racing, I, I'm just, you know, I'm my normal self. I have fun and, you know, low-key and laid back. And uh, so that's that going to be fun. It's going to be a totally different kind of experience for me to to uh, kind of shed some light on all the you know because there's there's little things going on all the time at the races that i think most people don't see or don't realize what's going on mm-hmm. so um i get to kind of you know share my experience and insight with people and that'll be cool um no i think that'll be cool and uh it, like you said it's totally unique um the guys really get to be part of the team don't they yeah absolutely i mean i, I know we've had a bunch of repeat customers, and uh, I think that, you know, that speaks for itself is, you know, if guys do it once and then they, you know, if they come back, obviously there was, you know, there was a reason they did it the first time and then the experience was good enough that they want to do it again. So, mm-hmm. um, and we really do treat it like, uh, like they're part of the team. It's not like, oh, yeah, you're, you're just, you know, you're in the way or whatever. It's, it's not like that at all. We, uh, we really try to incorporate them and to, you know, there's no really closed door, you know, stuff that goes on. If we're talking about settings and, and what we want to do for the night and team meetings and all that. I mean, they're right there. So there's, uh, you know, there's no, no, uh, secrets and no hiding stuff. It's, if you're, you know, you're part of the deal, then you're right in the mix. So, um, I think it's, uh, it's a cool deal. And I've actually, you know, have, have guys that I see all the time at the races now and, uh, just because they've done it a few times. So, well, I'm um, kind of looking forward to, to continuing that. What we did, uh, tonight is, uh, we actually got a guy who's taken part in this, uh, in this program, and uh, okay. he he couldn't be pumped. He couldn't be uh, happier, and that would be uh, Tony Blazer. What's up, man? Thanks for coming on the show. How's it going, guys? Hey, uh, thank you for uh, your Classic Steel, GP Classic Steel program on Pulp, and uh, everything that you've done, man. It's, it's always been uh, it's been pretty cool. I, I enjoy doing it. It's a great great time. I love writing about that stuff, and I, I learned a lot, too, doing the research for it, so it's uh, it's yeah. been fun all around, I think. And then, of course, all the people on Vital MX owe you a great deal of thanks uh, for all you've done uh, on there. So I think I'm one of the few people that doesn't get blasted on Vital MX. <laughs> yeah, really, right? No, no shit. Hey, uh, you've taken place into this BTOSports.com 
VIP program, and I wanted to have you on because uh, what did you think of it? Was it worth the money? Uh, how was it and all that? Talk about the, that experience for you. Yeah, I tell you what, it was one of the coolest things I've ever done in my whole life. It was an awesome experience. In fact, I even wrote an article about it on your site if anybody wants to look it up. But it was a, it was an awesome day from start to finish. I mean, if you're like a motorhead like me, is growing up around loving it, and it's it's so cool to be on the other side of the fence and get to actually go in the semi. And you know, um, I'm it was awesome. I, mean, I got to stand there and watch uh, JT and. Uh, Gurky go over their times and talk to Frank, and I just kind of lurked in the background and tried to stay out of everybody's way, but uh, everybody was totally cool and gracious. Karsten and Forrester, two of the nicest guys mm-hmm. you're ever going to meet. They're really cool dudes. Uh, they made me feel 100% welcome. Um, it was just an incredible experience. I mean, it was like um, when I got home, I told my wife it was like almost like an out-of-body experience for the weekend. It was like I stepped into somebody else's shoes and got to live a fantasy you know, for a day. It was really, really cool. Um, well, that's cool. Yeah, it, it worked. So it worked out well for you. You'd recommend it, huh? Oh my God, I, I love it. I, anybody who has any dream of going behind the scenes or actually being part of a team, it is well worth the money. I mean, if you figure, you know, the tickets alone are going to cost you, you know, you know, hundred bucks probably or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Five hundred bucks actually isn't that much if you consider what all you get it get out of it. You know, it sounds like the stuff that JT's doing now is even better. Uh, you know, when he was he was actually racing, I went last year. So we, I was kind of like just hanging out with Carson. He was very busy, but we did, there wasn't like a dedicated guy, you know, taking me around and really showing me mm-hmm. what was going on. It was a little more free form, and it sounds like what he's going to be doing now is going to, you know, maybe take it to the next level for sure. It'll be even better for the people who get to go. Um, yeah, yeah. What was your favorite part of it? You know, I, I think actually being, you know, on the other side, it was really cool when they were doing <laughs> it was a silly thing, but when they were signing autographs. You know, I'm used to being on the other side of the fence, and it was kind of cool being feeling you get the team shirt on. You feel like, I mean, people don't know who you are. You might as well be a mechanic or a technician. They don't know. It was right. kind of cool being like a member of the, the team for the day. You know, all the people are looking there. People come up to me and ask, you know, where the riders are, whatever. You know, they, they, you feel included instead of being like an outsider. And it was just a really, really cool experience. And, of course, uh, hanging out with me and Weege was probably pretty cool, too. Well, that was cool. I mean, I don't know if you'll be able to guarantee that to everybody. No, yeah, definitely the, cannot the, the bench racing was probably the best part of the day, for sure. Um, well, for extra fees, I probably can guarantee <laughs> that, you know. Um, so, JT, um, this is going to be kind of like uh, uh, your little baby a little bit. You're going to be running this thing, huh? you spearheading it and, uh, and everything. JT? Phone's not very good tonight. We've lost JT. We lost JT. Um, <laughs> and you did it for the Atlanta round. I did for the Atlanta round. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Right. And uh, are you gonna do it again? Oh yeah, for sure. I I I told Karsten after we were done. I said after uh, after doing this, anything else would seem like such a massive disappointment. You know, to, <laughs> to go back to the old way, I'd be like, this sucks. To just like going to a supercross and paying for it uh, like a normal person. Exactly. I mean, actually, you know, if I think about it, maybe the best part was the track walk because, you know, I'm like, you know, like any Yahoo, I've raced for many years and stuff, and you you look at the track from like the 10th row and you go, you always wonder, can I do that double? I think I could do that double. I have no illusions about busting the triple out of a corner, but you look at a lot of the track and go, hey, that's probably doable. Then you go out there and walk and you're like, you've got to be nuts. I mean, just the finish line jump looked like, you know, the Snake (laughs) River Canyon or something to me. It was so absurd. Um. Yeah, no doubt. Um, JT, you're back. Yeah, sorry, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but uh, what you're, you're asking me, um, 
yeah, it's definitely my deal. I mean, I'm the contact guy for it. I'm handling all of the, you know, details and, you know, um, kind of organizing everything. And I'll be in contact with everybody, you know, all weekend, you know, before and during. So, uh, you know, I'll be the one taking them down to watch practice and around the pits and, and to watch the races and everything. So it's definitely my total deal. And uh, it's kind of under the team banner, obviously. But, um, yeah, like you said, it's kind of my baby. So. I'm pumped on it. I'm excited about it, and, uh, you know, it gives me kind of something, something to do with the race and gives me a reason to be there, so that's that's the most exciting thing for me. Is this every race? Yeah, I'm going to miss a couple, and that's, you know, something I need to um, go over. It's, there's like two or three that we're not going to – if we do offer it, it will be Carson or someone else running it, um, but I will be – I would say 95% of the races I'll be at, so um, – you know, that that's the good thing is uh, I, I know the ones I'm going to miss, and it's like Anaheim 1, Anaheim 2, and Dallas, just because I have a race yeah, and yeah, an indie trade show and a few things. So. Right, right, right. Um, right. But, yeah, I mean, uh, the overwhelming majority of them I'll be there and, and running it, so it'll be good. Yeah, it be cool. I, I think that uh, this is something that people can really uh, sink their teeth into. It should be fun. What Where can where can someone um, contact you for, about this, JT? Yeah, you can. Use, there's a few different ways. Like our, uh, we're kind of going through a transition with our website. Um, they're basically it's been BowerBrothersMX.com for years and years, but they're kind of transitioning everything over to uh, BTOSports.com. So in between that time, um, you can either contact me through the feedback on PulpMX, uh, or you can just email me directly. And my personal email is uh, Jason36 at AOL. So if you're interested, okay. um, contact me there and. I can line you up what weekend you're looking at and get it all handled. So, um, yeah, should be. Uh, we have plenty of time to get everything organized and uh, have a lot of work to do on my end. I want to make it uh, as professional as, you know, a lot of these things are going to be, you know, once-in-a-lifetime type deals for people. So I kind of want to, you know, make the most of that experience for them. Right, right. Um, Blazer, you're going to do it again? What do you know? I will definitely do it again, Which, for sure. I guess you're in Washington, so what race can you go to? Um, well, usually I go to Atlanta. I went to Dallas, um, like two years ago because I wanted to check out the new stadium and that place is so cool. But uh, Atlanta is great because I like not having to deal with renting a car. You can take the subway from the airport to your hotel. It just makes it easy to get around without hassling with, uh, rentals and stuff like that. Plus, Atlanta is always a great show. You know, the place is always packed. And it is. It's a good race, yeah. There's a cool, cool vibe about the place that, you know, I've been to a lot of different supercrosses and to me, I mean, I guess Anaheim 1 would probably be the coolest one to go to, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's a heck of a trip. But uh, as far as something out here, Atlanta's always such a great show and has a cool vibe. It's definitely the one to hit. JT, uh, how many people do you limit, or do you limit? Yeah, we're doing. We're going to do a you know, four-person max per okay. weekend. All right. And really, really, I think we could do more than that, but I, I want to make it personable for people. I don't want them to feel like it's a field trip, you know what I mean? Right. I want, right. I want to, you know, be able to spend time and get to know each person and, really have one-on-one and, you know, answer questions and, and have that whole experience. So um, wow. I think we could, if we made it cheaper and then added a bunch of people, it would just kind of water down the experience. And, right. you know, some people might leave feeling like they were just, you know, another person. And then, it, too, it may, you know, if you get too many people, then it kind of crowds the truck and it kind of turns into chaos. So. Instead of meeting Reed, maybe I suggest you just take him to meet Timmy? <laughs> yeah, but Timmy, I, I guess if Trey's back racing, Timmy will be there, so... That, yeah, that's, uh, that's but doable. Could you think of any anybody less dynamic, though? Hey. Well, hey. the problem is that you're so up in his grill and just bothering him nonstop that I don't know that I could ever get any FaceTime with anybody. That's an excellent point. 
All right. So, uh, all right, Blazer. Thanks for coming on, man. <laughs> it was my pleasure. You guys have a nice evening. Um, all right, Chad. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks hey, again, and uh, and keep in touch, man. How's the weather, by the way? Hurricanes going on right now. Oh man, we're getting uh, well. The power is out, and we're getting the hell blasted out of us by wind and rain right now. It's pretty pretty gnarly. It's been out since like three o'clock. Oh really? Oh wow. Yeah. And JT, everything's good in Boise. Yeah, man. It was uh, amazing weather today. But I leave for England on Wednesday, and it's supposed to be yeah. really nasty there. So. Are you gonna go to Bercy? Am I gonna see you at Bercy the next weekend or no? No, it's two cards that weekend. Oh, okay. So you're going to England and doing some work, and then going to Stuttgart the race. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, you're gnarly. I've been told that before. <laughs> Blazer, thanks, man. Uh, we'll be in All touch. Right. All right. Take care. All right. See ya. Um, that's the Tony Blazer, JT. Um, our our power went out on our on our on our server. Oh, is so that we're happened? not streaming right now. It's not us. Uh, okay. It's on the the hurricane is hit. But we're going to keep doing uh, the show as like regular. You didn't lose a stream, did you? No, no, your, I, no, uh, no. I got all that. We're recording. It's good. all good. But the, the hurricane. Don't has, ever cross streams. Make hur- sure you never cross the streams. <laughs> the hurricane has hit. Don't cross it's, streams. Um, let's, do, let's do Tweet of Tits. Let's do that. Can we? Yes. All right. We got a lot of questions from a lot of listeners. And uh, these are the best of the best. Let's do Tweet at Tits. BTO Sports. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. So, Tits, these are the best of the best? The best of the best. And we got JT on to, uh, to answer some of these. Of course yep. you do. How'd yep. that dog get up? I Here, have no I, idea. I, I blockaded him, and Tits, I you did, hate I, dogs, and it's I hilarious. I certainly didn't let it's him It's hilarious up. that you hate dogs, and she came right to you. <laughs> She's coming to my back. Please. Right. Annie! I'm hiding food in there. You knew her name, Kenny. That's so sweet. I didn't think you cared. That dog 100 years he old? He cares. No. It's 100. No, it's about nine. <laughs> nine? Yeah. Uh, Do they I'll, die about every two years, and it's a really sad day? It is. We got the ashes downstairs, Thomas, if you want to see them. Maybe you could build a little NFAB grill for them. Oh. No, I'm just saying to hold them. You know, you can make a little. Uh, who's Jeez. on the phone? Um, Dustin. I didn't have time to get his oh. question, but cause... Dustin, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Good. You, you made the shirt for JT. JT, you got the Dustin shirt. I did. Yes, I did. And I have. Uh, I okay. have his jersey here in Boise, ready to send out. So where I need the, to make sure I do yeah, that. Yeah, where the f is his jersey, bro? Why are you screwing him over? <laughs> hey, I'm not, man. My wife's been. 100% chaos for the last two weeks, so I apologize. Well, I understand. I understand. I know where I was just uh, want to make sure you got it and stuff. So. Hey, JT. I did, yes. I appreciate it. And I have your jersey actually all set aside, ready to go. I just need to get it get it to the place. So. Hey, JT, speaking of jerseys, you never believe what I found in my closet. A jersey? Yep. <laughs> nice. Carrie Hart so signed. What kind of jersey is it? Carrie Hart signed jersey to JT. <laughs> oh, what? I never thought it was coming. Yep. What are you talking? Oh, JT, you went around. You went around well, to all these guys and got jerseys from all of them. It just kind of, it kind of cheapened you a little bit, JT, to me. Why? Ah, it just cheapened you a little bit. I'm you know? still a fan. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I was, a, I was a fan before I started racing. I was a fan of riders while I raced against them, and I'm going to be a fan of them now that I'm not racing against them. It's just how it is. Hey. If it cheapens me, then that's your problem, Steve. S- Steve. Hey, do- why are you all over him to get his Bradshaw jersey if he's he he's that guy? Well, he because. Has- I want the Bradshaw jersey or the J&B jersey. Yeah. Ain't going to happen. Hey, Dustin. Yeah. You got a truck? Yeah. What kind of truck you got? Uh, I have a Ford Ranger. Thomas? Yeah. Do we have Ford Ranger? Does the back doors open or is it just two-door Ranger? 
Uh, just uh, two doors. It's got the cabin in the back, but uh, the, it doesn't have the doors uh, in the back. No, you need to get rid of that 84 Ranger, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dustin, no, I had, I had a Dodge Dakota. That blew up. I had to sell my dirt bike in the truck just to pay off the truck. Yeah. Well, economy, man. we were going to give you some NFAB uh, bars, but you're out. Yeah, I don't make it for a two-door Ranger. Only a four-door Ranger. Oh, shit. So close yet so far. Yeah. Away. Maybe you should <laughs> go sell your truck. Disappointment all over again. All right, Dustin. Thanks, bud. JT's going to get your jersey out. Don't worry. I know. You, you didn't right. win the bars. JT didn't send your jersey. And you gave JT something. You're getting effed in every direction. I understand. <laughs> hey, I wonder Pretty what much. kind of truck Sinjin has. Oh, yeah. He doesn't deserve it. Why? Sinjin, bro. Dude, Sinjin, dude, Sinjin has... Thanks, am, Dustin. Thank you. More people know who Sinjin is than you, Tits. Uh, hey, so That's our okay. power is out for our stream, so we're not streaming live. Right. Hey, do you think Sinjin so has more... it's hard to give away anything. Do you think uh, Sinjin has okay. more followers than uh, Tits? Maybe you can stream that fact that we have I, I, no I, control I, over anything and it's streamed. I said, I put out a tweet saying it was the server. I didn't okay. say if they'd be able to Right, we don't know if we're going to... Back in. Why don't I, you tweet that we're giving away a set of bars and for somebody's truck? And people call in? Yep, and fab. Okay. Is it at N- NFAB? Say what's that again? Your, what's your Twitter handle? Mine? Or you just have, Twitter, NFAB. You have NFAB underscore Thomas okay. or, N- or at NFAB Inc. Whatever you want to do, tits. Get a caller in. Um, I need some followers anyway. I got okay. like 23. Do the Thomas one then, underscore Thomas. Um, Hit this guy up. Tell, tell Mathis to retweet you, dude. He has 14,000. And I couldn't believe it. it. No, no. I just honestly, I mean, I'm sure you thought that tweet was dorky. Dude, but. I'm coming up, dude. I got like 2,200. I gave now. up on Twitter. Did you? Well, why? Because I'm I'm embarrassed. You know who else gave up on Twitter? Jason Thomas. No, I'm just embarrassed that I can't. You know, 23 people. I mean, give me a break. My life's not that interesting enough to you know. <laughs> yeah. Join the Is club. JT even there again? I'm here. Okay. Well, your phone's. I deal out, with some. So. I deal with a woman that is that has nine million followers. And another guy that has like Jenna Hayes, half a million. <laughs> you do deal with Jenna Hayes. Yeah. Uh, oh, who's got more followers? Jenna Hayes or Pink? Pink, right? Yeah. Hey, you know what? Think what? of that. Neither one of you guys follow me. So if you did, I'd have twenty-four, twenty-five. I'll do it. Yeah, honestly, so you dude, should you should follow the Pulp Show with all the plugs you've gotten. Tonight. What do you mean? I do. I follow oh, okay. you. Hit. How many followers? Know. How many people do you follow? Eighty-eight. No, no, no! It's the other way around. I'm a. I don't know what the. What JT, the JT, JT, we got to get eighty nine followers. This is this is what I'm your ninetieth. Oh, oh, there you go. There you go. See, See long as making long, yeah. as long as you have more followers than you follow, you're doing good. Okay, explain this to me, JT. You got to get back on Twitter ASAP. I will bro. explain it to you. Explain this. How I got on Instagram Thursday and I got a hundred Instagram people already. Just just Be, tweeting crap about because they like your trucks. Instagram. Well, yeah, exactly. The the, the yeah. About driving down the highway. All right, let's do this. Tweet right. tit segment. Yeah, These are the best tits. questions you got. Hey, can you ask that question? I don't know if you did, but it was late in the show. It was from a Connor guy. It was something to do with amateurs and salaries. Can you ask that question? I have to get JT's opinion on late that. Late in the show. Late, late before week? the show. No, oh, but late oh. this afternoon. Uh, yeah, let me ask this first one, then I'll look through it. And... Ask the first one, and then okay. look. Did someone ask about my red shoes? No. What kind they were? But they're, you look, but you look good. By they're Supras, by the way. Did you tweet a photo matchy, of Kenny? Matchy. I just wonder no. what kind of shoes oh. those are. Red Supras, the f- sweetest shoes on the market. Right. They don't pay. I buy them. First question from Matt Dorn. Please enlighten us on what is up with Valley Yamaha this or the Valley team. The Valley Steve team. knows everything about them. The Valley has split um, away. That's from, so funny. Valley has split away from Star, and they're going to have Travis Baker, two fifty West Coast. 
And I guess, JT, did you hear about Metcalf? Metcalf outdoors only? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, Metcalf is not officially mm-hmm. done, but pretty much outdoors only on the Valley Yamaha team on a 450, and Baker's going to be the West on, Coast? The, on the 250 West Coast. So they're only going to do one West Coast guy? One, one, one Coast and outdoors. They're going to have a one West Coast guy, and then both guys ride outdoors? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Huh. Baker got 10th last year in the points. What do you think of that, JT? Uh, I feel like it's going to be some one way, alone with truck. Excuse me. What, uh, why is Matty only doing super, or why isn't Matty doing supergrass? He's just not going to be ready. I think his wrist is still hurt. He's still doing what? rehab on Yeah, I'm just telling you, bro. I see Matty oh, at I, uh, Bentley's wedding, and, uh, I didn't really talk to him about his injury, but he looked like he was, right. you know. Do you have a cast on? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. He was holding his kid. That doesn't, that, does that not seem weird? Anybody um, else there? No, seems fine to me. All right. I mean, uh, what is it, like a 12-month wrist injury? Um, yeah, I guess so. Well, Rick okay, Johnson cool. had a lifetime wrist injury. Yeah. So. What, about right. our, what about RJ? Nothing to see here. Everybody move on. Right, exactly. Uh, next question, Tits. All right, I think this is the one that you're talking about. It's from Clint Connor. That's it, yeah. He says, should guys like Adam Cincerello and Troy Designs' uh, Shane McGrath be called, quote-unquote, amateurs since they are on pro teams, ride full pro bikes, and get paid. I'm going to go downstairs and get some coffee. JT and Kenny, Thomas, can you answer this? I, I will answer this very easily. Nothing has changed throughout the years of moto. Uh, from the days of, you know, if you want to go back to the days of Mike Healy, you want to go back to the days of Buddy Antonis, Kyle Lewis, Eric Kehoe, all those dudes, Larry Brooks, they're always, they were always factory riders with factory equipment on those bikes getting paid. Uh, so I, nothing has changed throughout the years. And, yeah, they, they are amateurs. Adam Cincerello, he rode one race, you know, and that's why they paid him for that big day. So that's what they're, that, it's a gamble for sure, and that's, what the, that's the way it's always been, and it'll probably always it be. from be. Vegas. That's what I say. It's a gamble. Yep, yep. That's why everyone says, why would you take Josh Hill? I said, we're from Vegas. We take gambles. There you go. Uh, Kenny, next question is for you. It's from Milan. I don't know if you remember him. He was in studio with his lady friend. Oh, um, the guy with the Sprute 66 hat on? No. <laughs> um, he wants to know what's going on with Tedesco for next year. Uh, you know what? I really cannot answer that question. Um, because I know, you don't know or because you can't no, say? No, no. Um, I don't really know what he's doing. Um, I know he's riding. He's doing some testing for Mitch Payton. Um, he's doing some stuff. I know Mitch, had, those guys had some injuries on their team, and uh, Ivan's a really, really, really good test rider, and um, he's doing that. I know he wants to race, and uh, shit, I hope he finds something because I, 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 you know, I'm, a, I'm, that's one of my biggest, I'm his biggest fan probably. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Frederick Olson wants to know what you and Steve, but Steve's not here right now, what do you predict regarding James Stewart's future? If he has another season in 13 like he did this time, what will happen? Well, I've been at the test track and seen James Stewart ride. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hands down, one of the most talented, fastest riders on a motorcycle that's probably ever thrown a leg over a bike. That kid is not a kid no more, but that guy – can can do work. Um, I think that uh, I think it might be one of those situations where you got to slow down to go faster. Um, I think he is such a guy that wants to win every time on the bike that I think he needs to 
the nights that he's not going to win is slow down and take a third, take a fourth, take a fifth, and then come back the next week. But he's never say die type of guy, and he will go for it all the time. Um, I I don't know his you know what his future holds for him if he has uh, another bad injury or if something happens. I mean, I wish the best for him. We're, we're kind of teammates. We're, I mean, our our guys work out of the same shop with him. We see him pretty regularly. So I mean, I can't answer that, but you know. Because he's got a two-year deal, so if he Who's gets injured against Stewart. James. Oh. They want to know if, if he has another season this coming, you know, in 13 like he did last season, chance ability that he hangs it up and doesn't even race in 14. No, I don't think so. Got a two-year deal. Yeah. Needs money. He's yeah. fast. Yeah. All right. Um, well, Randy Pond. Wants to know, Randy Pond. Is that your porn? Is that your porn name? (laughs) Why does Carmichael? Mine's Coal Miner. Right. Why does Carmichael not rep Dodge on his bike or his gear? Because he has a um, a contract with another manufacturer, an automobile manufacturer, um, that expires at the end of the year, and um, when that's up, he'll start sporting it. Yeah, he'll he'll run. Full, you know, our full brand. Mm. But right now, he has a contract, and he's mm. fulfilling his contract and um, doing what he needs to do. Hey, for the jackhole, for the for the jackhole in the chat room that says he loves the show, but it's has happened the, the 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 drops has happened three times. Don't listen. Fuck off. Hey, don't read the chat room, Steve. Get out of the chat room. Okay, it's, it's pissing <laughs> you off. Hey, is uh, you think uh, Ricky will do Loretta's again? Is he down uh, for that? I. I think he. I know he wants to. I just matters scheduling. I think that uh, he has a lot of things in the works right now about getting back in a car, and I know that he has obligations where he has to be at a certain amount of the the, the races, the outdoor races. So um, I, I know that he really wants to, and um, I think because uh, they were it, lying the fences, I heard. Yeah, I was there. It was pretty good, but he. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I think he, you know, getting into being the owner of a team and doing that, I think he's trying to take the next step in his life where he could, you know, try to bring home the same success he had as a rider, as an owner. And I really know, I, I really think and I believe just talking to him and seeing his passion he has for the four-wheel side, he really wants to go there and he really wants to, to get better at that and, and, you know, try to move forward in that deal. So right. Sounds like a full plate. Uh, Scott McElroy wants to know what happened to Langston Witt Racing. Scott McElroy. Is that Scott from M- McElroy? Or? No, that's McLemore. Oh, okay. Uh, they folded a shop. JT, what do you know? Anything more? I mean, Scott Witt just Let me tell you something. decided I, he was over it. I sat with Langston uh-huh. the want, Friday he, night before um, Steel City? Elsinore. Oh, Elsinore, yeah. Yeah, and then... It got announced on Monday, so I think it was pretty sudden. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was. JT, do you know? Anything yeah, about yeah. I think um, there was there was a situation that happened at Steel City um, that Scott wasn't happy about, and then uh, that continued into Elsinore, and it had a huge blow up on race day at Elsinore. Uh, and I, I think Scott just had enough. I think he just basically said, you know, this isn't worth it for me. It's making me look bad, and pulled the plug. Yeah, I, I yeah well, you know, it's crazy. Of... According to Scoops, there was uh, numerous amount of riders that were stamped that were going there. 
Well, I know that Christian <laughs> Craig had an offer, and then he backed out the last second. And oh, hit. there was some other guys, too, that had it going on there, Yeah, no, according to Scoops. Wait, good job scaring Scoops off the show, by well, the way. That's just what, I mean, Scoops, I have nothing against her, but, you yes, know, you it's, do. it's pretty hard for someone to. He doesn't like chicks. It's some, it, no, I don't mind chicks. I don't mind. I don't mind people. But if you're going to get involved and want to be in the media, you don't get in the media from reading the internet. You get you get your story straight and and you get it right. You know, tweeting the play by play of the races from home. <laughs> That's okay. I'm okay with that. It seemed like you're a solid okay. program, though. Right. To me, I mean, I was. Of course, I was they, into they're it. trying to get money out of you. Well, whatever. But I was. <laughs> I was into it. I thought. Um, I thought they had a good. You I know, know Red Dog is buddies with Scott Witt. Uh, the the owner because Timmy was uh, letting um, Scott uh, Ryan Zimmer was dating Scott Witt's daughter at the time I don't know if he still is or whatever and so somehow it worked into Timmy letting the Zimmer ride at Timmy's house or something and so yeah I think what like JT said there was just a lot of infighting uh, and I I like GL he's a good guy yeah, we've had him on the show he's guy. a good guy I was wondering though honestly and I'll tell Grant he's announcing at these races at Steel City and Elsinore. He's in the announcer's tower. His rider's pushing his bike off, Zach Freeberg, with a couple of problems. And Grant just keeps on announcing. And I I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not in that position, but that struck me as He like, should go drop the mic and get on the fender and help him push off? Or, or go back to the truck and say, what's wrong? How do we fix it? What's the plan of attack? What are we doing? To fi-? You know, like, wow, it, it that's, just, that's, I mean, I, I was like blown away a little bit. I think yeah. that's the mechanic coming out of you. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, Well, I, I think you have a point there. I think that GL needed to be a lot more proactive in that spot than announcing the race. You know what I mean? Like, well, what are you going to say job, about – His, what do you, his what job do you... is team manager. He need, if you're DNFing, I, and, and as – you know, I don't know the exact numbers, but I would be willing to guess they, as a team, DNF <laughs> over 50% of the motos. <laughs> I don't know if it's that That's high. That's not but, good. I don't know if like, it's that need, high, but it's a lot, yeah. Yeah, they need to be uh, – you know, every every effort and every you know resource needs to be you know utilized at that point to try to finish motos. Yeah, I don't know. And I and if I if I if I've, t- I've reached out to Grant to ask him about the team a few times, he hasn't got back to me. I would tell him the same thing to his face. I I, I wonder how much Scott Witt was like, what is going on? We're infighting, and our managers announcing, and what's happening here? Yeah, yeah. I know, I know uh, that he is very bitter. Um, Who? GL. No, the other guy. Oh, Scott. Scott. And I know that he wants I've nothing. I've never met him, but he's... I, I, don't, I haven't met him right. either, but I've had uh, an opportunity to maybe try to do something. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that um, what I hear is he wants nothing to do with racing. He doesn't want... On the on the business end of right, it. Right. Like, I know he's a motorcycle yeah, enthusiast, yeah. and right. he has some successful businesses, but I just found out that he just... But he, this is what a class act is. Uh... Les Smith had a contract with him, and instead of screwing Les, he's still going to fulfill the contract and pay Les yeah, for his Yeah, pretty for cool. Um, Sonny, you there? Yeah. What kind of truck you got, Sonny? F-150. Two-door? Two-door, four-door? Yeah, it's, no, it's a four-door. Are we good? Supercar? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're good. Now we're, yeah, we're dialed. Not ridge line or we're dialed, yeah. Two-door, Ford, uh, no Ranger. Ranger. Uh, Sonny, you've won, uh, thanks to Thomas at NFAB, you've won a set of bars for your truck. How awesome. cool is that? For the truck? Yeah. I hope it's not lowered. Not, bu- not bars uh, for we your got, bike. We got, uh, we got those Harley bars. Like Jessica I'll throw them on the truck. No problem. Yeah, dude, we're hooking you up, NFAB. Congratulations. You did it, guys. Um, 
All right, we'll just uh, put just, on. We're gonna put yeah. you on hold, and then Tits will get your information, and uh, we will pass it on to Nfab, and uh, you're hooked up, bro. Dude, Davey no, Millsaps sure. had to run a butt patch all year, but you know what? You're getting them for free, dude. No, that that I know you got love torpedoed. Those butt patches, <laughs> you're awesome. Can you run a butt patch every day? You can. Yeah, on, your, on, sure. your, on your pants, on your dickies. You got to have do an it, Nfab. Nfab tramp stamp. Hey, I'll run them up front. Thanks, Sonny. Later, guys. Later, bud. Um, there he's on hold. Okay. Sonny didn't see he didn't have to answer a question or nothing. Uh, I, we, you know what we play? Hey, Thomas, Thomas is Steve's world. Thomas, we we, we <laughs> do this game where we do trivia questions, and it just falls it, apart. It never ends up well. It never ends up no. well, mm-hmm. and nobody knows what the answers are. It's terrible. So, <laughs> well, I grew up in El Cajon. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know RJ and Burnworth and all well, those Well, that was that was where, that's where I was leading to. I was like, who would be my favorite writer or something like that? You know, you got to tie it together. Yeah, you don't understand our listeners though. They're not that smart. No, no. <laughs> um, we've done trivia contests where it's been painful, but we we can maybe do another time. Another no, time. it's fine. I just give it away. Uh, any other questions? Uh, I got a few. All right, so let's I don't do know it. How I don't know where do. uh, fuckface uh, I'm not went, sure where but, he just went. Actually, right. the next one was for him, but I'll skip along to from Kyle Harrell. He wants to know why Shorty was not at the cup. Why Shorty did he not is, uh, race? This is from Corey Moser. No, Kyle Harrell. A.K.A. Corey Moser. Uh, Shorty's still recovering. I feel, like I, should, I feel like I should answer this. This is like my, my deal now. Oh, yeah, like, That's my, right. my marquee oh, yeah, guy. One of them, anyway. Uh, Shorty had an illness, a little bit of a situation that had kind of been hindering him all summer, so he has uh, just started riding again and getting over that, and I uh, wanted to try to be 100% for 2013, so mm-hmm. um, he actually hasn't, you know, he didn't ride from Elsinore until just recently, so. Can you elaborate uh, on his testicle exploding? I don't think that happened. Um, a, hmm. some kind of, he gets some kind of viral infection, uh, which they finally diagnosed, so hopefully uh, that's behind him. They couldn't really figure out what was wrong for a long time, mm-hmm. so. All right. I don't think there was a testicular explosion, though. As you were no, alluding to. Where'd you get that info from? From your podcast with him. With Shorty? No, with Brooks. Brooks. Just oh. from this last week. Brooks said that? He said yeah. that. See? Yeah. <laughs> I need to follow up with this stuff. Like, I was <laughs> yeah, probably looking do. at the I was probably looking at, you know, pictures of Timmy or something. Yeah, he said he like could hardly even sit on the seat. I said, Wow, that's Yeah, uh, he did. Yeah, they, I think that's true. Like they tri- like it you know, when an infection kinda of moves around, you know. And I, mean, uh, did you I see? think at one time it was down <laughs> there, and then you it you know, moved again. But <laughs> did, I think it was sore did, subject there. Yeah, no, literally. Did you see him on um, uh, at Elsinore? God, he looked like a shell of his uh, former self. You know what I mean? He was barely able to. Yeah, I think. Right. Yeah, I think that was the you know the cause for taking almost two months off the bike. Is right. if it's going to be like that, then we don't even need to be out there. Right. You know? um, yeah. Hey, we're going to give away some free gun underwear tonight too. And we're going to make it easy on everybody because this is not being streamed live because our server went down in New York City. So we're just, this is all going to be in the archives. First two dudes to email pulpamexshow at gmail.com. First two guys to email. What they want free gun underwear will win. We just gave away two free gun underwear to, but we're not streaming live. So I'll tweet that out in a moment. You won't, well, let's, let's, or let's, you let's, let's wanna, not tweet just, it. Let's see how the archives yeah, do. Do an archive? Let's all see right. how early people listen to the archives okay. and when they get that up. All right. Um, um, next question. For right. Kenny. Let's, let's get the one for Kenny. Joe Wiles. Wants Kenny or? For Kenny. Okay. Who has Move the final cord, say on the RCH team 
Is it ultimately Carmichael or Hart? No, it's on your mind. On decisions gotta, impacting the no, team. You gotta go. Yeah. Uh, neither no, one of them. You. They. Uh, that's just the thing that people don't understand about this this whole program. It's pretty unique. Um, those those guys, um, and not even those guys. It's pretty much the whole team collectively um, sits down and talks about it. You know, that's the good thing about uh, you know Carrie and Ricky. It's People think that Ricky Carmichael is a big ego-driven guy, that he's making the decisions. He's really not. I mean, it's it's between all of us. Um, you know, everyone has a little say in it, and once we get hung up on one thing and we get stuck, we just talk it out and figure it out, and whatever's best for business, that's what we end up doing. Right. Must be a lot of meetings. <laughs> it's pretty hard sometimes. Because it's hard to, yeah, collectively make a decision. I mean, dear, it's like the thing over the rider thing that we just had to check, I mean, pick. That was That was very, very difficult. Because people had a lot of different feelings, and you know, everyone thought one thing or the other, and it was it was tough. It was totally tough. So, I mean, especially when it comes to the team, and now you got Suzuki involved and our sponsors, and we go to them, and what, we want to make them happy and with our decision. And it's not like you know, go go dancers and and, and DJ Boost and smoke shows no more. It's about you know, it's, it's a, a legitimate race. It's a real shame. Yeah, I'm not you're that. telling me. All right, two questions. Yeah. One of them. From our own Corey Mosier. This actually is from him. He says, other than making wildly mediocre videos, what does a dirt shark do for Monster, and why did Reed sport his butt patch at the cup? I, I, I mean, honestly, I don't know. I'm not the demographic, clearly, that likes those videos. Mm. I do know that they're, they're not as popular as they used to be on Trans World Motocross, because, probably because it's the same fucking video every week. But besides that... It's working out, clearly. What, what does he do for Monster? Marketing? I don't know. Kenny? Yeah, marketing. He, he's two-wheel marketing. Kind of like Eric Johnson with Eric Johnson? No, Eric or? Johnson isn't marketing. Eric Eric's Johnson. not marketing? No, he's okay. more media. Eric Johnson, uh, Ash is two-wheel marketing, so okay. he gets all the, he hires, you know, the freestyle guys, and anything, anyone that races on two wheels, he goes to... You know, he, he signs him. That's why Reedy sported his butt patch or something like that. I I would think that they. I I, I don't know. What's I, I, what's that helmet deal worth for Reed? I have no idea. What do you think? Hundred. Uh, uh, more than that, probably. More than that? Yeah. JT, you think more? Yeah. I would think more, but I I really haven't heard a number. But I would think more. Right, right. I, I didn't even, I didn't even know he was being sponsored by Monster till Mo till we got there. Yeah. And that's all year deal. That's not just a Monster Cup deal. That's a he's a Monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I, mean, I didn't see, even know about did it. You see so. pictures from from Australia? I mean, he uh, he's rocking. Yeah, it. I mean, I've seen seen stuff and talked to him a bunch, whatever. Yeah, I think. I mean, I, this is total speculation, and I hate to speculate, but I would have to say it has to be, you know, at least a couple hundred thousand, if more, if not more. I know. I know how Chad is about sponsors, and a deal like Monster, where it's a pretty big commitment. Like marketing wise, like they ask, they expect a lot, they ask a lot. Right. Um, yeah, he's not. I, he's I know not. how he is, and if it's not worth his time, he won't do it. <laughs> he's bails, right? I mean, right. look what I mean. Look what happened with one of his sponsors, where he just didn't like the way that they did things, and he just pulled the plug on him and walked away from a lot of money and didn't didn't even give it, didn't even blink an eye at it. That's what you need to do, Thomas. And Fab helmets. One guy, pay him a lot of money, put the helmet on him. What do you think, idea. Kenny? 
It's Kenny's the B two B guy. Yeah, he's, he's, I'm like right, thinking, right. no, that that's right? not going to work. Well, I mean, why not? I mean, if you look at it, if you look at like Millsaps, he ran that FML helmet. What do you think they got? Do you think they sold any pipes because he had it? It's just branding. It's branding. But it, those guys but are. That's. I mean, yeah. Those it's guys branding. Are, FMF. It's branding. That's, but it's for FMF. It's branding within the industry. Yeah, Sell exactly. Pipes. For exactly. Me, I don't know that it works that way. I think if you uh, okay, off-road truck driver, maybe. I'm the butt patch guy. I'll leave the helmets to the okay. monsters and the rock stars guys. All right. Is that you love the butt patch? Nah, I don't know, man. It's you know, it's. I'm uh, not a butt patch guy. I don't think. I think the butt patch is way overrated. Yeah. I just know when they stand up, you can see it. What, I do I, believe, what else? I can't believe Moser called. Every other spot on a rider's taken. <laughs> Name a spot okay, that's not taken. So you're telling For me? You're telling I, me? I think butt patches are the coolest thing you can do to personalize your stuff. I know exactly. Find the person, person, personalize yourself, not brand a company. What I'm saying is, okay, so when a guy's out there on the track and they're showing him on the jumbotron, you're going to see his helmet. And his, his jersey and all that more than you're going to see a butt patch on the guy. I don't think so. I anything. agree with branding branding a company. I 100 percent agree. That's what I'm trying to get at. Oh. A company yeah. personalizing. I it. think I think the helmet the helmet everything. is definitely the most marketable spot on the bike or rider. Well, obviously, and that's why Monster and Rockstar yeah. and everybody else snatch them up and pay big money for them. They pay big money too. Yep, yeah, you're right about yeah, that. Yeah. So for me, I got to find some the back of somebody's something. Yeah. Or, so I mean, or a radio show. Yeah. You're just the back of the ass guy. Yeah. yeah. Take it in the <laughs> ass. Listen, just let me put my name on your butt. That's all I'm asking. Uh, did you get Sonny's info yet? He's on one. No. But can you get yeah, it? I'm, I'm sure he's, yeah. He's but I think I got to be consistently somewhere. Yeah, what, we didn't get Kenny's opinion on that's Dirt Shark That's what I'm trying videos. to find. Where's that place? Do you watch them? Do you watch the Dirt Shark videos? Yeah, I watch them. You love them? Uh, I think honest. there's a few that I, I mean. I think they're edited well. I think they do a good job <laughs> at what they you do. Say that, actually. No, no, it's really funny you say that. No, Steve, Steve what do I know about before. editing? But I think no, it's, because yeah. listen, I know the guy who edits them. It's not the dirt. Shark. It's not the dirt shark guy. It's the, it's it's Doc from Transworld. He works for Transworld Motocross, and I've seen him I, when I used to work for Transworld. I sat in on an editing session. The guy is really good. Yeah, it's absolutely funny you say that because I'm like the only. I'm like I'm like guys told people they're edited well, and people look at me like I'm crazy. They really are, because I've seen the footage, and then Doc will be like, "Hey, this one and this one," and he's really there's good some at talent it. there. Yeah, right. I, I think they do. I Funny think they do that. a good job at what it is. I mean, I can't say that I like all of them. I think some of them are really good, and I think some of them are, you know, JT fan or not. Uh, yeah, it's not really my thing, but I think for what they do and the the target audience that they're going after, I think they do a good job. Right. Okay. All right. Next question. Last question. Um, I'm actually going to f- start it off with a question. What exactly was Tony Alessi's... You're going to ask a question but start it off with a question? Yes. Okay. Because I want to see if there... Anyway, Tony Alessi was team manager at Moto Concepts Racing. Still is, yep. Okay. He still is? Because on your Pro Moto Talk site, Robbie wants to know, it said that Mike Genova was the team manager. Well... Was that a typo or was no, there No, I mean, honestly, yeah, Tony's... I think Tony's real title is director... Watson, do we know? I mean, I don't know. Like, there was – Tony was telling people he was team manager. <laughs> Mike was saying, I'm the team manager. Tony was saying, yeah, Mike is. But then it seems to be Tony's making a lot of decisions. I don't know. I talked to Tony at the Monster so, Cup, yeah. and it sounds like that he's taking over the whole deal. Like, I guess they the had some issue with the lights yeah. program, yeah. and he's just going to take everything over. And, and uh, But can't be mad at that. I mean, that guy will make do whatever he needs to do. 
right. That's old news, right? That has been the Tweeted Tits segment sponsored by BTOsports.com. Um, very important stuff. Very key stuff. Bring in oh, our next guest on the line here. Yeah, we do the guest first. Yeah, no, get this dude get off, this guy. Off, the, okay. off the line. And, and don't forget, free gun underwear. Uh, first two people to email the show. Your sizes and uh, whether you're a male or a female, pulpamexshow at gmail.com. We will send you some free gun underwear. Thank you, free gun, for doing that. BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, Fly Racing, AGV Helmets, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, and Black Ops Motos all on board with us. Um, you should check out the, the graphics that Tech One Designs did for our Swiss Core. Uh, they look pretty good. And uh, Black Ops Black Ops Moto. And I'll clearly NFAB tonight. Thank you for doing that, for the giveaway. That's cool. No. Uh, on an F-150. I'm glad to do it. You, uh, you need to fire up that ridgeline making. If you take your ridgeline, ridge yeah. get in it, drive to Houston. Yeah, I will leave you out a oh, set of bars. So yeah, you, yeah, you'll fab. You'll I have a somewhere. couple tools, but they're in Houston, and we'll right, we'll right. fix you right up. How about you just go to your local dealer and borrow one and take it back and give them the set of bars, then you can send Steve a set. So then I could sell two sets. <laughs> one to see him. <laughs> you gave one away, yeah. and then you sold one. Right. So you're pretty much you're in the hole still. It's the whole thing is you know you're so far behind on the manufacturing side doing yeah. pro projects and for other things. The R and D is the hardest thing to get done. That would probably take. Not even a day. I don't like the Honda, the factory Honda uh, steps that they have. I don't like them. Honda makes them. You know, yeah. they sell some. Eh, don't like them. Factory Yours are meat. probably cooler. Oh, I can make something a lot cooler. Right, right. Um, JT. Sir. Let's talk about um, your deal for, for Germany. Uh, they start next weekend? The weekend of birthday? Yeah, they do. Uh, next Friday. All right. So how Do you stay over there the whole time, JT? No, no, I'm going to be at work, dude. Okay. I'm 8 to 5, buddy. I can't believe that. That's crazy. No, I mean, I, I'm going to be out of the office a lot. I have, right. I'm like, I, I leave Wednesday, and I'm gone for two weeks, and then so, I come back, look, and I go to... How are you going to do, the, sh how are you gonna do the show if you're gone? How, how is this going to work with your commitment for the show? I have uh, I have an iPhone 5, iPhone 5, so I have service everywhere now. I'm good. You're going to wake up? At God knows what hour. To hey, come Steve, on the you show? want to see the sweetest picture on Instagram of the day? Yeah. Let me see. Check out uh, my mechanic in Hawaii when we're all out busting ass on his honeymoon. Getting Kyle, Kyle Bentley. towed in on, the, on a wave. <laughs> is that awesome? Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know he's a surfer. Who knew? I don't think he is. Check that out. So, Thomas. JT, you're going to be able to come on the show? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, nice. um, I would say it would probably be, like, if I'm overseas or whatever, like, if I'm in Europe, it would be later in the show. Uh -huh. I'll just get up at 5 or 6 in the morning and do it. Right, right. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, no big deal. Do we want to announce your other deal or not yet? Yeah, let's announce it. Because if you don't uh, announce yeah, it let's, now, let's do if it. you don't announce let's it do now, it. I'm going to announce it. You don't even know what it is. Yeah, I do. Okay, what is it? Racer X? Uh, no, but that's one deal. Oh, okay. Announce his other deal then. <laughs> do we yeah, I'm going to be doing that too but uh i'm gonna be having my own podcast mm -hmm. so yes uh, it's gonna be under the pulp mx banner but uh JT, yeah, running our own podcast gonna, gonna do it yep my deal and uh just kind of working out the details of it now but i'm um, gonna be kind of a rider to rider deal we have some other ideas that we're still uh, mulling over yeah. but um we're gonna start it like at the end of this month let's, so. ask, let's ask the b2b guy what do we call it let me what ask you a it? question Who's going to be okay. your first guest? Let me guess. Uh, I, I'm sure you think it's going to be Chad, but no, I, I was going to say Michael Burns. 
You know, my first guest yeah. ever. My first guest ever was Tim Ferry. No, it was Chad Reed. And then my it first was. my first guest back at when I went to Transworld was Chad Reed. And then I I called Chad and said, hey, "Listen, you've been my first guest everywhere, so I'm back at Racer X. You're my first guest again." And he was. He did it. So, um. That's good to know. I'm glad. I, I, you know what? I was in a lay in bed tonight and wonder who the hell your first guest was. <laughs> F you, dude. Yeah, suck it, Pook. Where is Pook? She's somewhere Somewhere in. She's probably she, next to she that. She drove to Alamo to see Hobo Nick. Oh, come on, dude. <laughs> what are we. Who's on. Uh, what's going on? What's happening? I, I called and it went to voicemail, so oh. I said I'll call back in a minute or two. Assuming he even gets the voicemail. Well, it's super I, early where he is. He he said he was going to wake up and to, to come on the show. Right, but so I'll but try it, w- it would be fitting in our show. Oh, call him back. Okay. It would be fitting for our show if it didn't work out because Mike Healy, Watson's guest, did not come through. But I kind of redeem myself like in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I, I'll trade a Healy. I won't trade a Healy for a Sheik. No. But you know what? Their stories are kind of the same. I Maybe. mean, n- Maybe. not. Yeah. they've uh, both totally – been down that road. Uh, is it like is the hurricane busting the East Coast right now, big time? I don't know. I think so. I think Can you so. put why don't you put CNN on? Because this football game is over. Okay. Is over. If you guys, if you guys <laughs> haven't been watching, the media is playing up this hurricane like like wait, New York won't be there tomorrow. Wait, is it, is the media playing it up like a a, a a drizzle in California in winter storm watch? Like I understand it's it's. You know, going to cause a lot of damage, you know, financially and all this stuff. But having grown up where hurricanes are the norm, yeah, it, uh, it's comedy to me to watch the Weather Channel. The Weather Channel makes a killing off of hurricanes, so I understand why, why they're doing yeah. it. But yeah, just the media, just I mean, they play it up so much. Yeah, they go I to mean, the worst spot. Ridiculous. There's only one low spot in the whole town. That's where they go. Yeah, yeah. No, you're they right. They do that in Houston. I mean, I actually heard today storm. they're like there will be deaths. From this storm. I'm like, wow, wow, just like that. Yeah, I mean, people die. I'm sure somebody died around here from a car accident. I mean, it happens, you know? Right. Like, they just, it's just the way society is, they, you know? If you're going to die in a hurricane and they warn you, at least at least for Earth, like, at least you're, you know they're coming. Like, you know, tornadoes, hurricanes, you know they're coming. Earthquakes, you got no clue. You're just, you're just done. Uh-oh. Yeah, hurricanes are, hurricanes do a lot of damage. Cause, because they last so long and the storm surge and all that, but I don't know. I, I just, uh, I guess I'm just jaded. You guys I've been get through hit. so many, and they hardly ever do anything. Oh, yeah. she's laughing. Bad. Uh, Thomas, you get some in Houston, oh, yeah. I imagine. No, yeah. they they roll yeah. through there pretty frequently. Right. Luckily, the past uh, couple of years hadn't. Right. But. All right, let's get to our next guest. Uh, all the way from Holland. He's uh, It's 4.30 in the morning where he is. Uh, Michael Lieb, what's up, man? Just waking up, dude. <laughs> Smelling the coffee. Hey, I, I, you said I want to come on the show, and I said uh, you can do another week, and you said I'll wake up. You were determined to come on the show, so thank you for that. Thank you. No, no, it sucks you guys had me on. Um, hey, what are you doing in Holland? Uh, JT's on the line, too. We got Thomas from NFAB in studio. Uh, what are you doing in Holland Wait, why right don't now? you tell him who our other in-studio guest is that we're going to surprise him with? Vince Freeze, say hi. <laughs> <laughs> what up? <laughs> I'll kill you, man. Good one, Watson. <laughs> F you, dude. Uh, what's up, Lee? What are you doing in Holland? Um, pretty much just got like a call to come out and ride for uh, Bruce Foon Suzuki. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna do like there's a Supercross race 
Dude, I can't even pronounce the name. It's like Zoiden, Zoidenbrook or something this weekend. JT probably knows Zoidendeutsch. JT, what, what race is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't, it's, it's just a smattering of letters. Just <laughs> throw letters on a exactly. board, and that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I'm just coming out here and doing that. And then uh, just kind of like getting away. I'm going to go down and watch Stuttgart next next weekend. And, uh, yeah, just kind of getting away from home a little bit, getting back right. out here and seeing what's going on. <laughs> hey, those, those beer soon guys are cool. I rode for them uh, this summer. They're they're really nice guys. Where did you ride yeah, for them? Yeah, I'm saying that. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, the guys are really nice here, so it's nice. Uh, it's Zorkwas. Zorkwas. Oh, Zorkwas. JT. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So hey, Michael. Um. That's good to hear. And and you know you'd be uh probably right in there for that German series. You'd be an ideal rider if you could make a deal for that. But. Uh, and maybe you will after going to Stuttgart. But hey, we—it seemed like you were all signed up with CLS Cowie for a year in the GPS. What the hell happened, dude? That's a damn good question. Um, I, uh, I, I honestly still don't really know. I mean, they basically sent me papers over, and um, I think it was like the twenty seventh of September. I was out doing some moto at Elsinore, and um, yeah, that was pretty much the first I've heard of it, and then. Next thing I know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm rideless. <laughs> so it's uh, it's just a bit crazy on uh, how that whole deal played out. Yeah, really, right? I mean, uh, did they? Well, what's their reasoning? Like, yeah, they I, just said, "Nope, we're not going to hire you. You're done." Well, all right. I had Epstein Bar. We um, we found that out pretty much like June first. Um, I was pretty much released to that right at the end of July, um, and I was 100 percent from that point forward. Um, I went over to England that, like, I think it was two weeks later after I got released. And basically, I had rode two days before and was on the couch for a while and mm-hmm. just flew over there and tried to race. And it was probably not the smartest idea, but, um, you know, like, I got out there. I got, like, a second-place start, sat around in fourth or fifth for a couple laps, and I was just vapored. I was just completely vapored. It wasn't because I was sick. It wasn't because things were lingering. I was just out of shape, just flown over. And then um, from that point forward, basically there was three weeks or two weeks between that and Lerop. Mm-hmm. And then the following weekend was Italy. And I couldn't get really a, a bike to ride or way to really train while I was out there. And, and um, from that point forward, I just kind of went to Italy and it was the same thing. So I figured, you know what, I'm going to take a flight home. I'm going to nail down my nutrition side of things. I'm just going to nail down everything that I needed to fix, you know, coming in the next season because obviously see us a good team. I was stoked for it. You know, it was mm-hmm. one of the best bikes in the GP. So I was like, I'm going to go into this thing 110% and we're going to go nail everything down. I went home and they saw that as, you know, I'm still sick and blah, blah, blah. And they completely freaked out over literally nothing at all. Cause me going home to just kind of relax at home because I wanted to come out here and train in the sand and the mud all the way along until literally it was frozen over. Um, so basically, yeah, that's that's the way that they saw that. But I mean, they knew you were sick. They, they knew all that. They knew that you're not deliberating. You're not going to die from it. You know? Yeah. No, everyone knew I was sick. Our contract doesn't start till January first. And I mean, literally, we got nothing to hide over here. All of our blood tests are there. They have everything. Hmm. But didn't they sign? Didn't oh. that other dude? Uh, you got to move your mic up, bro. Just shut up, dude. I'm talking. Don't interrupt. <laughs> you're talking, but no one can hear you. When your mic is down by your neck. Can you hear me right now, Steve? Yeah. 
Fuck off. Okay, that's better. Loud I and can clear. hear you loud and clear, man. Hey, Mike. So what? Uh, what? What was the kid's name that wrote for that Yamaha team? Arnotonis. Okay, so I thought he was like locked in. Like he d- did he get out of his deal and they signed him? Is do you think they had something going on there or what? What do you know anything about that? What happened? Yeah, Tonus was. I thought Zach said Tonus was locked. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure Tonus was locked. Don't quote me on that. I don't want right. to cause any issues there. I I know that he was pretty locked in with Steve, with Steve Dixon over at Yamaha, and then right. the next thing I heard is he signed with uh, CLS and took my spot. So don't couldn't you? Did you talk to those guys at the Yamaha team? Yeah, I thought a good place for you to be Dixon's team back on Dixon's team, who you wrote for this summer. No, I mean obviously not, but yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that was speculation. Everyone on the Internet was saying, you know, I was going to go back over to Dixon, but um, he pretty much at that point already had his team nailed down for next year. And, and I mean, it, everyone was kind of a little bit skeptical after CLS did what they did because it didn't make me look good. Right. I mean, you know, a team like CLS dropped somebody, you know, it, it's rare that that ever happens. So obviously it's going to be for some kind of reason, isn't it? So, I mean, that, that kind of made all the teams kind of take a step back and and kind of freak out a little. And so, I mean, it's kind of screwed me over in more than one way. So now, uh, what, what's on schedule for you now? I mean, you're not the, uh, you're not the type of guy that's just going to... Goddamn Euros, huh, JT? Goddamn Euros. <laughs> that happened. Uh, yeah, can't, can't trust him. <laughs> Actually, it so happened a lot. We went to war with him twice. <laughs> it happened a lot over here, too, though. <laughs> Uh, so what's the plan now, Mike? What do you got going on? Uh, I like, I'm just out here doing this little Supercross thing. Um, right now, my mom and dad are kind of building my bikes back up at home, my 2010 and my 2011 Honda that we rode last year. And, um, you know, if, if nothing else comes up, which, you know, I mean, we're talking with the Suzuki team here and, and all that, but, I mean, I'm not tied into anything right now at the moment. And I'm just kind of waiting these next couple of weeks out and see what happens. And, mm-hmm. Just trying to make the the best decision because you know wherever I go next year, I want to have a really good year, and it'd be nice to you know ride the GPS and you know go put it to the, the COS guys and right. and you know show them what's up, anyways. But at the same time, it'd be good to race at home. So I'm an open book to that right now. Yeah, I mean certainly before you got hurt in San Diego, there you were riding pretty well on the West Coast, considering you had never ridden Supercross before. So. It, it went. Yeah, that, I, mean, I mean that's the worst. That's the dude, worst. I've case. never had so much fun racing last year that right. I did out of my own trailer with mom and dad. It was awesome. Right. X brand goggles yeah. too, by the way, providing him clear vision out on the track. Yeah, first weekend you build them up for me, I freaking recharge sale. I know, I know. Well, I, I, you notice I, that's the first weekend I build them up. Cause I only build for you know good guys. I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, sure, I'm yeah I wasn't a good guy yet. Hey, uh, not that JT needs any more competition, <laughs> but. JT Lieb would be good at, in Germany, so work work the lines, bro. Get get him get him a ride over there. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll make that happen tonight. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, that's another position. Well, Screw that. Just wait, s- just wait for my call. Have you seen the depth of the German Supercross series? I mean, it is crazy. Michael Lessi, Jeff Lessi, Bobby Canari, Teddy Mare, Tyler Medaglia. I'm mean, I'm sure I'm forgetting some guys. Sounds pretty packed. Schiffer probably. Yeah. Schiffer, does he do those, JT? Yeah, he, he did it a few years ago, but he he's he's a much better outdoor rider. <laughs> Let's hey, he's it. not bad. What he's about not that? bad, but he's much better outdoors. What about that French guy? That's like, what's his name? Siberius? Something like that? Subaras? Subaras? Yeah, he does the French championship. 
Oh, and JT, uh, you're going to get to run into your buddy, Joaquin Rodriguez, this weekend. Yep, yep. Let's not forget so about him. That'll be fun. Let's not forget about him. It's it's honestly, it's the same guys every year. So, But this year, it seems deeper than ever. Right? Um, I don't know. It's been really tough a few times. No, this year. It, it, it all, uh, yeah, I mean, you're obviously being an idiot right now, but it's <laughs> it, it's tough some years and it's easier some years, right. and it always sorts itself out, and... Uh, I don't know. Lieb, not to uh not to uh put you in a corner. Where would you want to ride next year? Ideal perfect world. You've spent a couple years racing the GPs. You had a good result there last year. Where would you want to be? I've put loads of thought into that. Honestly, like I'm on complete level playing field. Um I mean, obviously if I was at home, I think I'd be on my own for a little bit, so I'd spend a lot of my own money which I don't have. Right. But um I don't know. I mean, next year the GPs go to Qatar and Thailand. That'd be cool. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah, you can't turn down A one being awesome. No. So you have some stuff in the works with some teams, possibly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there could be something that happens here with uh, this Porsche Suzuki team and and all that. I mean, but I mean, nothing's nothing's locked in. I mean, this is just it's all small talk right now, and mm-hmm. I mean. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it kind of depends where things end up. I mean, you never know. Yeah. Bummer deal, man. I don't know yeah. what, what happened. Like, uh, like you said, the contract doesn't start till January and you were sick and you had blood work done and then everyone showed you're healthy. Something's up, something's shady. And I don't know what it was and what happened, but that it's not cool. I, I, I think we should, you know, maybe hammer these guys a little yeah. bit for that deal. Cause it's like, what's, what's a contract worth these days? Right. I mean, you didn't look for a ride Dude, from in Europe. Hey, in Europe, it's worth nothing. Seriously, I swear to God, it's not. Yeah, bummer deal. I, I mean, then again, JT mm. can tell you all about Subway Honda and that contract. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think contracts are worth much in the sport <laughs> period. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. Well, hey, man, thanks uh, Thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. And it, it's no, good I appreciate to, it. It's good yeah, to I appreciate the, it having me on. Yeah, it's good to get the story out and the word out and um, – you know, we talked about you earlier in the show in regards to uh, eleven ten deal. I put your name in there with Chad Sanner. So, um, you know, you're one, you're one of the guys that, that's out there that uh, I think can do some damage. And, uh, you know, let's hope something comes through through for you because, uh, yeah, you got aft, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah, no worries. And have fun in Holland. And uh, and let's uh, – when do you get back? Um. I think I come home on the 12th. Oh, yeah. Or the 11th or the 12th. One of the two. All right. Okay. Well, hey, come off to the studio. Come to Vegas. Hang out all show. I'll come to Vegas. I'm down. All right. I'm 21 now. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, man. <laughs> all right. Thanks. All right. See ya. That's uh, Michael Leave, everybody. Looking for a ride. Shaky, huh? Shady, huh, JT? Uh, yeah. It's pretty standard, though. Right. If, if people knew how much shady stuff went on in this sport, it's. And, I mean, they, honestly, teams, and I don't think it's always their fault, but if they don't want, if they want to get out of a contract, 99% of the time, they just get out. Right. Because they know the riders don't have the money to sue people. Most of them, you know what I mean? Unless right. it's a high-profile guy with a lot of attorney and right. a great, great contract where there's just, you know, Everything is spelled out. Yeah, you can just burn somebody, no problem. <laughs> Look at uh, I, I always laugh at Josh Woods and uh, and uh, Troy Adams, the Samsung team. Just uh, yeah. y- you're fired later. 
Yeah, exactly. And Troy fought that deal forever right. trying to get paid. And he got and he got something out of it, but it was... Yeah, I mean, barely. Right. But what, I mean, he got like 5% of what yeah. he was supposed to get. I mean, if you consider that something. Right. Well, you know, and Watson's team, like one of the shadiest in the pits, like when you when you talk to people, you know, as far as contracts and stuff. See, there you go again. I just want to see if you're listening. There you I go again, the little fucking jab. I just want to see if you're yeah. listening. Jab, jab, Steve. I'm good. You wonder why You wonder why RC doesn't want to come on the show. Thank you for listening, Kenny. I mean, honestly, he's buried. I love in, this guy right here. He's buried in his phone and, his, and the computer, so I was just looking at him. But good job, Kenny. We're, um, tweet, we're tweeting back and forth. Oh, you are? Yeah. All right. Um, we're going to be your 89th and, no, 90th and 91st followers. We're at 92 now. Pulp and Mech Show was uh, 91. Oh, okay. I was 90. Pulp and Mech Show was 91. And then Do you reply to people on a Pulp and Mech Show? Uh... If it's related to the show. Yeah, don't like talk for us. No, it's just yeah. about stuff. Right. Don't yeah. say, like, don't give our opinions. Like, don't act like No, us. definitely not. Nothing racing related. <laughs> Please. You know what really? I, I don't think I have been, but I will make sure to. You know what really bummed me out? Future. Really bummed me out tonight. While we can't have Mike Healy on. Guess who took her Mike Healy riding school? JT. Uh, tits. Yes, Bing. The tits legendary took a Mike Healy yep. riding school. We were going to ask In Mike Cedar City. We we're going to ask Mike if he remembered. Remembered old Peter. Mm. <laughs> Did you remember a very melancholy solo? <laughs> Strong Mormon background. He seemed yeah. to have no passion towards anything. Uh, Didn't even know what, what kind of exhaust is on the only motorcycle he owned. He asked if we could go to the movies alone later <laughs> that night. Uh, where was the school? It was in Cedar City. And what? How'd you think of Mike? What'd you think of Mike? Oh, he's great. I mean, I don't know. I was Are a little kid, and you know, how old were you? Any pro? I was probably fourteen. Was your brother, you and your brother share a bike? Would you share a bike at the school? No. When we were younger, we had our own bikes. Oh, before the recession yeah, hit. Yeah, but before the recession hit. Yeah. yeah, hard times and everything. But <laughs> yeah, we went. And I remember. We were on an 80? I was on my 80, yeah, YZ80. And, what year? Uh, it was a 95. Uh, tits had a 95 YZ80. Sure did. Blue with the, with the electric uh, mm, yellow it YZ. It was white. It was white. Not a 95. 95 was the all-white. Oh, uh, 96, 96 the they went to white. Blue. Went I blue. know nothing about Yamaha. Blue. I was factory. If, you guys, if anyone didn't know, Steve was a factory Yamaha mechanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you remember knows. from the school? The, I don't remember a ton from the school other than I <laughs> ate it really hard and I messed up my front teeth. But one thing I do remember was the big hype. That was when Jason Partridge was really big. And they were both racing that weekend. Who, and we Healy getting, and Partridge? Healy and Partridge, yeah. Oh, this is thrilling. So, so we were like, who's going to win? Right. You know, the, the legit pro versus the local pro. What year would deal. this have been? 96. 96, 97. Okay, so Healy would have been not too far out of retirement. No. Right. But Healy ended up racing the vet class. So they didn't, they didn't, show, they didn't have Was the he showdown. riding a Honda? I don't remember. Did he have baggy I, I gear? I think it was a four-stroke, Did he have baggy though. gear then? When he came back, he wore baggy gear. And he rode it. Yeah. That, that's, that's too much... I, I, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Tits. Sorry. Uh, no, I, I, I don't. I don't remember anything like that. But I do remember being very let down that Healy rode the vet class and Partridge rode the pro class. Who wins that race? And Kenny? they didn't have it, it, who wins the that showdown. Race? Did not happen. Kenny, who wins that race? Back in the day, in nineteen ninety, in nineteen ninety-six or seven. Nine, say ninety-seven. Who wins that race? Dude, Jason Partridge was fast. Jason Partridge was fast, fast, and I think in that I think Healy was kind of you know on the downward spiral. No, was that the year that Healy rode the XR at Daytona or tried to? 
I don't remember. But uh, I, I don't know. It matters if they're on 125s or 250s. Or, it just matters. Because part uh, – they, they were both on you know big bikes. They were on 250s. Yeah, I, I don't know. That would be a hard one. <laughs> JT. All I know is all those Partridge guys, even Kyle, when there's money racing on the line – those guys, like, you know, I'll put Kyle Partridge up against anybody on a local money race. That guy mm-hmm. will go for it. What would you learn from the school? You already asked him that, dude. I Why know. are you That's jacking it. him? He said he knocked I, he I, crashed. I have no How'd recollection of anything. You just knocked your teeth out? Actually, I was trying to jab, jab, impress jab, him. Jab, jab, jab. I went for this double that I hadn't done before, but I wanted to, you know, look like Show I was Show Healy, good. yeah, what's Show up? Show Healy, you know, that, that I was, you know, How big was something. the double? It probably wasn't big at all, but I was on an seemed 80, big. and it seemed big at the time, and I cased it. Was it big as that double right chin, there? Fuck, no. Hit my chin on the handlebars, <laughs> and like, did uh, something to my no front No crossbar teeth. pad tits? No, I did. So I, I didn't actually cut my chin or anything, but I remember hitting my teeth so hard that my front, uh, I couldn't eat for like three days because <laughs> my teeth were so sensitive. His well, Jofa went through his teeth. Had, yeah. Did Healy show concern? No. Not at all. I don't know. Your check cleared for the school. So. <laughs> How much yeah, was the school? Do you remember? Uh, I have no idea. It your, was me and Your parents me, would have taken and, you, right? Yeah, they, they, they took us you know, up there, and it was me and my older brother. I don't think my little brother, Robbie, was riding yet, but, uh, yeah, we did it. It was a great time. I remember not much from it, but, you know, other than <laughs> it happened and, you know, good times. Oh, oh God. I I Who remembers you, anything from school anyway? I wish we would have Healy on. You could have told him all that story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe another time. Dude, I wonder, like, last night I was watching the World Series with my buddy Mahoney and the Giants lost, or the Giants won. And I go, you want me to see how many, like, all the people on Twitter I follow up? I'm going to spell Giants wrong and watch what I do. And I did <laughs> oh, yeah. it. And I go, I go, you know, I'm going to get a black backlash from this forever. It's not even worth it to prove it to you. He's like, oh, bullshit. People aren't going to call you out. I'm like, bullshit. So I deleted yeah. it. And you know who just hit me up? And called me out on it. Hmm. No other than your guest that wouldn't come on the show tonight. Mike Healy? No. The, your guest your guest that would not come on the show oh, tonight. Steve Cox. Of course. <laughs> well, Why not? Yeah. You spelled Giants wrong? or you spelled, I did it on purpose. You spelled the I, other word wrong, too. Did I freaking, me and Mahoney were laughing giants? our asses off. What? How did you spell it? I don't remember. No, he spelled another word wrong. Uh, I don't remember. Hold will, on. Will. Well. He spelled another. I no, was... we. I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> he spelled we dude, we were in the car driving, dude. It was so funny. It's always something with Kenny. We're in the driving. Uh, we're driving. Uh, I'm dude, in I'll airplane. tell you right now. When I'm driving, I can barely see anyways nowadays. And I'm trying to text or tweet when I'm driving. It does not work out too good for me. Nothing does. Let's do X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Uh, we let's, can do that. But do I hope Cox we'll is listening because I, I really enjoy you, Steve Cox. I can't believe he wouldn't you're come never gonna, I can't you, believe he wouldn't come on the show. You're not going to get under my skin, and I can't wait to see Did you. Did you hear that, JT? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. All right, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment sponsored by... X-Brand goggles. goggles. Choice of goggles from Michael Lieb, Kyle Chisholm. Michael Lessie may or may not wear the frames. Jake Canada may or may not wear the frames. And uh, Gannon Audette, Sean Hackley. I can keep going. Kevin, Go Kevin Stribos. Please yeah. don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> All right. These are the right. Uh, questions. Here we go. Right. Um, Given to us once again by, by Corey, Moser. Corey Moser. Are they for me or for Kenny? Um, or JT? Or Thomas? One of them's for Jason. Okay. One of them is for Kent. 
All right. And then one of them can be for you. All right. All right. Let's do it. Uh, he admits that these are not his best questions, but he tried. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's not a good start. No, no because not. no. Okay. So the first question for Jason. With JT Money being the new international sales rep, how many girlfriends can you handle at the same time? One. Yeah, one. One's plenty. Four seconds. <laughs> Four seconds. Just just take a picture of this Real and quick. tweet it. Surely Moser knows that talk is off limits. Okay. I, I, I didn't filter them. These are the ones he sent. So Yeah, clearly. Uh, so you could have filtered it, Ding Dong. Yeah. Well, I can't believe you didn't eat for three days because you cased a double. Well, to wait until JT sees you, you're not I couldn't eat for, eat for three days. Hey. It hurt. My, my teeth were sore. Hey, he That's thinks right. his teeth were sore then. Wait until JT sees him. Yeah. You're going to be able to eat for six weeks. You're going to be eating out of a straw. Yeah. Have you seen the pipes that JT? JT. Have you seen the pipes that JT has on him? Please take them up with Corey. All right. All right. Next one. For Kent. Will HRC have more or less creative freedom First with First of all, Suzuki? there's no more HRC. HRC. What are you talking about? That's RCH. What he wrote. RCH, 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 whatever. R- it's for, it's for not, his new team. HRC's Honda. RCH is him. That's Mosier for you. For any complaints to Corey Mosier. Oh, he wrote HRC? He, he, I copied and pasted these oh, from his deal. Jesus. But you should know better than that. You're the producer. You, should, you have to catch oh, that kind of crap. Sorry. Come on. Will RCH <laughs> have more or less creative freedom with Suzuki, i.e. themed bikes, etc.? Uh... Well, we just have to we just have to keep the fenders yellow. That's it. We can do whatever we want. Both well, fenders are just the front. Uh, well, the back fender's not yellow anymore. Oh, good answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, seven seconds, bro. All right. Uh, last question. No, because I got three more for Kenny. Okay. Um, last question of Corey's for you. Yeah. Who will do better this season, Brayton or Grant? Brayton. How many podiums did Brayton get last year? Brayton got... On a factory Yamaha. Uh, I mean, a factory Honda. Honda. Sorry. Brayton got uh, four. He did? All year? Supercross Outdoors? Five. What you, you. JT? Yeah, five? Red Bud? Yeah, he got quite a few in Supercross. I don't know. I know he got one Outdoors. I don't, I don't know, know what he got in Supercross. I think he got three Supercross ones and did two I, Outdoors. I, dude, he really showed me a lot in Supercross, dude. I was pretty amazed with him. Like... Well, that right. that crash in San Diego it was dirty. Yes, it, it was. was dirty. And then yeah. he got back up and raced that night. I was like, yeah. yeah. All right. And he did like, okay. Right. They don't make him anymore. Like I think that. Grant's in a good place though. What do you mean? Well, good place mentally like, or in the team. Man, in his Marietta? life and everything. So I think Marietta. <laughs> he's in a good place. Yeah, he's in a good place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, he's in a good place. So I think in his NFAB truck. He's ah, in a, he's in a good place. You know, he's been after. He's yeah, he's been after me about sending some NFAB. I just I've been. You know, you take care of your friends last, 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 I guess. Hey, there's your butt patch guy right there. He was the butt patch guy last year. Can he be a butt All patch year. guy this year? All year? I don't know. He changed to Thor. Yeah, he did. So he kind of stroked me on the uh, the monster. Why would Thor cup. sign him? Why would Thor sign Why him? would Thor sign him and not sign Wilson? He's riding shift. They don't need Wilson. They got the Pro Circuit team and Villo. They do not need a green guy. They don't need Josh Grant. I don't understand. I wish I was in charge of marketing over there at Thor. Well, I I would I would say why why have all one brand? They need to mix it up a little bit. That's why they had uh, you know Medi. 
Steve? Yep. <laughs> My wife just texted me. She's not going to make it home tonight. She's going to spend the night in Phoenix, conveniently where her sister is. Hmm. Uh, How about next there, too, I bet. Ooh. You know what, JT? <laughs> uh, Kenny, X-Brand goggle tear-offs. Let's go. I got some for you. Hold on. Go ahead. Hold on. I Anytime. Gotta up, I got to put my stopwatch. I Whenever you're ready. Up. Tits? <laughs> oh, so I can't eat for three days. I'm not going to be able to eat for three days. Okay. That won't kill you. Kenny. Expert goggle tear-off segment. Biggest mistake you ever made in signing a rider. Who was it? Oh. Mm. Rider who... I have one in mind that I think you're going to say, but you're seven seconds in. You're ten seconds in. Biggest, that's a tough is this one. just H and H? Anything. He's the, anything in his oh, career. Oh, I know, but that's what I'm yeah, yeah. Anything in his career. 18 seconds. Dude, uh, hurry up. I hired a lot. I mean, I've worked with a lot of guys. I, and who, who, I've, who's the biggest flop? Who didn't work out? 28 seconds. Define a, a flop. A What's a flop? Somebody that didn't work hard? Anything, anything he wants, any criteria he wants. Thirty-eight seconds. I would say, I would say, I wouldn't say it was a flop. I would say it was the biggest disappointment and expectations. I thought he would do really good, and he just had injuries and never worked out with Josh Demuth. Forty-eight seconds. Wow. I was gonna say Casey Johnson of Plano. Uh no. I was gonna say Kyle Regal. Ah, uh, that was oh, I good. Thought it was. That was good. That was no, good. no, Regal. No, he didn't I never have, signed. He him, didn't have though. Regal. It was a fill-in, wow. dude. What do you think, JT? Deegan? I was gonna say. I was gonna say Cole Seawer. <laughs> that was at the tip of my tongue too, but Cole. You didn't actually sign Cole though. Yeah, we did. He filled in for Josh after Josh got hurt. The whole he season. The whole season. Oh, he did. Yeah. Huh? First year. Be careful about Seawer because him and JT they live in the. Same I know. Year. I know. Okay. Me and Cole. Me and Cole are tight. I like Cole. He's uh, super cool for sure. Next question for you, Kenny. Biggest mistake you've ever made. Worst decision you've ever made as a team manager. Good questions tonight. Hiring, fr- hiring friends. Ivan and Hanny. No, uh, not not oh, just okay. not All just right. them in to, in general. Right. I think I've learned a big lesson in business. Uh, you, you it's it's really hard to separate your friendship in business, and you know I think uh, you know I. I I had to really, after uh, some things in my life, I had yeah. to really change things around, and I have to put family, <laughs> friends, and work into that perspective now. Before, I would always try to please everybody and do everything for everybody, and I have to put my family, then friends, and I think my friends are important to me, and I don't want to twit. I'm going to come over there and smash your computer, you faggot. I don't think that's funny. I mean, it's just, a, it's sad. It's sorry. I mean, it's sad. It's not sad. Well, yeah, it's just What's sad. What's sad about it? Because you've possibly lost some friends because of business, and that's sad. Uh, yeah, well, right. I I hope not, but we'll, right. time will tell. I yeah, guess. yeah, down the road, or what? it's are, just sad. Are you talking about just writers in general, or like just em- mechanics employees and stuff, and stuff Mechanic, like that? Mechanics too, everything. I'm not putting Gothic, Gothic J, and you have never been the same. I never fired Gothic J. I know. I've you know, it just it just sucks when you when you you're really good friends with someone, and then you bring him into business, and uh, they it's it's hard it's hard to separate it. Right. I remember someone told me a long time ago. You know, I wanted to go work with them, and they said, no, I, I can't do this because we're friends. And I was like, okay, and I really didn't understand it, but now I do. JT, hopefully the same thing doesn't happen to us when you start your podcast up. 
Uh, I don't know. I've been working for free free for a long time, so it shouldn't, cha- shouldn't change anything. <laughs> Good point. Last question, Kenny. Expert on Goggle Tear-Off segments. This show has A, ruined your life, B, made you like me more. <laughs> it's one or the other. It's one or the other, bro. <laughs> I'd say ruined my life because I don't like you any more than I ever have. I was going to say, he didn't like you before it started, so where was there to go from there? Well, I if I liked you, I would have bro down with you back in the day. But man. You did bro down with me back in the day. Oh, we, I did? Yeah. yeah. We went to those after parties and shit. Yeah, uh, really? Remember the strung out Glen Helen after party? No. You remember that? No. Huh. Steve was the mascot. Do you remember me and you going to Kenneth Jones's and hanging out? Well, well we, we, you and I were mechanics, and we practiced, and our riders... Dude, I went there, and you went there. It wasn't like, hey, we're broing down. Our riders went <laughs> there to ride together. to do filming. Do you remember hanging out in Gainesville at the hotel? Um, I was staying in that hotel, and you were staying in that hotel. We didn't share a room. <laughs> That's like if I went to a Patriots game and said that me and Tom Brady broed down. Yeah, yeah. I watched do you play. remember going to Reddick and practicing, you and I? No, I was there, and Deegan was there, and this Birdwell was bullshit. there. Serious Did we bullshit. drive there together? No. Exactly. Uh, Do you remember giving me that strung out T-shirt? No. Friends don't give friends T-shirts unless they mean it. Dude, the only way I gave anything to you is if it was just in the way and I was tired of looking at it. Why are you, why are you being like that? Because you ask stupid questions, you're going to get dumb answers. <laughs> All right. Let's take our last commercial once break. In a while, once again, you're trying to jab at me. Oh, yeah. there, there's the exit. Uh, JT, uh, we want you to come back, though, after the commercial. We're going to take our last commercial okay. break of the night on the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. There's no live listeners tonight, but we are. You know I don't like that. <laughs> See you, JT. We'll call you back. This is, this is ridiculous. Commercial. Fuck off. Me? Yeah. What did I do? You know what you did. Okay. This is Georgia Lindsay, presenter of the Motocross Grand Prix, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Mathers and Watson. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, STEVE, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new Pro Launch device makes getting whole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also, check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy. Build skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radiator braces, and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX on checkout and save 20% off your order. Uh-huh. 
Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dainese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at agv.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation and American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top writers like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a light lead frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out the xbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, number 20 on the Geico Honda, and I wear free gun underwear. 
Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and ex-game star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bellray Racing, Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you. bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike.
Welcome back. Pulpa Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Some Pennywise, my selection of the night, Pennywise. Yeah, Thanks welcome everybody. back. We got JT coming back. If anyone was wondering, JT's coming back. Anybody? I think people were wondering. Yeah, if you guys miss JT, he's coming back. Right on. Pennywise, coming at you. Yeah, Not JT, as good as Van uh, Halen. JT there? Uh, hey, one thing I did want to talk about. Wait, is JT here, though? Let's get JT back online before you talk Dude, about it. He's working on it. Come on, Chits, get JT. What's wrong with JT? What's wrong? I love JT. I mean, but you're acting like the show, like he has to be on every segment, or so no. we're not having a show. I no. know he's your new partner in crime. <laughs> he's doing a podcast for me. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. So you don't like him. You don't like JT. You want him clipped. No. Off the show no, forever. I dig JT. Hey, well, we got to. You just go a little bit overboard was with JT. You, you bring him on for a segment and talk to him. Yeah. What more do we need to talk to him about? Well, I mean, uh, I, yeah, uh, I, I can't yeah. always depend on, on you for. You know, interaction. Sometimes well, your phone you know rings. You, you gave me a warning before the show and said, hey, my phone is going to ring. And it didn't ring, so everything's okay. But, hey, why don't we do this? And I have no problem stepping away and doing this. What? Giving let giving JT my seat for the season, and you could pay him what you were going to pay me to fly down here from Boise. It's freaking on Spirit on a Monday. It's a $29 flight. We, wh- Where does this hostility come from, man? It's not hostility. It's not hostility at all. I think it is, man. You guys are going into biz together. You guys could bro oh, down. So he's this way, is where... he's way more broing with you than I am. Is this and, because uh, of the crime? Kenny, you're way better at the show than I am, though. No, what I'm you, not. No, you... I'm not. You're right. Yeah. Steve says you're a writer. You got knowledge. He can bounce stuff off of you. Hey, you guys do your thing, and oh, then we'll, we'll refocus. We'll. we'll I would say play the sobbing, but don't play the sobbing <laughs> right now. Do it, not. It, it turned when we did that. By the do way, do not. Thomas. No, no, no. Keep me out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> I like all you guys. If I'll Kenny, stay if Kenny's out, I'm out. Oh, great. Awesome. Oh, yeah, perfect. if Kenny's out, I'll I'm not take, listening either. So great. I'll step up to the Okay, point. well, actually, one of the guys in the voicemail, I think, if Kenny's out, the guy in the voicemail will also not be listening. Hey, do you hear what Tit said? What? No. He I'll said, I'm out, too. To You're out anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't come to the show until 6.15 every night. <laughs> no. Please tell us more about this riding school. <laughs> oh my god Dude. hey i did want to talk about the main event though um daniel blair vincent blair a couple of moto guys they've given us uh um some music to use on the show uh for the intros and the outros we get a lot of people asking us about it not as many people as asking us about van halen but still a lot of people surprising. and uh surprising yeah. yeah and i just wanted to to so people can stop tweeting me main event is the band so we got a little bit of their stuff and a little clip. Yeah, let's play a little clip of main event. We will not suffer. We will not now, Watson, you've always said these guys need to stop racing. Daniel needs to stop racing. I believe so. <laughs> I mean, they—I uh, helped him out at the beginning, and uh, I got—I did some shows for him in LA and took him to Hollywood. He yeah. got him a couple pretty good shows, and like people that I know in the music business are like, "Wow, these guys have potential," and I told those guys that and. I thought it would be done after Daniel's big injury, after the big retirement, and he got hurt, and he was done. And right. I think the guys in his band are like, his brother and you know the other guys are like, yeah, let's do this. Let's make right. music. But they, they have potential. They're good. They're real good. Well, thanks. The, nice fade out, by the way. Yep. Way, way to chop that. Killed it. God, you don't know much about the fading. Mm, I forget uh, The, the so main event. JT does, though. <laughs> JT could do it. Oh, this is turning ugly. Quick, uh, the main event. On, hey, are you uh, mad? At, are you mad at me about something? No, I told you before you came on the line. I, 
Dude, you're one of my faves, dude. I, I have no problem with you. I have no you're problem his, with anything. You're, you're in his Fab Five. Uh, let's play the voicemails. Let's do the voicemails. Uh, 702-586-7857. You can call at any time and uh, leave a message. These are always dedicated to Greg McCreary. Um, they could be dedicated to NFAB. Sure. Very easily. Why not? Which could is become the NFAB voicemail, voicemail segment. segment. NFAB banging bars. Anything I like the banging bars thing. Right. We'll see some action. We could do whatever you want. Uh, Kenny might suggest you Send take... Send me a package. Kenny might suggest you take your... Well, I think what we're going to do is work something with that Eddie Ray package. I need to run by him. Uh, I say you just call it the bar-to-bar segment. I like the bar-to-bar. I think, you know, we'll talk after. Um, I've been talking because I might be relocating to San Diego, and there's another guy that does a show on Sundays down in San Diego, and they really want me to come maybe do that. So don't do anything here. You can go with me, and we'll go down there and make it happen. <laughs> right. Because I will take a lot of them with me, Are you with listeners. Are you talking about Golden Boy? I'm not saying anything right now. I cannot talk. You'll hear from my agent. <laughs> You'll hear from my agent. Uh, these and you know how my agent works. He's tough. Oh. If you don't have a hundred grand, don't even don't even call us. No, they'll, show, they'll clip you. Show me the money. Oh Jesus! All right, these are voicemails. These are the best of, and uh, let's do it, tits. Hey, I'm just wondering if uh, you've heard anything about the announcement that was at the GNCC this weekend uh, in Crawfordsville, Indiana. This you guy was last week. Research and get the no, scope. this is. Uh, I do believe there's going to be a new outdoor national, and it's going to be in Crawfordsville, Indiana. And my source for that would be uh, Rita Coombs, Carrie Coombs. Oh, Carrie Coombs over the speakers uh, before the start of the race. Not the speaker. So the, the speakers is fairly reliable, but you may check into it. Yeah, that's, I wanted to. Uh, now that's a scoop. Well, this guy, there, one of the guys called last week. There was but, a, yeah, was a but that's a scoop. Call that's a scoop. Like that. That's breaking news. Right. Okay. Well, I talked to Davey Coombs about it, and all, and all he said was, yeah, I heard. I love it when my sister gets on the mic. Well, you know what's even more crazy is I hope I don't let the cat out of the bag, but I was talking to Mark Peters. He works on our track, and I called him because we had a little malfunction, when you and screwed, he goes, when, hey. Was I'm this at, before or after you screwed Chisholm over? Uh, during. Okay. <laughs> and I call him and I'm like, hey, where are you at? He's like, dude, I just landed in LAX. It was a Monday. And I'm like, where were you at? He goes, I was in Indiana looking at a track. And I'm like, what for? He's like, for the Outdoor Nationals. Huh. Well, I mean, JT, what do you think of that? Like, It's 30 minutes from, in, it's from 30 minutes well, I think, northeast you know what I think a big of, part of it is. Of Lucas Oil. Mm-hmm. Lucas Oil is located in Indianapolis. Yeah. There, it's thirty minutes. Look at tits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's I thirty minutes. It's thirty minutes, like From northeast. I've of been the there. Indy. Perhaps you see that plaque on the wall, the Iron Man GNCC. That's you. That was earned at Crawfordsville, Indiana. So I have local the knowledge. In industry class. Industry class. Okay, perfect. What, what do you mean? That's good. Good ride. Fifth, I mean, those fifth, big fifth bangers come up. On a 125. <laughs> on a 125. Hey, dude, I, I remember the industry race. You Shane, see a ride day, and then all these guys would come out yeah. and race. Shane Nally was on a Kudrowski's bike, and who? That's his hometown, too, right? I don't know. Yeah, he's from Indiana. And, he's the uh, cow You know he's the truck driver for, for, Suzuki, for Suzuki, yeah. For Suzuki, yeah. Kind of, uh, kind of I, was, I was on a KTM 125. Big Mike Corocco was out there. Pat <laughs> Alexander. Uh, hey, you want to hear a good story so anyways, about Pat Alexander? What do you think of this, JT? This national? What? Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, hey, let me get this call. What race leaves? What race leaves? Um, what race do I think 
think needs to leave, or what race do I think actually does leave? <laughs> what race? Well, I'm going to say te- you're going to say Texas needs to leave. I'm not a big Texas hater. Right. Um, I think there's worse track. I don't think that's you know, I don't think it's a the best track we go to or the most that makes the most sense. Right. But there's there are worse tracks. Hey, choose between um, Texas and Washougal. I'm gonna have my screener call you. Right say it again. Sorry. Texas or Washougal? Which one to keep? Man, I, I'm really split on Washougal. I love going there. I think everything is great about that race. I love the area. I love everything about it. I just think that the race is a little bit dangerous during the motos because of the shadows, the slipperiness, the shadows, um, and it's no, a little bit fast. That one's not going anywhere, though. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think it should. I'm just not a huge fan of racing on it. Right. Well, that doesn't really matter so. what you think of the track. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And I, that's why I said I, I love everything about it. As long as I don't have to race on it, then, you know, I'm all for it. Um, Breaking news, damage crane. Let's, uh, let's, hit the, let's, hit, let's move along here on these things. Hey, this message is for Kenny. Yeah, hey, what's up? this is Cruiser, lifelong trucker. Hey, why are you such a hater with truckers. I mean, well, Pete Rabbit must be okay, huh? But everybody else, we got to be such a dickhead about talking about <laughs> truckers like you do. Uh, hey, without truckers, America stops. That you're on? <laughs> well, if it's a team, then the truck guy is part of the team, isn't he? Or no? Yeah, you're not right. part of the team. So, so which is it? Do you have a team, or do you just have the motorcycle guys and the truck driver? Stop being a hater, Kenny. Come on. All right. Okay. Well, you know what? You did talk some shit on truck drivers. Yeah. Cruise, you're you're 100 right. Cruiser. It's really cruiser. cruiser. <laughs> I I do, I do consider my truck driver part of our team. He is probably one of the hardest working guys. He talks a little bit too much about what he does and who he is, <laughs> um, but he's phenomenal truck driver. And without him, we would not be there. And I give credit to every truck driver out there in the pits. Uh, you might be right. I probably was. I'm running surprised in. you didn't hear it this week from some guys, or maybe you did. About the truck, because truck drivers listen to our show. What did I say? That was so wrong. Oh, we will not have a truck driver on ever. We do not care what they have to say. You, you didn't. I don't remember exactly. Oh, what there it you was, go. Jab, jab. I made mean, it like, it, dude, it, it wasn't, back it, me it, up. It wasn't. It wasn't like positive. that. I just said what. It wasn't positive. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Tits. You're welcome. I, uh, if I offended anybody, I apologize. It wasn't that wasn't my right. demeanor. Thomas, he's a truck driver. Ask truck, Jay, ask no, Jay. I think uh, you know for a tr- for you to give a guy truck driver, you know, your all your wares and had it run down the road. That's a lot of trust to put it's, somebody. Well, it, as, well as someone pointed in the, out in the past, I've had a truck driver that literally was stealing gear from my riders, trading oh, it. Oh, here we go, JT. Trading it to hook up with girls. Okay. Nice. JT, would you like to comment at all at any point? No, don't, JT. (laughs) No. I'm just saying this stuff stuff happens, and it's really, really, Um, really hard to turn over a truck with full of parts and motorcycles. That's probably worth a million dollars running down the road. And listen, I've had my run-ins because my KTM truck driver sucked balls. I mean, he was terrible. Who was it? We'd be like, hey. We'd be like, hey. Who was uh, it, Sid? Fred Tompkins. Hey, Fred, we're working on our bikes all day. This rider gets in at 3 o'clock. Can you go to the airport? Can you go to the airport, please, and pick him up? NIC. NIC. Not in contract, he would tell us. Oh. oh, He he proceeded to pound Coors Lights. 
And we're just like, thanks, guy. All right, well, one of us has to drop our tools and go. Yeah, well, you know what? Like I said, every the the truck driver, my truck driver, I could, and I could speak for a lot of other guys. I know that they're a part of the team. I mean, do they wear the? They show up, and my guy, he feeds us, he takes care of us. He's pretty much like you know, he's our backbone. And I I really appreciate Brian for all his hard work and dedication he's had over the years. I mean, dude, the guy packed up and moved out here. From Indiana and and moved right. his whole family out here to be here for, with us. So I give him kudos. I give everybody. I mean, dude, truck drivers leave their families for months at a time, and are on the road providing for their family. You know, and like JT said, without without truck drivers, America wouldn't be shit. Just imagine if every truck was parked. Remember they had the trucker strike back in the day. That wasn't too good. So, cruiser. I Look apologize. at that hat they gave us. Trucker hat. That, that's all that there needs to be said right there. Dude, this is why you're on the show. When I cannot, when I think you cannot be any dumber, you wow. redeem yourself wow. like this. Wow. That was awesome. Hey, Steve, who are you talking to? My wife. Come on, dude. She's stuck in Phoenix. She's stuck in Phoenix. Why, the hurricane? Dude, we're on the show. No, the plane door. Oh, okay. So can you call her after the show? She's stuck there. What are you going to do? Come on. Get, hey, get off that thing before I – get oh. off of it before I smash it. Hobo Nick will take good care of her. Don't worry. Hey, Pookie, Hobo Nick's on his way to pick you up. Don't worry. <laughs> he can drive now. Dude, what does she want to have, a conversation? She's been in Mexico for, for six days. She said, she said, call me, please. And I'm like, okay. So then I call her, and she's like, okay, yeah, I'm just waiting for my sister. Like, I mean, I was like, oh, my God, what, what's – you know? Yeah, see, it's a woman. But yeah, exactly. Cruz, I apologize. Okay, what did JT say? The truckers gave us hats? Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, Gold. look at the hat they right. gave and you want it, And you want the guy to fuck off. I told him. I said, JT, right. this is why you're on the show. Right. You redeem yourself. All right, let's ne- next one, because we got to hurry up. Is Sorry, he, Cruz. Is he coming on? Yes. Okay, let's hurry up. Watson, I'm a huge fan, man. You crack me up. I'm listening to this show from last week. You're talking about having Tedesco, and uh, Kits is playing the girl in the background, weeping and crying, and you say, Kits, are you fucking laughing at that? You... Idiot Mormon. So funny, man. I love it. You are hilarious. The Pulp Show would just not be the same without you. Congratulations on your new deal. Getting support for Suzuki. That's awesome. I'm glad you're part of the team. Please don't leave the Pulp Show. So, Mathis, it wouldn't be the same without you either, buddy. Keep up the good work. See ya. You got to quit getting your buddies to call in, bro. <laughs> yeah, sweet, Steve. Chance Billy, that was Hanson? Probably not. Jab, jab. Could have been. What? Jab, jab. No, no, not you jab, jab. Damn, you know no, damn well Thomas, it's that's not. ha, ha, ha. That's ha, ha, ha. Yeah, ha, 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 ha. That's fucking stupid. Jab, jab, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I don't think that's jab, jab. It's, you always got to get a jab hey, in on Hanson. Always. Always. Great. Always. It's called trying to make people laugh, bro. You do it too. Why make it? Why make say, There's jabs going each way. Thank hey, you. Thank you, Thomas. For yeah, hey, hey, why, yes. why would you want Neutral. Neutral. Nfab.com. Um. All right, next one. Go, hey, that was a nice call. Arizona. I was just listening to the last show, and uh, for some reason, I almost had to rewind it, but Kenny, you said something so stupid. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Did he really say that? And the fact that Mathis wears cargo shorts and flip-flops, dude, that's the bomb. I wear cargo shorts and flip-flops every day. I wear it on Christmas, Thanksgiving. That doesn't I make it right. If I died, I'd wear it to the prison. I like Donnie from Arizona. I just support my reflip. He's also so. unemployed. Anyway, <laughs> hey, <laughs> stuff with the cargo shorts. That's all I wear. So, and, 
know, you can mix up some colors. You could do some camo or Thank something. You. Thank you, Donnie. Dude, oh, camo means... Heart, Huntington cargo shorts? Never, never, never. Hey, you want to get out of his element? Hey, love you guys. Hey, Don, shut the fuck up, Donnie. Dude, me and my buddy Mahoney, we have a saying: you can always tell the guy that's unemployed. And that's what JT said. The guy, like, I don't get it. Cargo and and freaking camo. When they're camo and cargo, you know they're unemployed. I've got cargo means they collect disability. I've got my wallet, my cell phone, my tape recorder. Paper, you should get a uh, fanny pack, goggle stuff. That's more like stylish, a man purse. It's yeah. nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. You look uh, satchel. You look satchel. way better. A satchel. An Indiana <laughs> Jones. An Indiana Jones satchel. Hey, let's, no, let's no, move no. on. Hey. Let's move on. Who gives a fuck? Oh. Okay. Well, are you going to are you going to admit that Donnie's right and you're wrong? Fuck no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just get a hangover satchel. Do we have time for our? Guests? I'm the walrus. Yeah, we, we have to have fun time uh-huh. for this. Okay, JT. Hey, we got Mike Healy coming on, so we're going to let you go. All right. So, um, thanks for coming on, buddy, and we'll we'll talk soon. All right. Hey, thanks for coming on your show. All right, buddy. Later, right. buddy. Later, oh, bud. Jeez. He redeemed himself with a trucker comment, though. Oh, uh, yeah, he Mike Healy, was... coming on the show. Good job on that, Kenny. For he had a family good. emergency. He said he said he apologizes, and uh, all right, we'll make it work. Yeah, let's he, do this. He he's seen all the missed calls, and he uh, Eric Johnson said he tried to call him too. Yeah, I was kind of worried about the dude. Um. Because that's not his MO at all. The only bad thing is we, we're not on a server, so people can't call in. That's okay. But that's all right. Yeah. That's all right. Right. We'll still have him on. And uh, he's got an interesting story. So look at that email about the uh, BBMX uh, fan experience. And I got an email from David, too, to, to read to Mike if I want to. Uh, Thomas, you good? You sticking around? I'm good. You're good? All right. I'm getting hungry. Where's the green room? So uh, give me some fiddles. Downstairs, there's turkey that Kenny hasn't eaten yet. There's some cracked pepper turkey in there that Watson probably will grab after the show. Nope. I already ate it. No, you didn't. (laughs) Did you grab it? No. Yes, you did. We got Healy on the line. Let's go. All right. Let's go. Hey, uh, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Um, And on the line, um, XGP Hero, X Mini Cycle Star, Mike Healy. What's up, man? (laughs) Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. My pleasure. Hey, I really, I'm the one that appreciates it. I'm trying to you know, get myself back out there into the racing world again. Um, yeah, and uh, and again, good job, Watson, for coming back on. I understand you had some problems earlier, so it's good to good to have you on at least at some point, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I, we had a little kind of family emergency, and uh, where I had to go, I just basically couldn't use the phone. You okay, know, I, I right. apologize for not being able to be there earlier. But uh, I right. definitely, you know, whatever I have to do to make it up to you guys, I'll do it. Right, right off the bat, um, 1996. You taught a motocross school at uh, Cedar, 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 Cedar City, Cedar, Cedar City. City. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember a In young? Utah. Do you remember a young Peter Sundell <laughs> on a, on a YZ80 casing a double and hurting himself? Because that's the guy who works for us now. He, really? He, Small world. I, I'm sure oh, you wow, remember that's him. Cool man. And, and he he says he cased a double. He at tried your to eat his crossbar. He said, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shit, his crossbar, the front fender, he ended up having some wood chips. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he ended up having a few things for lunch. He doesn't yeah. seem to remember you, Peter. <laughs> That's not surprising. <laughs> hey, Mike, you know what else I he said? He said personally. that uh, there was a race there later that day, and Jason Partridge was there, and it was supposed to be like a big rival race, and you, were, and you rode the vet class. You didn't ride the regular pro class, and everyone was bummed. Well, I don't. I honestly don't think that it was a reason that I'd get smoked, because I mean I don't think there's ever been a time in in my life that I've ever 
back down from racing somebody. Right. But the way I kind of looked at it, I is that you know he's a young at that time he was an up and coming kid. You know he was the youngster that everybody was looking at. Mm-hmm. And what good would it have done me to go out there and bang bars with this youngster that's trying to progress in the sport? Right. And I could go out there and race the vet class, make the money that I needed to make for me, and let him go on and step it up in the, you know, basically for his career. Yeah. You know? There's, it it there's doesn't hurt effort. me. It right. doesn't take anything off my back or off my plate right. to do something like that to help a kid coming up. Right, right. Hey, uh, powerful story. Eric Johnson wrote for you in the, the new Racer X. I know... Uh, uh, I loved it. I, I read it, and uh, I write for Racer X, and that was a story. I never really read the magazine before it comes out, uh, but that, uh-huh. that was one that I read before it made the stands because I was like, Eric Eric does a great job, and the story was uh, very powerful and um, very uh, – some good, some bad, everything in it. What's been the reaction um, from that story? Uh, you know what? It's, it's, uh, it's been kind of crazy. Um you know, like you said, Eric Eric did an amazing job. It it took me about a month, month and a half before I decided on Eric writing it because I went through and talked to a lot of different writers. Mm-hmm. You know, um, to come out. I mean, it, it came out basically like a, a press release that that I was busted, that I fucked up, and you know, mm-hmm. I was a junkie and I was a fucking robber and all this other stuff, and it hit the fan, you know? Mm-hmm. So when it came time to, to man up and let, you know, everybody know my, the whole story, the get down, all the way, like you said, the good, bad, the ugly, the fuck, it just, right. I, I wanted to make sure I had the right person that was going to have my back. Mm-hmm. Because when you open up and tell this story like this, you know, if I had a, a, someone writing it that really didn't like me or, you know, yeah. even trying to be fair about it, could throw me under the bus so quick, and I'd never, ever be able to get my foot back in the door <laughs> right. in the motocross industry. You're right. You're right. And that's just because it's such tight industry. It's a small, tight industry. You know, and they just, if they rub you off, they rub you off. It's just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. So I've known Eric for a long time, and uh, just because he's been at the tracks for years and years. And when his name came up, and I found out who was going to do all the photography stuff, and you know, and, and Davey. I mean, Davey's been a, a family friend for a right. guy I can't even count how many years. You know, it's been crazy. Right. But uh, the combination that they had put together, and I, I couldn't turn it away. I just couldn't. I mean, I knew everybody that was going to be part of it, putting it out there, all had my back like you wouldn't believe, and they all knew me for a lot of years before I ever became you know, adult theme. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, once that happened, once I knew who was, you know, going to be there, you know, it was, it was time to sit down and do it. Right. And, and so, what's, what's been the reaction? How, how's it been? Um, you know what? Everything has been really positive. Cool. I mean, it's even from the first day I came back to the track, I've, I've been very, very fortunate that, I've shown up and, and I've gotten the open arms mm-hmm. because I mean I was I was scared as hell and if I if I tried to tell you that I wasn't scared coming back out there I'd just be lying to you guys and it's um it was you know one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life and I mean I've I've done some pretty 
through some pretty fucked up shady shit in my life. And, <laughs> and it was, you know, I mean, I had, going to Anaheim 1 this year, literally had butterflies in my stomach like I was 16 years old again going to the starting line of the main event. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was, you know, because this time it was because of fear that, I, I guess, how do you put it, the the free world has, you know, every right in the world to say what they want, you know, freedom of speech. Right. You know, anybody at that race, you know, any beer drink and knucklehead at that race in the stands could have lipped off and said anything they wanted to me. Mm-hmm. And that they have the right to do that. You know, that's their opinion. And, you know, fuck, I'm, I'm a two-striker. I can't put my hands physically on another man ever again because I'm looking at life. Yeah. That's and scary. that's a that's a big slap in the face. That's, you know, that's reality. Right. So, and I know me, or the way I was. <laughs> right. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I wasn't that person my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's somebody that drugs and, and stuff had turned me into. And when all that shit in the bottom fell out, I, you know, went away and... I got to be the man that I was. I got to be the man that my family, my mother raised me to be. And when I look at it and everything, you know, mm-hmm. that's fucked up, man. I, I took the wrong path, hung with the wrong people, did it all wrong. And, you know, so going to that race, I was scared because, fuck, if I did it wrong again, I'm gone. Right. And, the, you know, and then the first person that were to walk up to me and say, all right, punk. You know, you, you fucking bitch, all this shit, and just all the stuff that I had just gone through that you can't say and deal with where I was, you know, I, hey, I'm outside those those bars. I can put my hands on you. Yeah. But but I'm going to go away. Right. You know, and I was, I got just way too much to lose now. I had it, I had a lot more, like, I guess, you know, kind of cars, things like that that I could have lost before. But now it's it's all personal. Now it's, you know, stuff that really means the world to me. You know, mm-hmm. my heart. I can lose, you know, basically my, my livelihood, you know, my family, you know, my girls. It's just, I can't do it. There's no way I'm going to put myself in that position again. So how how was it at Anaheim since the stories come out? I mean, have you run into people who are generally pissed at you, or has it been... Hey man, you, you, you effed up, but you you know you everybody gets another chance and and welcome back. What's what's has that's it been, been kind of the way it's been. I mean, I haven't had one bit of confrontation with anybody. Right. I mean, at the track, there hasn't been one person that is you know you're a fucking asshole. It's not right because I mean, even if they did that, I, I all I can do is agree with them because yeah, <laughs> right. the person I have become, I was fucking dirt. I, w- I was a piece of shit, man. I, on, I fucking, I was robbing from people. I was, you know, stealing. I was mainline of heroin. I fucked up. I was straight up a piece of shit, you know? Crazy story, yeah. Um, yeah, and, I mean, it just was nuts. I was hanging with, with just out-of-control people and running a life that doesn't go parallel with motocross. Um, you, and, know, you know what's awesome? Yeah. I... Your career, mini cycle superstar. You go to Europe. You almost win the world championship. You you travel around. You come back. You run into these problems. I would read your book. 
<laughs> I, w- <laughs> I would I would want to read a Mike Healy book. I found that story. I wish there was more words. I wish EJ had more words and more pages. Well, because, you, yeah. you know what's funny is that I've I've never been a computer you know nerd ever. <laughs> right. Well, I just cause I don't right. I don't know it. I'm a motocross racer. I I need handlebars and you know and, and tires. But you know when I got out. I had to have my daughter turn the computer on for me, and I started kind of flipping through all these different uh, like websites and all these uh, message boards and stuff. Right. And, I mean, it was backed up like three years of all their, their log and shit about what a piece of shit Healy is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, you know, God, I thought the whole world hated me. You know? And uh, But the what was crazy is that they all fucking hated me and were hating on me and trying to fucking just beat me down mm-hmm. over an incident where I stole a purse. And, I mean, trust me, in, in my eyes, that is the worst thing in the world you could ever do. I mean, that is absolute worst. But nobody even realized that I was fighting a case before that for attempted murder. I had a whole other case going, mm-hmm. you know, and basically on that first case, I was looking at 35 to life. And that was the first time I've ever been arrested. Wow. Um, I mean, that's that's what's crazy is that I had charges like that on me before I, you know, hit bottom and literally thought it was okay to steal a purse from an old lady for, you know, for dope money. Mm-hmm. And that's what they fell on. There was no, you know, anything else about it, you know. I beat a guy until he was about retarded, yeah, you know, with my hands, right? Be- and because he stole from my daughter, you know, this I let him live in my house. Yeah, he, this is supposed to be my road dog. This is my my boy. Right. I'm down. You know, I mean, I stepped in front of bullets for this kid, and he stole. He stole from my daughter. Hey, you know what? And, uh, you know what's yeah. cr- well, you know what's crazy? And Kenny, Kenny's been on this on the show. We've been doing this show for three years. And, okay. uh, and you know, basically, uh, Kenny's been on this a few times. It, it, we have an issue in a sport with, 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 with pain medication, pain pills, and, and it's still going on to this day. And that's sort of where where it started for you, wasn't it? Where, that's yeah. where hundred percent. And I'm, I, uh, I'm sort of – I got yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. I, I'm sort of like I, – I, I'm the clean living guy. I, I'm not in that circle. Um, but Watson has known people, does know people. And he's been on more than a few times saying, in our sport, Watson, you've said this is where it starts. You know guys right oh, now. Oh, man. It, that, that's hitting the nail right on the head right, right there. Right, That I mean, that's how it all starts. Because there's, there's not a sport out there that has an injury list like we do. Right. Every day that a rider puts his leg over a bike takes that risk that he could die. Or be paralyzed. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no guarantee that you're going to make it through every time you put your leg over a bike. You know, that just isn't. And these kids, they want to win. They're going to go faster. They're going to push harder. And a lot of times it's their parents that, you know, push them so hard and that they have to win. These kids end up cartwheeling down the track, and they're mm-hmm. going to break arms, legs, you know, necks. I mean, they get serious. It's no, This sport is no joke, man. Right. I've, I've seen this sport really fuck a lot of kids up. And that's where it started. For me, personally, is I got hurt. I got out of motocross a little bit, and I started doing the off-road. 
and I cartwheeled across the desert fucking something gnarly. And the doctor, you know, here, you know, here's a prescription for Vicodin, you know. Mm-hmm. Here's, 100, here's 120 Vicodin with insurance for five bucks. Yeah, all right, cool. When can I come refill it? <laughs> right. I mean, that's about the way it was because I was hurt. And, yeah. You know, you start, take a couple here, take a couple there. And the pain's gone. Shit. I feel this good after two pills? Oh, God, give me two more hours. I'm going to have four. Right, right. You know, and that's how it started for me. And this industry, the whole motocross industry, I don't know if they're trying to just kind of keep it hush-hush or keep it, you know, kind of under the rug, but there's more people that are messed up because of painkillers in this industry than anybody could ever imagine, and they're young kids. Yeah, maybe maybe your story helps them. Maybe it reaches one guy, you know, You know, something. and that's why, honestly, I thought about it for a long time. Not only was it to make sure I had the right people that I knew cared about me, that knew me before this had happened and that know the person I, I am back to being now. Um, but even at Anaheim one, before any of this ever started, I was mm-hmm. talking to a couple of my riders that I've trained and they were hanging out with their friends and their girlfriends and we're sitting in stands together and all these kids wanted to hear was, was jail talk, prison talk. They want to hear about fights and all the riots and this and that. And I just kept telling them, I said, man, you guys have no clue. <laughs> right. so you, guys are, you guys are asking me all the wrong questions. I said, I've, I told you guys straight up when, when I, we got back together and stuff that I'm not keeping a secret from you guys. I'm not anything you guys want to know about what happened, I'm going to tell you. And I'm going to tell you the truth. And I'm going to tell you everything about it. And... It just bugged the shit out of me. They just wanted to hear dirt. And I said, man, I, I went to jail at 40 years old. That's not cool. That's embarrassing. I said, I, right. I'm sitting, you know, so many hours sitting in the loop as a grown man. I said, that's fucking embarrassing. And through the conversation, there's a couple elderly ladies sitting behind me watching the race. One of the moms was kid I trained when he rode 50s and she taps me on the shoulder after the kids were gone and hey you don't remember me this and that probably but he trained my son and my son is fighting a heroin addiction and I just went oh fuck don't blame it on me you know kind of deal right 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 and you know she goes I'm just really amazed uh, how you spoke to these kids and you were not going to glamorize prison you weren't going to glamorize drugs, anything like that. And I said, well, I want these kids to know that it's not something that's cool. In my eyes now, it, it, it's bottom. It's, it's the worst thing you can do right now, in my eyes, is go to prison. And I, I know people fuck up and make mistakes, and everybody does something stupid and, and go to jail or whatever. That happens. That's life. Right. But... You know, the whole deal is, if I can help one person, one kid, you know, keep his act together and and keep his nose clean and, you know, whether he becomes a superstar in the sport or gives up riding tomorrow. Right. If I can help one kid, you know, pull out of this and get his shit together, the the whole thing was worth it. You know, I'll Mm -hmm. I'll take all all the abuse. I'll take 
anything that anybody can say to me. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, can they? Fit? I mean, verbally beat me down worse than I've already beat myself down. All right, good point. I saw you responded uh, to some people on on the vital message <laughs> board. I tell? Yeah, I saw that you responded <laughs> to some people on, on that. I I don't know if that's good or bad to be honest, because like you said, it just makes it, some people are just terrible, uh, saying terrible things on there, and then. And then oh, yeah, get, they were just going to, yeah. oh, they just, just beat me down. And I mean, but then, it, it, but then when you came res- out, yeah, yeah, go ahead. But I'm then, sorry. When, but no, it's okay. But then when you respond, they're like, I got him. I got him. Now I can say whatever I want. And I got him. And it's like Watson with our chat room. He reads it too much and people make fun of well, him and his team. And I always tell him, don't read it. You know? No, I just, I dropped in there. Only I, I just wanted to see because the magazine has been out. The issue been out for like a week or two, right? And I know that that message board is like the cheesiest one of all. I mean, it really is. Some of the shit that people are talking about on there and stuff is just. I mean, they might as well be from fucking Mars, you know. <laughs> but um, there's actually there's a couple guys on there that are from Europe. There's mm-hmm. a you know a couple of Italian guys that put together some really cool websites. Yep. And they're not chat rooms, they're just kind of like, like a, a picture gallery. Right. And they, they have all these pictures from the, the 80s, you know, when I was riding minis and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, pictures with me and Brooks and Paul Dennis and, you know, all, all the old guys, Bruce Bunch, Rick Hemme, you know, Sam right. Storr. I mean, I, I can go on, all these names that half the motocross world has never heard of mm-hmm. that could have been legends, you know, in this sport. And some of them are due to drugs. Some of them are due to, you know, different things, but most of them aren't around no more with us. And so that was the main reason I went on there. And when I saw that these guys were starting to try to, you know, to beat down on, on Davey and those guys for the, the interview, saying that it was too short, this and that, and, mm-hmm. I mean, they can beat on me all, all they want. But to to beat down on the magazine and the photographer and the, the interviewer is chicken shit. You know, come on. People don't realize that when they edited it, that, that issue to come up with what they did, they cut out probably five or six pages of, of interview. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, right. I, yeah. I got like a 10-page interview or something like that in a 12-page interview. Oh, they got to sell a magazine. That, the, whole, the motocross magazine isn't going to sell if the whole fucking book is about me. You know, I mean, it's just crazy. They got to do other things in there. Yeah. And for people to say, "Oh, it was too short," well, come on, that's stupid. You can't. You know. Yeah. Just. We should it's do a pod- nuts. podcast with with Mike for sure. I do podcasts. I do hour hour and a half long podcasts of pretty yeah. much every guy in the sport. I've pretty much done except for RJ, but uh, you'd be a good guy that you and I can just well, I can what, call you up and we should what, do it. Yeah. Yeah, what, what's it, you know, what's it, what do you got to do? Yeah, we'll just, I'll just, I'll, I'll talk to you after the show or tomorrow. We'll arrange something where you have some time and we'll go in an hour and a half and your story, your career, your whole career. Yeah. I don't really care too much. About, cool. I don't really care too much about the, uh, the, the bad stuff as much as your career is awesome. You know what I mean? You, you raced, well, at, you raced at a high level, uh, almost one world top championships and we'll get into everything, but. We yeah. ask him about wearing the furry pants when he raced at the Reno Arena Cross. <laughs> the LBZs. The, the LBZs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually won the race. I won Reno in a pair of 
green, like fluorescent green Chewbacca LBZ pants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you? What, what's going on with you now? What's uh, what are you doing to rebuild? What are you doing to uh, get yourself back on their feet and uh, and all that? Are schools again? Are you yeah. um, starting that up? You know what? When when I got out, um, basically the first thing that I started doing is I went to work for my uncle mm-hmm. in a slaughterhouse. Yeah, that's I was right. I was yeah. working in Chino. I was one of three white guys, the only white guys in the plant. You know, there was the owner who was white, my uncle who was like head manager, and then I was just a white dude on the floor pushing cows. Damn. Basically, basically, I turned into just an, another paisano on the floor. I say. Right. So I, yeah, I I got. I, it was manual labor, man. It was uh-huh. hard work. Mm-hmm. We started work at four in the morning, and we didn't get off till four in the afternoon. And it was literally pushing cow carcasses from one freezer to the other for twelve hours for nine dollars an hour. Wow, you gotta start somewhere, I mean, right? Yeah. Well, you know what? Exactly. When I got out, I in this whole fucking mess. When I got out, I had basically one thing to my name, which was my truck. Mm-hmm. It was paid off. My little work truck. Ridgeline. Oh, uh, my my little work truck. I got a little tan Chevy S10 okay. old beat up truck, but it it runs and it's paid off. So I mean, I lost my house. Right. I I lost bikes. I lost cars. I I lost businesses. It, it all went right down the shitter. Mm-hmm. So, but when I got out, my mom was there and my daughter was there. And that was all that mattered. So, whatever I had to do to be able to help, you know, pay the bills with my mom, because I went and lived with her. I didn't have a place to go or anything. Right. So, I mean, it, by that point, I, I, I'd been slapped in the face with humble, like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's one thing, uh, at least one word in my vocabulary growing up that I never knew was how to be humble. And I learned real quick when, when you get locked up and top ramen becomes, you know, <laughs> the top meal of the day, that, that becomes, you know, right. prime right. real estate. Right. You know, you're comparing top ramen to filet mignon. Yeah. You, you get humble real quick, right. and and you realize what really means a lot to you, you know, where your heart's at, and you also realize who your friends are and who they're not. So, I mean, when I got out, a lot of things had changed, and a lot more were changing, mm-hmm. you know. So, I, I went to work for my uncle. It was a, a shitty job. It sucked. Right. <laughs> it was miserable. It was ice cold. But... That was the opportunity that I had to get on my feet and, you know, kind of show yeah. who I am. Right. You know, if I got to do this to make a living, then fuck it, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I ended up, uh, you know, I guess I, I don't know, I, I got hurt at work. I had a couple cows fall on me. The, the, the beam broke and... I, my meat hook was into, it was like 500, 550 pound cow that was coming down and being hooked into it. I was either going to go down to the ground with the cow or, you know, cause I was hooked. I couldn't get away and run. Right. So I basically just kind of bear hugged the fucker and, you know, I ended up carrying it, you know, a hundred feet or so over to the butcher. Jeez. 
And in that process, I compressed my back and neck so bad that I ended up compressing the C, was it four, five, and six, and seven? The compressed so bad the discs are bulging three millimeters. Oh. And then C6, I have a compression fracture from it. So I basically have a broken neck from that incident. So, hey, how did you deal with that with no pain medicine? I basically am uh, taking ibuprofen. I've got prescribed a lot of different stuff. Um, I mean, they prescribed, you know, the, the Roxycodones. They offered me Oxycontins. They did all this stuff, everything you can imagine. And basically, I, I told the doctors, I said, hey, I really don't want to deal with this. Right. I said, I, I want the strongest ibuprofen you can give me. And they had given me some muscle relaxers and all different kinds of stuff. And I, I probably got three or 4,000 pills sitting at home because I, I'm basically doing a, a legal deal against this. So, um, I have to take it. I don't, I mean, don't have to swallow it, but I have to pick up the prescriptions and all that stuff for legal matters. So I I have a lot of full, Jeez. you know, yeah, stay away. bottles <laughs> bottles at home that are just sitting there, and honestly, I have no desire whatsoever to even go there. Hey, why don't why don't if you have those there, why why would you even keep them? We're somewhere where you even if you had the urge, why would you like give them to your mom or put them away somewhere where there's no way you can get to them no matter what? You know what I mean? Because I'm not because I'm not worried about it. I'm okay. not. I know. That I, I'm not going to touch them. I know I don't want them. I'm I'm good. I'm at a point in my life right now to where I'm cool. Well, I don't need it. Don't want it. That's pretty I'm, gnarly that you could say that, and I pray to God that that doesn't happen. But at the end of the day, you have to remember one thing, just like I do every day, that we're drug mm-hmm. addicts, and there could be that oh, yeah. one day where you could have a bad day, and you're just going to say fuck it. But if it's if it's easy to do, you're going to do it. Maybe I hope not. But if it's if they're not available, there's no chance. That's just me well, speaking from I, I my understand heart. that, but like I was saying, I, I have a legal issue to where I have to pick up the prescriptions and stuff. Otherwise, I get that. the other, the other that. side could say, hey, he's not hurt that bad. He doesn't need them. Yeah, so I, I get all that. It's not a point, but I, I do. I, my mom really, she hawks over me on this thing. I mean, because, yeah. yeah, this is where it all started. Right. And, I yes, I hand up in the air. I was a full-blown junkie. I mean, it doesn't get any worse than, than what I was. And it all started there. So I know how easy it can be to fall right back into that rut. I, I 100% I know exactly what you're talking about. The only reason I even bring that up, dude, is because you are a friend and I, I'm just concerned. That's all. That's no, all. And, and, I, and, I, and I'm and speaking I, from and my I heart, appreciate brother. It. And I, you, you have no idea how much I appreciate just getting back in, in contact with you. You know, and... I can't even open a bottle of aspirin in my house without my mother flipping the fuck out. <laughs> what are you taking? <laughs> you know, and I like I bring her the bottle and, and show her. Hey, it's ibuprofen. It's from the pharmacy. It's drugs. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, oh my god. You know, and it's, I go. It's ibuprofen. I go. It's eight hundred milligrams ibuprofen. She goes, but it's from the pharmacy. It's drugs. I said, yeah, I'm an ex-drug addict. I need them. <laughs> and she's just like, God. You know, it's like tug-of-war. 
but it's, well, it's over ibuprofen. It's fucking nuts. Right. <laughs> you know? uh, hey, we, we just got we just got an email in about this. I wanted to read this to you. Um, yeah. My Dave is my name is Dave Merkley, and my son Ryan took lessons from Mike Healy years back before Mike's legal troubles. I'm sure people will have opinions about what happened and what that means, but I want to share my opinion of Mike. Mike was a great coach. Mike worked Ryan hard and made sure he was progressing as much as he could. Not once over several years did Ryan come home from a lesson anything but pumped about his time with Mike and what he had learned. Healy was encouraging and supportive to the highest level. I know my son considers him a friend. Thanks, Mike, for what you did, and I wish you well going forward. From Dave Merkley. So... Oh my God! Nice uh, email there. From oh my, Dave. yeah, I I do remember Ryan. Wow, that 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 uh, yeah. that is love. Yeah, that's that is cool. straight up. That is love, and and that's what I'm talking about. Is that when when I got out, I didn't know who my friends were because the people that I had hung out with for so many years before that, before I got locked up people that I thought were my friends and were my family mm-hmm. ended up turning out to be the biggest pieces of shit in the world. Nobody wrote, nobody called, n- nothing. I mean, it was, it was nuts. And the people that I thought, you know, would never be around ever, you know, mm-hmm. were the ones that were there. And it, yeah. it, it just tripped me out. It was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, you find that, and, out, you find that out real quick, huh? When you... Yeah, and that's the thing is, you get locked up, you you really do find out who you've touched in this world. You know what I mean? And it's almost scary because the people that I had never thought of mm-hmm. were were the people that stood by my side and had my back because they knew me as the man I was before the drugs turned me into who I became. Um, hey, some quick... Uh... Some quick, quick, great interview, by the way. Thanks for calling in. And uh, oh, no problem. So let's 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 turn to a little brighter side. Like some yeah. quick, some quick questions for you. Yeah. Uh, what's your best race you've ever had? The best one that stands out in your mind, one where you just uh, couldn't be beat, or just you know whatever. What's the best race you've ever had? Um. Yeah, that's. Reno Arena but, Cross wearing green. No, uh, I'm gonna. Hey, I'm gonna. I'm not trying to cut you off, but I'm gonna tell you. I watched a GP online from '89, where he was Healy was good. I never like when Mike went to Europe. I, I really never like. I knew he was over there, and the whole thing happened with Stanton and all that crap. Yeah. But I'm gonna bring Mike back Come to on. this time. Let's I remember. See what, let's see what you got. Come I did. I remember. It was the first national I ever went to, and it was Steel City. And he showed up with Mike Delarosa in uh, his 92, Astro. 92. In the Astro van. Okay, yeah. these dudes pulled up with a freaking a Pro Circuit Suzuki in the back of an Astro van with the handlebars lowered down. Right. Not a freaking fender spark plug tire in that thing. <laughs> Healy unloads it, freaking goes to the box. I think he got second or third that day against Emic and. I ended up uh, second overall. And I won the second moto. I went wire to wire, second yeah. moto. Yeah, and then yeah, everybody's on the podium with their team shirts on, and he had no shirt on, all tattooed up, just throwing the horns up. <laughs> well, I was well like, see, the thing is, is when I pulled into the pits on Sunday morning, uh, at the time, I believe, I don't think, uh, I don't think Buzzard was team manager yet for Suzuki. I think it was still Pat Alexander. And they wouldn't let us park 
with the team. They <laughs> threw me over in privateer parking. Right. And it wasn't until I won that moto that Alexander comes over and wants to hand me, you know, a Suzuki shirt and hat. Oh, yeah, you're right. And I, and I just basically told him to go fuck himself. I said, why should I put this on when you guys won't even let me be part of it? You know, now that I win and get on the podium, right. you want me to represent? No. Maybe it was because you pulled in with Molly Crew cranking with beer cans flying out of the door when you opened the door. Uh, okay, well, that could be it too, but you know what? Okay, so, you know, so, so... You know, that's the way it rolls. So best race. Best race. My best race. Yeah. Uh, 1984. Ah. Ponca City, Oklahoma. Okay. The main event for the 105 Super Mini class. There was... Eddie Hicks was in it, Mouse McCoy, all these guys. It was... That was like the big... Yeah deal of the of the year you know pocket city for the for the west coast kids was the race right you know the east coast did loretta's so that was our big event and i went into the main you know with two points and i get stuck in the gate i get antsy and drop the clutch and hammered my 105 right into the gate mm-hmm. stuck did you By ride time, for I, did you ride for r&d then yeah, that was the last year I rode R&D on the 80s. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got the bike out of the gate, the last rider had already done through the start S's, off the jump, then the next left, and it goes under that first bridge right the bridge, there. Yeah, yeah. The last rider was just going under that bridge when I got my bike out of the gate. About four laps into it, I had passed Hicks for the lead, going through as it goes by the starting line and makes that sharp right and has those rollers. I was the only guy that, that could skim those rollers on an 80. And I'd click, like, third gear coming out of the corner, upshifted fourth as I went in over the first one, and I wheel-tapped all the way across them and just, ah, da, 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 <laughs> and grabbed another gear. As I grabbed another gear coming off the top one, I almost looped it as I went by Hicks. Um, wow. Best bike you've ever raced? Best, best bike? I mean, like... Just your, the one that you felt the best on. Like, just... just. Um... It was 1991. My 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 works KTM 250. Okay. Um, did you do? Did you really punch Jeff Stanton on the podium? No, I, I punched him in uh, the rider paddock. Okay, all right. But you did punch him. The, we when we went to the podium, right. he had security with him. You did punch Jeff Stanton. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Not happy. Japan, right? Jap- Japanese yeah. Grand Prix. Yep. All right. Um, if you had to do it all over again, would you punch Jeff Stanton again? Fuck yeah, in a heartbeat. Bring him here right now. <laughs> No, I no, don't no. Like no, 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 we can't do that anymore. No, 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 you can't. No, we can't do that. Two yeah. strikes, oh, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, you're right. Oh, uh, see, you, you bring up Sam's name, and I fucking already want to punch somebody. Uh, fastest, <laughs> fastest, fastest 80 rider to never make it. Fastest guy that, you know, that you've seen, you raced against. Obviously, you had the Bunker City tragedy with Bunch and, those, and him and those guys, but is there one guy that you can't figure out why he didn't make a name for himself as a pro? You know what? That, that's that's such a hard question because mm-hmm. every year comes out another kid. There's there's a new kid. There's a handful of riders uh-huh. every year that should become something, and uh, it's crazy because there's so much talent. These kids nowadays, compared yeah. to the kids back in the day, I mean, it's everybody goes back and forth. Ah, oh, we're so much faster. I said, but nobody understands the machinery that we rode. Yeah, so, it's all on the levels for sure. It, I yeah. mean, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, there's a ton of riders Eddie, that Eddie, should have been Eddie something. Hicks? Hicks, maybe? 
No. No? I, I don't think Hicks... Really, I know he was a good rider and right, stuff, right. but I never really saw heart come out of him. Mm-hmm. You know, you could bump into him. You could. He wasn't a hard rider to scare. Right. right. Nikki Pounds. Um, who? Nikki Pounds. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, the the three ninety five wonder. No. Um, Nikki was a cool kid though, but Tracy Monteron, Paul Dennis, Paul. Paul's one of them. Brooks says Paul. I asked. I asked uh, Brooks the same question one time, and okay. he said Paul. Dennis. Another another one that really, really should have done it and just got on big bikes and fell apart was Sam Store. I don't remember that. That's before my time. Sam, for sure. Sam Store. Yep. And then there was also um, Bruce Bunch. Right. Bruce Bunch, I I think would have been a superhero. Right. Right. Um, he had the goofiest style I've ever seen. And was just the smoothest, fastest kid around. I I really liked watching watching him ride. You know, it's crazy. Brooks was supposed to be in that car. At so was I. Oh, you were too. Yeah. We we both got pulled out. Dude, gnarly. Yeah, mm. yeah. We both got pulled out by our moms. Jeez. Um. Yeah. Scary. Have you talked to Larry yeah. since you've been back, Mike? No, I haven't. Um. I think you got, didn't. You, is this yeah. guy fucking serious in front of me? I'm hey. sitting in a maybe it's standing in a parking lot. Maybe it's Stanton. What's this? Check it out. Um, yeah, what, what's up? <laughs> no, no, I was just making a joke. Oh. Uh, hey, what about Guns N' Roses? Did you really hang out with those dudes back in the day? Yeah. Yeah, we were really tight buddies, actually. Um, For reals? Yeah. Their first their first trip to Europe, their first world tour, uh-huh. they lived with me in my at my house in Belgium. For a couple months. That's crazy. I know the stories. I was a kid reading the magazines, and it was like, it was like, yeah, Mike Healy's hanging out with Guns and Roses, but I didn't know if it was really true or not. Well, I mean, it was it was nuts because they actually would freak out. They would come to like an international race, which is their local races over there, right? And you know, depending on you know, depending on who they pay to come to these races, depended on the the size of the crowd that would come to them and they, you know, they'd pay me and a couple other top name writers to show up. Right. And you got, you know, 75,000 people in a little tiny town mm-hmm. showing up for a race. And I was sitting there with, you know, a couple of guys and the fans would come in to get their autographs and stuff. And like Axel would just flip out that more people were interested in me at the track. Than him. <laughs> than him, yeah. He would just sit there, like, people would come in and want autographs, and he'd just sit there, like, he actually had a, you know, a, a Sharpie in his hand. Yeah, yeah. And they'd walk right by him. Wow. And then he'd come over to me to get an autograph, and he would just shake his head, like, is this for real? <laughs> and I'd just laugh and said, fuck, we ain't in your world, kid, you know, right. what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, what are you going to do? That Don't... must have been kind of humbling when you're freaking sitting in jail going, what the fuck happened there? <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> dude that, that was... I mean, hey, there. Jail, jail sucks, man. I, I don't, uh, I don't ever want to deal with that again. I mean, it was, I absolutely fucking miserable. Hey, it Axel's sucks. Axel's in town here in Vegas for like the next month, playing at yeah. the Hard Rock. I'm trying to get Kenny to go with me, but he doesn't want to go. So, because it's not the original yeah, it, band. It's, you just know what? Dude, it's still Axel, bro. Who's, who's he playing with? I mean, is it just going to be Axel? Yeah, it's Axel. It's well, no, there's none yeah, of the original it's no, band. None of the original guys anymore. It's just Axel, but it's still Axel. No, I was going to say because none of the guys, original guys in the band, will even talk to him anymore. Right, right. But anyways, he, he's just become now that he's sobered up, you know, and cleaned up. 
Yeah. He's just an arrogant asshole. But, Nobody but, wants to even deal with him. But, wow, Healy hanging out with GNR in Europe. That's pretty cool. Tell, tell you what, hey, tell you what, I can pull out a leather jacket that they gave me when we were over there, and it was only maybe, I'd say between 50 and 75 of these jackets made, and it was only for family member kind of deal. Uh-huh. I, I can pull out a leather jacket, like a Harley biker jacket, embroidered the whole back piece on it, GNR, Guns N' Roses, everything. I mean, That's sweet. every little button, every little snap, everything has GNR on it. Oh. I mean, this is this is a badass leather jacket. Um, it's cool. Hey, well, uh, thanks for coming on, Mike. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, great stories, man. I, uh, hey, Mike, why you. don't you, uh, if you want Oh, wait, to... one more question. I got one more question. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. All right. Uh, one more question down here. I don't know yeah. if you've heard, the motocross the nations came. USA lost for the first time really? in like eight years. And it, you know where they lost that? You know what track it was at? It was Which at one? Lomo. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> who they send? I, I, can't, I don't even know who went. Who uh, they send? They sent uh, Ryan Dungey, Justin Barsha, and Blake Baggett. Got third. Uh, you're, not, you're probably not surprised, though. You've raced at Lomo a lot, I imagine. Yeah, but, I mean, I can't believe they sent those three guys to go race in the deepest, shittiest sand track you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, they did. Well, uh, you got to understand, uh, the lights guy has to be under 23, and they sent the chain. what? Yeah, so they under twenty three. Yeah, that's yeah. a new rule. So that's our light. We sent our lights champion. Everybody else was injured, so they took they put Barsha on the four fifty, and Barsha did the best out of all of them, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Okay. Well, Baggett Baggett won the title this year, right? In light. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Well, I, I saw some of his races, you know, on TV and stuff, mm-hmm. and I mean, I'm actually kind of kind of impressed with Baggett because I I have. I trained Baggett when he was on 50s and stuff way, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I know Blake and his family and stuff, you know, really well. So uh, I was actually really impressed and, and very happy for the kid to yeah. to do what he did. So I'm, you know, for him to go over there as a champion and stuff, he deserves it. You know, he deserves that chance. Because I remember... I had a chance, like an opportunity to go over there and race, you know, for, for the United States one time. And uh, AMA kind of pulled it out away from me, kind of. So um, for him to go over there and do that, you know, holding the, the title from here, he deserves it. So, but... Uh, uh, yeah, Lomo got the best of them. Hey, Mike, why don't you, uh, if, if you want, if anyone needs to get a hold of you, if you want to give out your email address or anyone wants to, I mean, uh, you're back doing some schools. Is that true? Or are you working with yeah, a couple well, guys? Well, you know what? I started doing them. I started training some, some kids. And basically, just the economy sucks, man. I mean, it really does. And it's killing a lot of, a lot of people that are trying to stay in this industry. I guess it's fine. Um, because... Right now, a, a bike costs you know nine thousand dollars. Who's got an extra nine thousand dollars, and then money on top of that to pay for a trainer? Yeah, yeah, you know um, you're, you're you're right, dude. But check it out if if you want to give your contact out, maybe there's some there's a lot of people from the industry that listen to this oh, show. Oh yeah, and you want to? I want everybody out there that that needs help. You know, please get I think, a hold of me. I would, you know, I would love to get back into it full bore. I, I'm doing everything I can do 
to get my foot back in the door? I think definitely you could be an asset because, dude, what you've been through and, you know, like you said, there's there's a lot of people in this industry that don't really know what's going on. You know what I mean? And they do. I mean, you know, Phil Alderton, he was he had a big problem. He passed away. You know, yeah. you know, you know some of the guys that I know that have some issues that it's, you know, changing lives. And I think that just from your experience, strength, and hope that you're giving – um, you could be an asset. You could change people's lives. Um, and you know what? I, I really believe that, you know, we need we need a guy like you in this industry. We definitely need a guy that knows what it's like to go, I'll call it, from to hell and back. And, you know, to be a positive. If it's not being a riding coach, maybe it's working for a brand. Maybe it's working, you know, doing seminars, doing something that we could, that you could give back, that give back to this industry. Maybe it's someone listening that says, hey, you know what? I want to pay for Mike Healy to write a book. I want to. I want to produce the book. I want to do whatever I need to do to help him. You know, if you want to shout out your contact number, or someone can get it. Yeah, uh, I mean, just, exactly. That you you hit it right on the head because, I mean, I I do have a lot, you know, to share. I I it's not like I didn't ride for over thirty five years of my life. Yeah, you know, so I've, dude, I've been on a bike since I was born almost, and not everybody's going to be a champion. But everybody that rides a bike needs to know how to properly control a bike. Otherwise, you're going to end up very hurt. You know, even so even I, if it's not being a champion, even if you come up and you go to your riding schools or you just learn how to ride, I think riding a motorcycle exactly. teaches you discipline in life. You know what I mean? It exactly. teaches you a lot. Because it is, it's, it's such a dangerous sport if it's not done right. And, I mean, whether you're a beginner or a pro, everybody can learn something. And if... if you know, if I can do one thing for somebody and make their day, you know, a safer day, I'm cool. I'm good with it. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, even if it's not riding, if it's a life coach or just help yeah. somebody, you know, pull it off. Just shout out your. Oh. If you do you know your, uh, do you have your your contact? You want to shout it out now? You yeah, know, people, yeah, yeah. People, I mean, basically, I'm, you can. I, I you can get a hold you. of me on my my cell phone number. You want to call me direct? No, no, no. no. Don't, give mean, out, don't, give out, don't give out your cell phone <laughs> well, number. I was going to shoot the whole fucker out there and, hey, no, don't give do me that. a ring. Three o'clock in the morning. You can email the show. See, see, what happens, see what happens if you call me nowadays at three in the morning. <laughs> hey, Mike, you just give out your email address. And, or you could... Alright. You ready? Then, go yeah. for it. Alright, it, it's Healy MX. H-E-A-L-E-Y MX at gmail.com. Alright. Okay, that, don't be blown away. That's the way away. to get me through that, that fucking box they call a computer. <laughs> All hey, right, well, Mike. Thanks, thanks for coming on. Great story and uh, awesome uh, guest, I think. Yeah, uh, hey, uh, you know, guys, I, I mean this from my heart. I love you guys. I do. You know, it, it's a big thing that you guys are allowing me to, to talk and, right. you know, be able to tell the world again that, you know, I, I want to be back in the sport. That's the thing I love most in life is motocross. And I just need my foot back in the door. I mean, whatever I can do, if somebody needs a trainer, somebody needs a mechanic, I, you know, I've been around bikes my whole life. I know how to do things in it. And I would just love to be back part of the sport that I grew up with that I love. And, you know, basically I just want people to know that, you know, the, the old Mike is back. Cool. You know? Well said. Right on, Healy. Well, hey, dude, you you got my contact. If you ever need to talk, you know I'm here for you, brother. And I'm just I, I to I know, buddy. And, and and same vice versa for you, man. You, you know, because it's hard. It's tough. Like I told you, hey, I know in my heart that it's done. It's over. 
but like you said, it's very easy. Something can trigger you, trigger you to slip. So, and I know, you know, I know your story and stuff and your background and everything. And, you know, just like you said, you know, my arms are open for you, but I'm, I'm here. I appreciate anything it. You need, you know, anything you need, I'm here for you. Right on, Thank dude. You. Well, hey, Mike, uh, just want to say that, you know, I'm super proud of you. I know a lot of other people are that don't even know you. But, dude, keep up the good work, and, dude, we're here for you. And, uh, you know, right on. Powers, pull through this shit. Thank you. Well, yeah, I totally appreciate it, guys. And, and like you guys were talking about, hooking something else up so that we, you know, we can talk, you know, do an hour and a half yeah, or whatever we can yeah. do. I'll, uh, dude, I'll, I'm, cool. I'm cool with that. I, whatever I can do to help you guys out for, right. for you know, helping me and, and having my back, man, I'm, uh, I'm there for you. Yeah, you're going to be blown away when you check your inbox here. I guarantee you. I I can promise you that. You call me and you say, "Wow, you were right." But hey, have I'll, a good night. All right, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a call in like twenty minutes when I get home because I I had to stop off the side of the road and oh. standing in uh, Albertson's part or Vaughn's parking lot right now because I didn't want to. You know, you know what happens is you get pulled over when you're on probation, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys, we'd be doing this show with me sitting on a curb in handcuffs while they, you know, search my vehicle for an hour and a half. All right, All well. right. Thanks, Healy. Appreciate right, it. Great Take time. care, bud. Thanks. All right, guys. Thank you. I really appreciate it also, man. You guys right. have a good one, all right? See all right, you. later, Mike. All right. Mike Healy, everybody. Wow. A lot oh. to say. He seemed like he has a lot more to say to you, Mathis. Yeah. Good job on that, Watson. That's yeah. good. I mean, dude. Gnarly, huh, Thomas? Yeah. Speechless. All right. Pretty gnarly. Like, yeah. like I'm I'm pretty much blown away right now. Like, tits, is, he, tits is still blown away. Yeah. Tits don't give a I shit. I have no words. That's just crazy, dude. Like how, like, like he's hanging out with Axl Rhodes and on that's top of the world. Of the story. That's my and favorite then, part of the whole story. <laughs> and then you know, if he would have said Sammy Hagar, it would have been like even injuries yeah. take All effect, right. get hooked on drugs, and one thing leads to the next, and then years go by, and then you're just still doesn't like six time. Still doesn't like six time. No. Took a title from him because if six time wasn't there, I believe the points would have worked out that Healy would have won the title. And six time could have let him win. He just needed one position or something. I uh, think. Yeah, Parker. Parker was in there too. Um. Thomas from NFAP, you've now been officially, you're now officially part of the longest Pulpomex show ever. Oh, is that right? Yep. Oh, the longest one ever. You've been pimped. Uh, <laughs> I'm honored to be here. I appreciate the opportunity. It's yeah. Good. Thank you for coming by, man. Right. I, think no, I think you offered a lot. And thanks for the giveaway to, uh, to awesome. Sonny. And I'm, Sunny, Sonny, and yeah. I'm sorry that our server crashed because it's stupid Sandy. But uh, otherwise, we would have had a lot more calls and, and all that. But uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Still right a good on. show. Thanks for coming, Tom. Thanks, uh, thanks, thanks for, for BTO Sports.com, X Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, Fly Racing, AGV Helmets, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, and Black Ops Moto. Uh, thanks to Mike Healy. Thank you to Jason Thomas. Thank you to Trey Kennard. Thank you to Michael Lee Watson. Thanks, bud. Scott Sheik. Oh, Scotty oh, Sheik. Oh, yeah. One last thing I have to say before I leave. Hey, Hart, I know you're going to listen to this on your drive to Vegas tomorrow, and just remember this one thing. Suck it. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, and uh, I think we'll see you next week. I'm not even sure. We'll let you know. Thanks, Tits. You're welcome. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but 
I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.